It's ready. So on you, Garfield, you ready? You gotta unmute your mic. Okay, can you guys hear me? <coughs> oh man, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right, cool. Hey, first and foremost, man, um, Mo, thanks for giving me the opportunity to come on the show and um, share some of this important stuff with the people. Um, a lot of people um, hear me all the time, and I always try to be different, but you know, I realize sometimes when you try to be different, the people can't understand the basics. Um, um, what I'm gonna do today is I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you guys some basic stuff about credit. All right, we're gonna start slow, and it's gonna probably take around 15, 20 minutes. I don't want to be too long, and but I wanna I wanna talk enough so that people could ask questions. All right, so let me go in the chat and um, take a look at what's going on and see where people head is at, and um, do what we do. All right, all right. So we got 24 people watching, and um, hey, shout out to all money, um, Amadi, man. What's going on with you, bro? I ain't see you in a minute, man. I ain't see you in a minute. Um, guaranteed fresh. Thanks for joining, Dave B, brother Mathis. And what I want to say is, we got twenty-four people watching. Let's say twenty-five. I want to know by the show of hands, who out of the twenty-five people have over eight hundred score? If you have over eight hundred score, press one. All right. If you don't have an 800 score, let's say you have a 750 score, press the number two. If you don't, if you don't, um, if you don't have 750, let me say 700. How many people are over 700 in the audience? All right, um, press the number three if you're over 700. All right. And if you're over 650, press the number four. <clears throat> All right. So we got 24 people watching. One person has pressed two so far. Right. And um, I want to say that, hey, that's good, man. Good to have a 750 score. All right. So what happens, family, is that although we have a score, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be approved for whatever you're trying to do. All right. Um, hey, shout out to Jay Mixon and King D, Bedrock Carter, um, Almani. Thank you guys for participating, right? All right. So now, if you want to clean up your own credit, this is the best thing you got to do first. We got a letter, right, that we basically send to the bureaus along with the dispute letters. And what it does, it basically gives you the chance to dispute items without actually disputing. It's called indirect disputing. So what you do is you write a letter to the credit bureaus and then you're gonna put your name, your date of birth, your social security number, your address and your zip code. These are the five things that the bureaus look at when they're trying to verify stuff. 
If the zip code is off, they're going to delete it. If the date of birth is off, they're going to delete it. If the social security number, the last four digits is wrong, they're going to delete it. So I just gave you a small little tip and you didn't even know. You know what I just told you? I told you if you want to delete something, you could put the wrong zip code on your letter. You could put the wrong social security number on your letter. You could put the wrong date of birth. And you'll get a delete. He'll be like, damn, Garfield, is that easy? Yes. Because everything in the system of credit is now digitized. So we worried about people losing their jobs. The fact of the matter is the credit bureaus deal with, it's all about digitizing right now. So let's take a look at some of the digitizing that they do. You file a claim with the credit bureaus. They look at some of these things here. They do, this is what they do to minimize it. They look at your dispute. Then they say, no knowledge of account. That's what he's claiming. You come back and say, yo, the insurance paid, man. That account late. So remove the late pay. They put number nine. Then they say, oh, 13, the account is closed. Account, account is not closed. So these are the things that people, I'm going to tell you, these are the things that people look at. Remember, in, for those who are Jamaican, for years, Equifax used to be in Jamaica. If I had known that, man, oh, man, I'd have been hustling down there, boy. I'd have been hustling in Jamaica. I'm going to be the higgler for credit repair in Jamaica. I'd have, I'd have been up here telling people, I'll get your stuff cleaned off. I got my friends in Jamaica that they work at Equifax. They clean it off you. But ladies and gentlemen, this is what the workers are looking at. And they have to determine what code should they put. So they got a bunch of codes. Account included in bankruptcy. Disputes present, previous account status, payment history profile, verified payment history profile, account status and payment rating. So these are the things that they're looking at and they now have to make a decision for your determination. Let's look at this for a second. They have a system, it's called eOSCAR and OCR. And what does it mean? eOSCAR is the automated credit dispute resolution system what is in use by the credit bureaus. At best, it speeds things up and saves the bureaus money. What, is all, what it also does is reduces every dispute submitted to the bureaus to a single numeric code. Instead of getting copies of your dispute and documentation, the creditors get a code. So what they do is they have a Met Metro 2 software system. They send the code right to the creditor, and the creditor determines if it's verified or not. And then they come back to you. Mm -mm 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 -mm. So you could write a letter, and you could have all the evidence in the letter. You're acting like you're a lawyer. All the evidence in the world, family. No matter what you send. It becomes a code that may or may not fully describe your dispute. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me say this for let me say this to everybody out there. I don't want to break your heart, but the credit bureaus sell your information for money, and that's how they make money. They made over seven billion dollars ten years ago. Imagine how much they're making right now. This is why when they got when they got fined the fine, um, ID Getty seven seven seven. So if you move more than once, what zip code do you use? You could use any zip code you want. The zip code doesn't determine. 
Okay. All right. And by the way, shout out to Ebony Brown. This sister is fighting cancer. I'm going to talk about her tomorrow, what she's trying to do and with her GoFundMe and all that stuff. It's a very sad, very, 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 very sad situation. Very, very sad situation. All right. All right. Got my credit cleaned up a bit by Garfield. Went up like 130 points. All right. So um, if you move more than once, what zip code do you use? The point of the zip code, my brother, is that it doesn't matter if it's a zip code where you live at. The problem is you just want to put a wrong zip code. I'll just give you a, 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 a quick credit repair tip. It doesn't matter. Put any zip code you want. All right? All right. So family. Hold on a second here. This is kind of hot right now. All right. So the, the credit bureaus is selling your information for money. So it doesn't benefit them for you to clean up. It does not benefit them at all. So credit repair family, the basis of it is to trick the OCR system. So what I used to do is I used to take a yellow crayon and I would write a letter with the yellow crayon because the OCR scanner cannot pick up on the yellow crayon. So I would get quick deletions like that. That's like a last resort. They can't pick up on the yellow crayon when they scan it. So I would write it in different inks, yellow ink, peach ink, all type of light pink ink, purple, brown, different inks to throw off the computer. Those little tricks is what I've developed over the 15 years I'm dealing with credit. So it's not like you're talking to somebody who is a rookie here. This is what I do and I do it every single day. I enjoy doing it because I hear stories when I, people are inviting me to their house because I was able to clean up their credit so they could get approved for a house. So those are the stories that I like. I don't know what type of stories you like, but those are the stories that keep me going. All right? So although you hear me debating every morning, this is really my passion to help people. All right? So now, now that we know that they have an OCR system, how do you beat the system? I just gave you a quick example. Dispute codes. Different things that they put in just to make sure that you... Jalen? Like, really? All right. So now, now that we know how the dispute work and with the bureaus, remember, they are looking at for five different things. What are the five things? Name, date of birth, social security number, address, zip code. All right? Now, ladies and gentlemen, um, you can look at some of the results I've gotten from before. All right. So what I want to say to people as a side note as a side note, I want to talk about something quickly that, 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 that affects a lot of humans. I want, to, I want to make this video a compilation of different things. One of the things that affects us a lot is contracts. If you had a credit card and you live in Alabama, right? If it's a written contract, an oral contract, or an open-ended account, it's three years, six years for oral, and three years for written. So if you got a credit card in Alabama, from a bank based in Alabama, the statute of limitation is only three years. All right? So when people try to collect after the three years, you know the statute of limitations is gone, although the debt collector is still going to come at you. I'm in New York. So in New York, it's 666 for everything. Six for oral, six for written, and six for open-ended contracts. So I am telling everybody that's watching right now, the statute of limitations play a role on whatever state you live in. 
If you live in New Jersey, it's six years. New Mexico, four. North Carolina, three. Alabama, three. Alaska, three. Arkansas, five for written, three for oral, five for opening accounts. So these things, so whenever a credit card company coming for you, I haven't paid in three years, and three years is the, is the, is the, is the law, the statute of limitations, you're good. You're good money. And that's what people need to understand. All right. Now, um, let me see. If I use the dispute on the website, should I write a letter also, or do I leave the dispute alone and just write the letter? I would write the letter. What do you, Brother Mathis, I don't understand your question. That's kind of complicated. I, I really don't understand any question. Please reword it so I could answer you. I think he, I think he probably put in for a dispute online. No, listen, well, ladies and gentlemen, listen. The only thing you should dispute online, and I don't, because once you dispute online, you have given up all your rights. You don't have any rights. You gave up your rights once you dispute online. So the only thing that you should do online is change your name, your address. You could do that indirect disputing. That's what these white boys in Colorado used to do years ago. They taught me a lot. They would just dispute the names, the date of birth, the addresses, and the zip code, and that's all they would do online. And then they would get mad results based on that alone. So changing the name, like I told you, your name, your date of birth, your social security number, your address and your zip code are the five things that the credit bureaus are looking at to verify the account. If it don't match, it's going to be deleted. This is very important, family. Pay attention. All right. So I just talked about statute limitations. Let me scroll up a little bit here. All right. So now there's a brother. I think he's probably watching. I've shown this for years. I fixed his credit. He made a video endorsing my services. I want you guys to look at this. This is a judgment, two judgments and a, and a, and a, and a debt collector. So the two judgments were deleted. Right now, look at what happened the next in the next thing. Right. If you look here. It's not deleted. Is not deleted from Equifax. And then on TransUnion, it's deleted. See that portfolio recovery and a judgment deleted? Go back up here. Portfolio recovery deleted. The judgment deleted. TransUnion and, 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 and TransUnion and um, Experian got them all deleted. Now, Equifax did not delete the collection account. And you might say to yourself, so what, what, what happened? Now, let's look at what, what went on right here. We have portfolio recovery writing the client a letter saying that they are going to remove it off the three majority credit reporting agencies. So if that's the case, why did Equifax confirm that it's, it's there? Why did they verify it if portfolio is writing a letter saying that they're going to delete it? So who verified it? So you see, the credit bureaus is not always right. Now, if I was him, I would have sued them and got $1,000. Because if, if, if two credit repairing companies delete it, and you don't delete it, and you verified it while they're writing you a letter saying they are going to delete it off your credit, who the hell is verifying it? So the credit agency, sometimes when you even do the right things, family, they still going to screw you over. They still gonna screw you over. All right. All right. 
All right. All right. So listen now, family. I'm going to drop some more wisdom on y'all now. All right. Let's look at... Hey, yes, yeah, sis. What's up, sis? Hey, Garfield, with this one, this one right here, um, you did uh, what, it, what they dropped it. It's because you said because the name, the address, the phone number, and no, no, the zip code no, no, has to not the phone oh, number. Name, address, and name, zip code has to birth, name, date of oh. birth, social security yeah. number, address, and zip code. If you notice, address by itself is separate than the zip code. So those five elements is what you're they are looking to verify. If one of those things don't match, they delete it. Oh, it's a game, family. That's all it is. You just got game. You ain't got to hire me. See, it's a game. I just taught you how to do your own credit. But if that doesn't work, then you, you could come to Garfield and say, hey, man, I've been trying to get this off for the longest. And these are the things that 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 um I need to do. All right. All right. So let, let's look at some stuff right here real quick. Right. All right. Um, shout out to Yuhuru Academy, by the way. If you get the chance to donate to them, please do. They're a wonderful agency. All right, this is my credit a couple of years ago. All right. This was like 2016, right? I had 103,000 revolving credit cards, 39 debt, and all that stuff. Whenever you hear Garfield talk about trade lines, this is what a trade line is. If you have a credit card that's reporting on your credit, that's a trade line. If you have a collection, that's a trade line, but that's a negative trade line. What we're talking about now are positive trade lines. So Garfield have this credit card right here, this $10,000 credit card. He had another 20,000 here, another 30,000, another 30,000 with Barclays. So all these credit cards added up. So these credit cards that add up now, what they do is they determine your debt to credit ratio by how much you use. So if you look at my debt to credit ratio, it's 38%. So obviously, I need to pay down my credit cards. So now, whenever Garfield talks about trade lines in public, I'm talking about adding people's credit card accounts to your credit. So when I add, if I had a credit card for 20 years and I add it to your credit, it will boost the score sometimes 50 to 150 points. So this is what a credit card is. It, um, authorized user is our piggyback trade line. This is what a trade line is. All right. I just want to make it clear to everybody. All right. Um, Jay Mixon, we're talking about permanent deletions. All right. The only people that give you temporary deletions are the people on um, the people on that dude mortgages, like a mortgage broker. They do something they do like a quick thing program that they do. Um, I forgot what the name of it right now, but they do that. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, again, hit the like button. If you like what you see, share the show, like the show, invite someone. All right. Um, so this is what's called trade lines. I sell trade lines. If you look at my timeline on Facebook, I got a list that I sell. I let trade lines stay on for two months. My trade lines cost between $450 up to $650. And then what these trade lines do, family, they'll help you to get a house. If you right now, I got a trade line, a ten thousand dollar, ten thousand three year line. I'm selling for four fifty. If you're trying to get a house in the next twelve to fifteen days, you're trying to boost your score to get that approval. That line could probably get you over the hump. It could raise you up to fifty points, depending on what your credit looks like. It could raise you up thirty points. It could raise you up even hundred points. All I'm saying is, know what you're doing, ask questions, and when you buy the trade line, 
ask like what how much is it going to grow based on what's on my credit all right so in emergency situations trade lines are good but also if you're building your credit because my line stay on for two months sometimes when you're buying a house it's two months remember they run it right before the closing and they run it right as you you know what i'm saying so you want to time it and buy it at the right time so that you know you're getting your house but we also offer free lines some 5,000 lines. I'm going to talk about that in a few minutes. In around seven minutes, I'm going to get to that. But ladies and gentlemen, with these lines, you're able to get scores like these. Don't think it's impossible. You are able to get scores like these, 846, 848, 841. It's not impossible. You, If you, if you fix your credit, build your credit based on what you're learning today, there's no way somebody's going to beat you out on your credit. No way. You have the ability to win and beat this system out by building your credit the right way. If you add the 20,000 line, you add this 20,000 Citibank line, the 15,000 Lockheed, and then you add the 25,000 USA, you're looking at 45 plus 15, you're looking at 60,000 worth of credit on your credit report. And I'm going to show you what you're going to do with that 60,000 in a minute. All right? All right, let me see if there's any more questions. All right, shout out to um, Kayana, by the way. Peace and love to you, sis. Yeah, right. there, was a, there was a question about 30-day, um, temporary 30-day deletions required by law or permanent deletions. Yeah, permanent deletions. Permanent deletions. The only way something comes back, and I have to be upfront, is if you have a tax lien. If you have a federal tax lien, and you owe the tax lien, it will come back. It will come back. Sometimes it won't, but they have the ability to put it back on your report. Mm -hmm. Student loans. If you owe a student loan and you remove the student loan and you still and student loan is still open, it might come back on your report. All right. That's why sometimes if you're if you're if you're if you are late for four months on a credit card, you might as well let it charge off. Because those four. If those four late payments, you add the two to make it six, it's going to charge off on your report. Once it charge off now, a, a collection agency is going to hit you in another two to three months. But at the end of the day, you need to wipe that credit card off that charged off now. You have a better chance of taking it off than when it's open. So it's best to just let it die, let it die out, take it off, and rebuild and start over your credit. All right? All right, let me, um, let me do this real quickly, family. I'm going to... Um, all right, let me do this for the family real quick. Uh, let me see what we got. All right. So now, so you have 65,000 of credit on authorized users. Now, what is the best way for you to boost your credit? What's the best way to boost your credit? I've been teaching this for months over a year now the best way to boost your credit you have four options secured credit cards which is a no-no subprime merchandise cards subprime visa mastercard store credit cards and credit lines the one that i choose and i would suggest you do is the subprime merchandise cards and i'm going to tell you why how would you like to apply for a credit card and guarantee approval right now how would you like to add $5,000 worth of credit on your credit right now with a score of 500 or 550? 
How would how Garfield? How? By adding merchandise store cards that report to the credit bureaus. This is the key. So now you added those three AUs that amounted to 60,000. Look at this. You could add Ox Publishing. You might have to buy something for $150, but you're automatically getting between 25 and 3500 for an online ebook source store. Then you have Hunt and Chase. Think about it. 3500. This is 1500 right here. So now that's 5000 right there. So now, if that wasn't good enough for you, like, ah, Goffy, I don't know if I'm feeling to get them two cards, man. I don't like that hunt chase and that other card. I don't feel that right now, right? Let's say you don't feel that right now. Let's look at this. All right, let me see who else is in the chat right here. All right, I needed help bad for my new house. I want to buy it. Brother Garfield, this is Dave Chanel from New Orleans. You've been helping me with mine. Jesus Christ, that's why. Thank you. All right, no problem, sis. All right. You won't get approved. There you go. J Mix is correct. You won't get approved for a house if you have pending disputes. Yeah, they, they won't do it. They won't do it. He's, he's correct. Because I have two situations I'm dealing with right now with that. Can, can a startup business use collateral instead of a job to qualify for the bank loan? No. All right. Hey, Juju, what's up? All right. Hey, Lakeisha. Garfield. Yes, yes. Repeat the last question. He said, can you use collateral instead of? Um, can I start up a business using collateral instead of a job to qualify for the bank loan? So you can't use collateral? Can you use collateral instead of um instead of, of a, qualify for the bank loan? Now, what bank loan is can a startup business use collateral instead of a job to qualify for the bank loan? What bank loan, what job? That's all that's a that's a very vague question. But what yeah. I will say is um for a startup business, there's different programs. And most of the programs you have is for with your actual credit. I do have a program where we add lines to your business credit and get you over 100,000 worth of credit cards. There is a program we have where we build your business. It has to be three years old. And we build your business and we get you over 100,000 worth of credit cards. Those credit cards, then if you need someone to liquidate them for you, we have a service for that too. But what I'm telling you is that's the only program I know of in America where you don't need to use someone's personal credit to get business credits the only pro i don't know any other program the only program i know if you know a program put me on i don't know if any other program every program i know of needs the person needs to have good personal credit all right so when you say about a collateral i don't think for a startup business people work like that maybe there's a program for that i don't know all right well let me add on let me add on and say this um if you want to build a credit you have 35 here with ox publishing 15 with hutton chase new new coast direct gives you five thousand automatically my jewelers club which is the most famous one also give you five thousand so that's 35 15 five thousand five thousand with new direct five thousand with my jewelers club and then horizon gold go and prove you for 500 but they go up to 3500 eventually so you have five ten fifteen 
This have the potential to be 35. You have rent reporters, which is probably another 15. So you end up, you could possibly have over 20,000. Plus I have other lines that you could add also to make it more than 20, almost up to 30,000 worth of primary lines in your name. So if you add 30,000 or 20,000 of primary lines along with the 60,000 of the authorized users, you have now built your score to an 800 score. That's an 800 score right there. You can't beat that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a look at this. Let's, 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 let's take a look at this carefully right now. So now you, you're in a situation now where you have over 100,000 worth of credit reporting on your credit. You want to buy your house. You want to buy a car, you're going to get the best interest rates possible because your credit is A1. Imagine reporting all those things on your credit, those, those 40,000 and the 60,000 authorized users. You, what I would suggest you do is you would apply for credit that you know you're going to get approved for, or you could join up with a credit union, whether it's Navy or USAA, any one of these credit unions here you could get actually between 20 to 40,000 from each of them. So imagine going to 10 different credit unions and getting 20,000 each. That's over 200,000 you raised on your own. You don't even need Garfield. I'm giving you a game right now. You know, the people email me and say, Garfield, why are you giving out all our information for free on the internet? This is your opportunity. This is your opportunity to do for self. I shouldn't have to come and teach this over and over for the community to learn. All right. All right. So now the next thing I want to talk about is um, um, so we here we have all these things here that we're doing. All right. Utilization. I don't want to get into FICO and versus, uh, you know, what? let me just say this real quickly. FICO score versus Vantage score. And for those who don't know what a FICO score is, right. Um, what is the difference between FICO and um, Vantage score? All right, let's take a look. Let's take a quick look. All right. FICO, Vantage Score, they do a whole different thing to how you choose how you have credit, as you can see on, on there. The Vantage ranges from 501 to 990. For the, um, for the FICO, it ranges from 300 to 850. Remember, 501 to 990 is the Vantage Score. 300 to 850 is the FICO score. See how the FICO, FICO is different. All right. Now, um, the FICO score, hold on a minute. Let me, let me go back up a little bit here so I could explain here. First and, first and perhaps most obvious difference between the FICO and the Vantage score is the scoring ranges. All right. So now for the FICO score, if you're applying for a mortgage, right? They use the FICO score. If you're applying for a car, they use the FICO score. If you're applying for a credit card, they use the Vantage score. All right? Again, most lenders for cars and houses use the FICO score. For credit cards, they use the Vantage score. So look at the Vantage score again. See that? Look at the Vantage score. 501 to 990, and FICO is 300 to 850, all right? So if somebody using a Vantage score model and you go up to like 700, you might actually be 600 on the FICO score. So it's important to know these things, all right? Very important. All right, so let me get out of that. 
And let me go to one more. One more. All right. This is my famous, famous presentation here. First one I did on Sonata. All right. Again, if anybody wants trade lines, holla at your boy. Y'all know it's a dagger squad, how we do it. All right. All right. Trade lines and all that stuff. Looking at how our credit looks. Garfield. Yes, sis. Someone asked about how to remove the extra inquiries. Our inquiries to remove inquiries. That's another headache too, man. That's a, that's a actually a, something that I charge for. And then that's a part of the business because inquiries are the most important thing right now, because inquiries, if people see you have more than three to five inquiries, they don't want to give you credit now. So that's why I'm showing y'all about the, about the credit unions. And in one day you could get all of this because you're going to apply at the same time. They can't know that you're applying somewhere else. They're going to know the day after. They're not going to know the same day. So with inquiries, you have to remove the inquiries. How you remove them is different tactics. I don't think there's a tactic I could actually say online right now that's going to work for everybody. But one of the things you can always do is you could do it online and um, dispute it and see how that works out. You know, if, it, if it's, if it's um, what you call it, or you could just write a letter and say, these inquiries I did not authorize and send a copy of your ID, your social, and your utility bill. And just dispute it that way. All right. All right. All right. Let me see what else we got going on here. Then it asked, are these cards based on one's current person personal credit or do the report do they report to all three bureaus? Um, are you talking about the My Jewelers Club and the new coast direct Jay? I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah, no, not all of them don't report to all three. Um, the My Jewelers Club is probably the only one that reports to all three. New Coast Direct reports to two. Brent Reporters only report to TransUnion. Um, huh, let me see. Ox Publishing, I think, reports to Equifax. Hunt and Chase reports to, um, to I think, TransUnion. So what you can do to, to, um, to balance that out is it depends on the state you live in. And I'm going to tell you why that's important in a minute. I'm going to break it down right now. All right. Um, again, here's trade lines. If anybody's interested in ordering trade lines, just hit me up. I'll send you the list. All right. So now this is why that's important, what a guy just asks. Because depending on what state you, uh, you, you are part of, these are some products you could order from TransUnion. These are the credit cards. One of the best credit card, um, one of the best um, credit unions we have is Mazuma Credit Union. When I sold the guy this 20,000 trade line, he had this on his credit alone, along with another small $500 card, and he got over 20,000 approval from Mazuma just for putting this 20,000, the Citibank, on his credit. All right? Um, so this shows you what, cre what credit bureau's TransUnion pulls. So if you live on the West Coast, they pull Experian. If you live more on the East Coast or in the middle, they're pulling um, Equifax the most and TransUnion. If you live in Florida and down South, they pull in Equifax. So these are the things you got to know who is pulling what. So if you live on the West Coast, again, they're going to pull Experian in the middle, TransUnion, and of course, on the down South, they pull in. 
Equifax. This is very important information. I'm telling you, um, and, and for those who are out there who want to build their business credit, I have a program. It's very pricey. It's like 5,500. I'm going to be upfront with y'all. And what we do is we give you four trade lines of 30,000 each. And then we get you the hundred that over a hundred thousand in credit cards. We do all the work at the back end. Now, this is how I get paid. We charge like a back end fee, like around somewhere around between seven to eight percent. And that's how I get paid you know, on the back end. All right. Um, there's money up front for the trade lines. Again, it's 5,500. I'm going to tell you all up front. I'm not going to be proud about it. It's pricey. Yes. For our community, but what you're getting in return, it's, it's well worth it. All right. If you guys, 10 people pool $500, there's your 5,500 right there. 5,000, I should say. And then you add 500 down the line. But again, these are the credit cards that you can get from TransUnion, running from TransUnion. This is who they run. All right? So you could freeze it when you, you re-watch the show. All right? So there you go. Look at that. There you go again. See, all these stores that we love, they run in TransUnion. They're like, oh, that TransUnion was messed up. That's why I wasn't approved. And then these are the credit unions that run, they normally run um, Equifax, you know, but they, some of them run TransUnion for different things. And then in for New York and for Georgia, you have that right there. All right. Now, these are some of the top banks that we have to deal with in different programs. All right. For those who file tax returns, Wells Fargo to me, I endorse them. They are the best bank that I've worked with. And what they do is they'll give you half of whatever you have as your gross income on your tax return. And I need to make that clear. Um, Jay Mixon, authorized user trade lines. No, not for the business. For the business, you are getting um, you're getting business trade lines for your for your Experian, for your Equifax, for your um, not the Dun Bradstreet, for your Paynet, and there's another one, the SBFE, Small Business Financial Exchange. So you're getting for four of those, and you get thirty thousand each. And we're going to the banks, and we're going to produce that over a hundred thousand in credit cards for you for your business all right all right <laughs> all right um hotel alabama all right all right so um let me do this man these are the banks and wells fargo for ladies and gentlemen if you are a trucker and you file taxes your gross income is um say it's um two hundred and eighty thousand. What they will do is they'll give you 140000 off the bat. Then they'll give you 20% of your gross as a line of credit. So there's a lot of ways to raise money for the business, but we are just locked out. Get your paperwork right and so that Garfield can guide you to the best way that you can. I want to say um, if anyone has any questions, I will answer your questions. But, of course, if you want to contact me, of course, it's 1-800-518-2817. 1-800-518-2817. If you're interested in trade lines, we could help you. The number is there, trade lines, 1-800-518-2817. Um, of course, Dagger Squad LLC, Dagger Squad, the number one at gmail.com. And if you're trying to get in contact with me. No, I'm saying that if you file for your tax returns, right? When you file your tax returns, <laughs> Or your business. Who is that? Lakeisha, Lakeisha, bad boy. <laughs> that was little Taylor. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So if if you um if you file taxes on your business, like for example, say I put last year that I made four hundred thousand, right? 
If I go to Wells Fargo and I did it back to back years of 400,000, they're going to give me 200,000 in lines of credit or in a loan or some form of money. And then give me 20% of that in a credit card form or line of credit. All right. All right. If anyone has any questions, now is your time. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I was too long, but I'm trying to get as much information in as possible. So I could always go back and refer to this video. And, you know, if Mo is too tired one day, she could go back and just play this over. I want to make it neat, short and nice for the public. Whatever questions you guys have, I'm here. I'm here, man. I'm here. All right. I'm here. Anybody could reach out to me. Y'all know I'm reachable. 1-800-518-2817. If you don't want to do the credit yourself, I could help you out. I definitely, and um, we could do what we need to do. All right? Um, hold on one second. Okay, 639. Okay. Yep. All right. We did yeah, great. Man. All right. So let me, um, let me, let me, um, what am I doing now? What am I doing? Uh, I don't think someone understands what authorized user trade lines. You want to explain that? All right. Let me do it again. All right. Well, I want to say. My bad. All right. So look at my screen right now. All right. This is a Discover card, right? That I have from 1999. And this is what? 2009, 2019. 20 years, right? So now this 20,000 card, $20,000 limit, I don't really have any balance on it. I don't really use it at all, to be honest. So this $20,000 card, I would add it to you, make you an authorized user of this card. So they would send an extra card in the mail to my house. I, I, it would come in your name. So now what I would do is I, it would show up on your credit like you had this credit card for 20 years. I'm going to say it again. The purpose of a trade line is to boost your score. You are trying to let the person who's looking at your credit believe that you have a $20,000 credit line. So when they look on it now and see that you have a $20,000 line, they're going to now give you $20,000 or $10,000 or $15,000. All right? So that's the purpose of it. So the purpose of adding the other lines the primaries and this is to give you a balance. So they say, oh, they got this, this amount of credit cards and so forth. All right. So that's what's called an authorized user or a piggyback or a trade line. <laughs> All right. Good job, Garfield. All they right. said student loans, student loans, student loans, student loans, a problem and fixing my credit. <laughs> Can start a businesses with no income, but has the personal and business lines still get the funding? Um, I would say this to everybody, man. You don't need you don't need a personal if you're gonna do the business line with me. You don't need the personal at all. All right, you don't need the personal at all. So that that's the that's the big key here for everybody. You don't need the personal at all. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work on the folks, man. I try to get them. Um it said is it required for a startup business CEO to have a job with income for a loan approval? Will collateral suffice? Okay. 
All right, so what I'm gonna do also is I'm gonna tell everybody, if you wanna be a part of the 100 man team, um, I would love for you to get a Facebook account and join the back chat, because what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be working more on networking and getting out there more. And um, I think for the, for the next probably three months, for October, November, and December, I would love to get the assistance. I mean, if I had 100 people helping me share the show on Facebook, man, to 20 groups, you're talking about 100 times 20, that's 2,000 groups. So if I could have that type of help, then I could get the information more. I could feel like what I'm doing is worth putting the time and effort into it. So this is what we need. We need people to help us instead of people trying to follow us because of information. If you really love the Amira squad, if you love the Dagger squad, the Masi, MBK, um, if you love um, Sesh Medjanetta, what we're trying to do, if you love the fact Garfield is giving you this information, no matter if you are, if you claim to be an Aboriginal or Jew or whatever, you got to admit that we have made you step up your game when it comes to scholarship. We've made you start talking about primary sources, looking at scientific articles. So what I'm saying is, if you are interested in being a part of my 100-man team, hit me up on Facebook or hit me in the email, number one at gmail.com. And so that when I'm live on Facebook, I could get the type of love and respect that the show in the morning and a show like what Monica is doing, we could be a team right now. And then some of us in the 100-man team, we, we out here, we got our own business too, so we could promote that. So we all support each other. This is what the 100-man team is about. If we get a 100-man team in all 50 states, that's 5,000 people. That means if Garfield, if, if Sister Mo decide to write a children's book, we, she got 5,000 sales already at $20 a pop, that's 100 Gs. So now if we see that there's information going out, we could support one another. You might have a, a clothing line. We all should support Unk's store once a month. We should buy slippers, something, just to show the brother some love. This is what it's about, man. Everybody ain't going to believe the same thing, family. We're trying to build a hundred-man team of intellectual gunfighters, and we're trying to build a hundred-man team of people who are want to move forward in economic empowerment. New York, we need to have our own, our community store. That's what it's going to be called, where we supply everything, baby clothes, Underwear, we're gonna have our own underwear that we make, our underwear companies. We're gonna have our own Victoria's Secret line. So y'all ain't gotta go to Vicky no more. I'm telling you, we need to support ourselves. And if we don't, family, if they don't care if you're an Aboriginal, Native American, African American, Black, Jamaican, Cuban, African, it doesn't matter if you're Nigerian, Igbo, they don't care what you think when you're out there. There's always a fight. There's a fight out there. So, so one thing we have in common was when we as Pan we had the Pan-African mind and we said we black. But everybody's scared to say black because the Moors came out and said, oh, that's not a nationality. The problem, again, as I told Jay Mixon in the, in the inbox yesterday, is we don't want to claim that we Americans. So we want to claim, we want to act like we're different than the country that we helped build. It's craziness. So you claiming that you're not American, what are you claiming? You'd rather claim you're more, you're indigenous, you're this, but you don't want to claim you're an American. And, and that's what you are. You're either an African-American or a Caribbean-American. That's what you are. You can't get away from it. You can't get away from an American. Indian-American, Native American, you are an American, period. Well, anyway, let me stop preaching. And I'm going to say this every day, family. We're going to be on in the morning. I'm going to probably play a little bit of this so that the family could, could get, a, get a feel of this tomorrow. 
of what we're doing. And I'm definitely going to be helping Mo every Wednesday. I need to reach out. I need to get African Emporium's number again. I think I have it in my phone, because but I did change phones, so that this brother could come on and talk about the stocks and get my sister Cheryl to work out and talk about the government contracts so that Mo could talk more about what she loves and you know, although she loves government contracts too, so that she could talk about that. Just like how the old team used to do it, you know, so the people know that we still work together. We still a team. We ain't separate, you know, we ain't break up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But everybody has their own life and they're busy. So I just want to say that um the email, all right, throw that let me let me throw that e email in the back so the brother could um get that email going. So it's daggersquad1 at gmail.com. Daggersquad1 at gmail.com. Hold on one second here. I'm trying to see if I could. Um... Yeah, everybody who's watching. I don't know how many people watching. I can't see. But I think everybody needs to be on board. It doesn't matter if we are not. How many people watching? I don't know how many people watching. 52 Garfield. Two. All right, beautiful. It should be 52 more. and what I get. It should be more. It should be more. Because <laughs> commits to this every week. And I, I'm going to say this right now. We got to do better, fam. We have to do better. And we're going to do better. All right? So this is could be a new beginning for us. But I'm telling you, dagger squad the one at gmail.com. Um, and we need to do what it do. Um, The following program is rated TVMA. Viewer discretion is advised. Peace. My name is Haven Bullis and today I'm you this video about how Tariq Nashi dragged Boyce Watkins the race hoe. That's right, family. He dragged them because Boyce Watkins the race hoe correctly pointed out that Tariq was beefing and attacking Jay Morrison. While Tariq does this live stream now, he's pretending he wasn't attacking him, but he was, and Boyce pointed that out correctly. Now he's trying to make it seem by Boyce pointing that out. He's a clout chaser, and he's moist, and he's all these names. You got to listen to this clip, family. It's about four minutes long. I'll be back when it's over. But like I said, me and Jay, we don't have a beef, and that was something that... um voice was kind of promoting see that's why i wanted to clear some stuff up because voice dr voice voice is my nigga but voice can be so goddamn messy and i know you listening voice voice can be messy than a motherfucker sometimes voice text my ass this morning you dig voice text me what did he text me and I knew Boyce was about to do a, a damn video or something. He texted me early in the morning talking about, um, hey, what's going on with you and Jay? Uh, nothing. Jay is cool. I'm cool with Jay. And then seconds later, I see he got a damn video talking about me and Jay beefing. I was like, oh, come on, Boyce. Boyce clickbaiting ass. Boyce immediately ran and put up a clickbaiting video. You dig? And I told I was that pissed me off. I got I text Boyce back. I'm like, that, that's not cool, boys. Don't push no shit like that. Me and that dude aren't beefing. 
Me and that dude are not beefing, Boyce. Me and Boyce was going back and forth texting. You dig? And then Boyce does that. He's done that before. Boyce has put my name in some clickbait and shit. I, I do not like that. And Boyce is my nigga. And I've told him I don't like that clickbait and shit. And I told Boyce, you know better. See, Boyce be trying to instigate shit. And I know you listening, Boyce. Nigga, I know you listening right now. Boyce be instigating little shit and then acting surprised. He gonna sit up and ask me what's going on with me and Jay. I said nothing. Me and Jay is cool. Then he got on the video. Oh, my, I'm confused. Why they beefing like this? Oh my god, I'm so confused. Just putting extras on it. They beefing. They we don't need to be beefing like this in the community. I mean, it's worse than Tupac and Vicky. Why are they beefing like this? Oh my god, we all need to come together. I said Boyce, nigga, you so fucking extra. God damn, Boyce. Well, I need to ent- I need to get between this. See, Boyce, Boyce be trying to bring views to his his page. I need to mediate this. I need to be like Mr. Farrakhan and mediate and come between. Stop it. Y'all beefing like this, man. It, it might spill over into the streets. Y'all got to, I'm going to have to mediate. Y'all need to come on my show so we can work this out as men's. Let's work it out. Boyce, sit your ass down, Boyce. Ball-headed Don King. Boyce be instigating this shit so much. You better stop that, Boyce. All extra instigating beefs and then trying to work out the beef that you didn't instigated. Stop it, boy. I'm going to change your fucking name, Boyce, to Moist Twatkins. <laughs> or Moist Thotkins, because you be gossiping like a thought, Moist. Stop all that shit, Boyce. Boyce Thotkins with that thought gossiping. You better stop that shit, boys. Before I send Malik Yoba to your house so he can help you step up. God damn it. Put all that damn instigating, boys. Boys is the instigating nigga ever and then act like he ain't doing it. Stop it. Stop that shit. That's my nigga. He know better. God damn. (laughs) But like I said, I'm Jay Cool. All of us are cool. We're cool. We're all cool. We cool in the game. Everybody's cool. Despite Moist Thotkins <laughs> trying to instigate some shit and make it more than what it is, everybody's cool. Ain't no goddamn beef. As you heard it, family, because I know you see my previous video, I pointed out exactly how Tariq was attacking Jay Morrison the whole time. Now he's pretending he was never attacking Jay Morrison. And Boyce is just making this up. Yes, Boyce can be a messy ass hoe. We know that. He's a race hoe for, for the race pimp named Wu Watkins. Not Wu Watkins, Charles Wu, whatever his name is. Well, that's um Boyce's pimp. So we know he his job is to get out here on these YouTube streets and be a messy ass hoe. That's his job. But on this one, he was right. Tariq, you were attacking him. And you were attacking him like a little attack dog fuckboy for the ADOS fuckboy movement because you're trying to defend Yvette Carnell. And that's another video I got to touch on. How you have been basically turned into an attack dog for Yvette Carnell. And when y'all eventually fall out, you're not going to be able to make it seem like, oh, you was the man and you wasn't dick riding them. Or strat riding, which I should say. 
That's you, family. Not family. You ain't family. You a bitch ass nigga. But anyway, you heard it, family. He called them. He called them moist twatkins and thotkins and all this other goofy shit. For, for a goofy reason, because Boyce is all that, but he's not that on this occasion. And Tariq was calling him that for a goofy reason. But I'm in this video here. Like, share, subscribe, drop me a comment, tell what you think. And on that note, family, peace. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Home Team, man. I'm back at it with another video of African history, culture, and worldview. And today I want to talk about Shango versus Thor. I mean, there are only so many gods throughout human mythology. Some of them are bound to be similar. And the similarities we see between Thor and Shango are striking. Now, as a kid, I had this brief obsession with the Vikings, and I really liked Thor. I thought he was pretty unique. But as I grew older and learned about some Yoruba gods... I quickly realized that the reason I love Thor so much is because I never heard of Shango. Now, I feel like it's my duty as an Afro-descended oral historian to give other aspiring Afro-descended children at least the option to choose Shango or Thor. My childhood was ruined because I never heard of Shango, but home team is not going to let that happen to you. Let's begin with Thor. Now, Thor is mostly known throughout the Germanic tribes of Northern Europe. His story is largely recorded in Norse mythology from Iceland. Now Thor is known as a god of thunder, lightning, oak trees, strength, fertility, and many other things. He's also known by many different names by many different people. The dude has like thousands of different names. Now Thor was idolized and worshiped throughout the Christianization of Scandinavia as they called on him and symbolized his double-headed hammer in defiance of Christianity. He was very popular throughout the Viking Age, and he's championed for defeating his enemies with his might. Now, popular culture portrays Thor with having blonde hair, but according to the mythology, he actually has red hair and a red beard, very Viking-like. In the end, after all his exploits and interactions with Loki, he dies from his wounds after he battles a large serpent. He's a pretty cool dude. Now, if you like Thor, there's no way you can't like Shango. Now, Shango was actually the third king of the Oyo Empire, located in Nigeria today. He was described as a very powerful king, winning many battles and campaigns. The unique thing about the Oyo Empire was that it was the only Yoruba state that actually had a cavalry unit. Shango, no doubt, took advantage of this and became a huge part of this tradition. Now, Shango was such an amazing king that he was actually believed to be an Orisha, and after his death, he was deified. Now, an Orisha in Yoruba tradition is actually a reflection of the characteristics of God. And there are many Orishas or characteristics of God in Yoruba tradition and religion. Now, here's where the similarities come out. Shango was a god of thunder, lightning, fire, power, and pretty much anything associated with masculinity. He actually wields a double-headed axe that's associated with great power and even a symbol of self-control. Now, Shango had three wives, Osun, Oba, and Oya, which was one of his personal favorites. Now, Osun was a goddess of love,
beauty, fertility, and divine rivers. Oba was the goddess of marriage and domesticity, and she was also banished by Shango. And Oya, the personal favorite of Shango, was the goddess of wind, hurricanes, and sudden change. Shango is believed to hurl bolts of lightning of people chosen to be his followers. And today, his followers are believed to be in the millions. This dude is actually still worshiped and venerated today throughout many countries. These countries include mainly the Caribbean, like Cuba, Haiti, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Trinidad, Venezuela, and many more. Now, the reason that he's worshiped in these countries is because of the Atlantic slave trade. Yoruba slaves brought to these regions actually carried and preserved this religion. And so Shango lived on. Now let's compare these gods. Thor has an advantage when it comes to popularity, hands down. He's seen in movies and even in video games. There's even a day mentioned after him, Thursday, or should I say Thor's day. Now Shango's advantage is his legitimacy. He was actually a real dude. Another advantage is that he's actually still worshiped and venerated today throughout many parts of the world. Now, people might be hesitant to pin European traditional beliefs versus African traditional beliefs, but consider this. Now, Thor is known as the son of Odin, but according to one account by this one Icelandic scholar named Snorri Sturluson, Thor was actually the son of Memnon, the African hero of the Trojan War epic. So kids, no matter who you choose, Africa always wins. But I wanna hear what you guys think. Who has a better legacy, Thor or Shango? It's your boy, home team. Know thyself, remember your ancestors. Peace. Now this would be a Hey, peace, 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 peace. Ah, man, I'm here. I'm live and I'm doing the damn thing. And um, I'm going to talk about a video that Dane Calloway did two days ago. And um, where the brother at? Uh, brother made a comment. I'm trying to find the comment the brother made. Uh, uh, all right. All right, peace and love to everybody in the chat. We're about to get into this. I'm going to play a, a Dane Calloway video, and we're going to go over some of the stuff that he's actually saying and um, evaluate it.
So they could make any video they want about me and call me this, call me scam, whatever. Them people who follow them don't want them to follow me anyway. So if y'all want to listen to that slander, go ahead and listen to that slander. Because I'm going to deal with him this morning with his foolishness. All right? Okay. Good morning again to everybody. Um, <clears throat> um, let me see. 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 All right. All right. So let me go here and find this video. Uh, uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Aborigine, which means what? <laughs> oh, he did a show called Garfield Dagger Squad and Trial. Oh, man, poor me. Poor, poor Garfield. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man, poor you. Poor you. <laughs> uh poor thing. I guess American Indian truth. If you feel you have accomplished anything with that. All right. Anyway. Let's get to um, some real information here. They could never survive in a barbershop. Ah, oh, man. All right. So let me get this video with um, Dane Calloway. Dane Calloway. Let me get this video. All right. So he did a video, when was it, yesterday? Sanction the trickery and greed and begin the jungle when it was told in reverse. You got 54,000 views in one day. Wow. Oh, man. All right. Let me, let me do it this way. Let me play it. Let me do it this way. Let me do it this way. Log on to Patreon. By freed slaves from here in the US. Uh, and some from the Caribbean as well. The time of Roosevelt, before Second World War. This is the time we moved to Africa because of segregation.
Did you go to the town and ask them now? Yeah, but what do you mean? Jefferson that called for the quote 
colonization of the nigger people on the coast of Africa established for immigrating the freed people of color out of North America and into Africa somewhere along the coast. Now, I'm going to get into the details of Thomas Jefferson's reply and what happened thereafter. But first, let me mention that Lynch's letter was sponsored, inspired, and remotely authored by a pale-faced woman named Anne Mifflin. Anne Emlyn Mifflin was a Quaker of the evangelical Christian faith. She is also a descendant of European parents of the Reckless family that immigrated from what is known now as Cumbria, England to North America during the late 1670s at a time where Englishmen of the many denominations of the Christian faith were attempting to immigrate with an eye to North America, but could only sign land and peace treaties with a few prominent indigenous elders in which their tribes or nations rather occupied what is known now as West Jersey, Rhode Island, and Pennsylvania, which is where Anne Mifflin was born and raised nearly 85 years later on April 20th 1755. According to Lynch's letter to Thomas Jefferson, Anne Mifflin was a Quaker preacher that traveled to Lynchburg for an annual religious visitation to Virginia, where Quaker ministers from other states would have a formal meeting. But this time around, Anne and her fellow Quakers met with, quote, a few noted characters of Virginia in order to promote her new plan that would only the population and revolt issues quickly but permanently or so she thought during the month of september in the year 1810 Anne spoke with former virginia governor and so-called slaveholder and general of the militia named james wood who just recently manumented his indentured servants during this time in which he highly approved the plan Negro population. 
stating more favorable opinions of the letter, he later added, quote, Nothing is more to be wished than that the United States should themselves undertake to make such an establishment on the coast of Africa, end quote. Having been the former third president of the United States of America and succeeded by the current president at that time, James Madison Jr., Thomas Jefferson's statements on the proposition was well received by nearly all colonizationalists in North America. In fact, his statements influenced more politicians and religious organizations to form meetings to strengthen the cause for removing the indigenous copper-colored aboriginals of Turtle Island, or as they love to call our ancestors, the Negroes. The Union Humane Society was founded in the year of 1815 in the state of Ohio by Benjamin Lundy. Now, this organization was said to have been against slavery. However, American history programs fails to mention the dark side of its racially motivated causes of action against the former so-called slaves, or rather the indentured servants of color. First, the organization emphasized the necessity of, quote, common action by all forces interested in the amelioration of the Negro race, end quote. And then second, it recommended as a basis for common action is, quote, the removal of the Negroes beyond the pale of the white man, end quote. While the Union Humane Society failed to assist other states on a national scale basis, the Kentucky Colonization Society stepped in with stronger terms to fill in the gaps. According to many records held by the National Archives, the Kentucky Colonization Society took advantage of the close of the War of 1812 and of the existence of the vast tracts of inappropriated lands in the United States. The members of the organization immediately realized that the number of free Negroes was rapidly increasing daily and that the government needed to act right now. At its annual meeting that was held in Frankfurt on October 18th and 19th in 1815, they noted that the territories open for Negroes to reside was greatly restricted due to the quote, prohibitory legislation existing in many states. So they petitioned to Congress that a suitable territory would be quote, laid off as an asylum for all those niggers who have been and those who may hereafter be emancipated within the United States and that such donations, allowances, encouragements, and assistance be afforded to them as necessary for carrying them thither and settling them therein, and that they may be under such regulations and government in all respects as your wish shall direct, end quote. Now keep in mind that this was during the year of 1815. This added more fuel to the already existing flame, but the government had trouble offering funds and other governmental assistance, like a six-month repayment term set for the money-hungry African leaders and officials of the poor colony of what is known now as Sierra Leone during the years of 1816 and 1817. But as long as they kept the, quote, niggers that the United States will ship in. 
This trouble that I just mentioned arise when the British government received a notice of what the United States government was attempting to do to a colony that they owned. So the United States government didn't budge until the very next year with a slightly different plan. During the year of 1816, a racist, bigoted politician and slaveholder by the name of Charles Fenton Mercer, whose parents immigrated from England to North America, during the early 1700s, grew more fear and anger towards the government's progress for removing the so-called Negro population from North America to a distant territory. So, in the spring of the year 1816, Mercer somehow discovered the secret action of the Virginia Assembly soon after one of the, quote, Negro insurrections took place very near his residence of Fredericksburg, Virginia that same year. He overheard that there were two resolutions directing the governor of Virginia, who was James Barbour, to correspond with the president of the United States at that time, who was James Madison Jr., for the purpose of securing land somewhere that would act as a territory suited for colonization of emancipated slave laborers, or rather, freed indentured servants. Mercer accidentally came at the very end of the session for him to present his manipulated program to the assembly. So he awaited for the very next session to take place. Now, in between this time, Mercer broke the bar of secrecy and conducted business interviews with a few of the Virginia assembly members those members being Francis S. Key of Georgetown and Elijah B. Codwell of the city of Washington. And with their advice, drew some rather malevolent but distinguished propositions of resolutions that they introduced to the Virginia Assembly during its next session. Their resolutions call for the, quote, national government to find a territory on the North Pacific on which to settle free niggers and nigger mulattoes, those afterwards emancipated in Virginia, end quote. And it was passed by the Virginia Assembly on December 21st, 1816. Now, side note here, these resolutions have since been changed by the Senate to read as, quote, on the North Pacific or the African coast. During that same day of its passing by Virginia, when asked to present a statement on why he supports his own resolutions before reading them to the president and many other political powers involved, Mercer stated, quote, many thousands of white individuals in our native state, as you well know, Mr. President, are restrained from manumenting their slaves, as you and I are, by the melancholy conviction that they cannot yield to suggestions of humanity without manifesting injury to their country, end quote. Mercer adamantly reminded the public that the rapidly increasing free Negro population was allegedly, quote, endangering the peace of the states and impaired in a large section the value of slave property, calling them vicious free niggers, saying, quote, Vicious free niggers sally forth from their coverts beneath the obscurity of night and plunder the rich proprietors of the valleys. They infest the suburbs of the towns. One more time, let me read this again. 
they infest the suburbs of the towns and cities where they become the depositories of stolen goods and school by necessity elude of our defective police end quote this very first public meeting that consisted of many european immigrants who were racist colonizationalists and politicians was held in the city of washington now known today as washington dc on the same day of december 21st 1816 and from this very meeting the american society for colonizing the free people of color in the united states of america now called the american colonization society was established mercer's resolutions were passed by the house seven days prior to this meeting taking place on the day of december 14 1816 and the senate passed it soon after this meeting was adjourned on december 21st 1816. now according to the fourth annual report of the american society for colonizing the free people of color in the united states of america which was in fact started by the kentucky colonization society that i mentioned earlier the organization dispatched a representative on december 25th 1821 named dr eli aries to quote purchase land farther north of the coast from sierra leone accompanied by u.s naval forces with captain stockman they held the leaders of the indigenous so-called african tribes of baza and day by gunpoint demanding that they take the short deal that the united states government is offering them in trade for their own land then called Montserrado but now called Cape Meserado, or die. So, by forcefully purchasing the land of Cape Meserado for alleged trade goods, weapons, rum, and other supplies with a grand total equivalent to just $300, the Republic of Liberia was established in the year of 1821 and thousands of indigenous aboriginals of the lands now called North America were forcefully immigrated to the coast of what is now known as West Africa for the very first time during the history of the existence of the United States. And the city of Monrovia was established the very next year on the date of April 25th, 1822. This is just one of the many reasons why the so-called slave trade story was told to us all in reverse. All right. Um, actually, my apologies, family. I was actually in the middle of something. Couldn't stop and go over each point one by one. I want to say that for, for, for that 15 minutes that we wasted our lives listening to Dane Calloway, I just realized something. He never once says a source. So what I did was I went on his website. I went on his website. Let me share, share the screen for a second because I was looking for the article to see if there's an article behind this, right? So I went on his website because, remember, pseudos die at their source. So now... 
when I'm looking at the, the website now, I'm looking at the website. 98% of Africans are in fact native of Indians and are old million. New DNA proves we still have those 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 articles up. Um, I'm trying to find this article. Um, I'm trying to find the article and I can't find the article. Because the biggest thing that we got to worry about is, is he making this up or is it a legitimate argument he's making? Now, to counter all this information, we could chop it up piece by piece by piece by piece, which I'm probably going to probably do either today or tomorrow. But what I'm going to do right now is I'm actually trying to find, trying to find the information. And it seems like he's still selling the nationality Shambo Sham. Correct, the status correction. He's still selling this. So his partner, American Indian Truth, just went live and made a whole video about me saying that $1,500 scam with Garfield and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, Dagger Squad LSC. I did strike. I did strike the video because, I mean, I'm not going to stand down and lay down and let you do that. But anyway, it's obvious I'm touching a nerve. I'm touching a nerve with Dane Calloway. All right? So what we're going to do, family, is this. I'm going to, um, and of course, hold on a second. Let me get my phone lines. If anybody wants to call in and address it, and to be honest with you, I didn't even listen to what I just played. I really, really didn't listen. But I noticed something throughout the whole time. I would listen piece by piece. He never issued any sources like check out such and such and such, check out such and such and such. He never does that because if you fact check him, you could see that, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I got something to say about um, some very important stuff I got to say regarding this, right? There is a something called a New Georgia Encyclopedia. It has an article, History and Archaeology, English Trade in Deerskins and Indian Slaves. All right, let me, um, let me just read a paragraph of this for the family because, you know, we got to show sources. Let me just read a paragraph of this. And I want y'all to say, because there's a lot of folks that claim native, that are native, and we have to give them their props. They are natives. But I do want to add this to this. Hold on a second. Let me get my brother in here. Hey, good morning. Good morning. What's up, brother? Good morning, man. Am I live on here? Yeah. yeah, let me let me put this in properly so that the people could hear you properly. Go ahead, my brother. Oh, okay. Let me know when you're ready. Go ahead, beloved. Okay, this is Rich MC, my brother. Good morning to uh, everybody listening to the sound of my voice. I uh, this is something near and dear to my heart. It's a uh, subject that uh, uh, ain't run away. Just uh, totally twisted and mixed up a whole bunch of crap about the uh, the so-called reverse uh, migration or in reverse enslavement from here to West Africa. Uh, I do drive trucks for a living, just a little background. I know all kind of West Africans, man. I mean, I know them personally. I know they got these dudes' phone numbers. They invite me to their African ball every year where I meet 
all types of West African people. The people that he's talking about that's in Sierra Leone, they are called Samoa Mende, M-E-N-D-E, Mende, the Mende people, the Susu people, S-U-S-U, Timney, T-E-M-N-E, and Fulani. I know these people. I have their phone numbers. I know these brothers. My doctor's name is Diallo. I'm a doubt Diallo. He is a doctor, a medical doctor, and he is a Fulani. So this dude, what this dude is telling y'all is when they when he's talking about when they send what he calls the Negro, and let me give y'all understanding what the Negro was. If anybody remember me telling y'all yesterday when they brought all the slaves over from 1600s to the 1700s, they mixed them all together, amalgamated them all together. They put this term Negro on them. Why did they put this term Negro? It just means black in Portuguese. So they took all these different tribes, and I already ran it down yesterday. If you want to know what the names are, y'all do a little bit of research, y'all can get the names of these tribes. They took them, they amalgamated them on slave plantations. So they renamed them Negroes. So they stripped us of our culture, our language, our everything. So they stripped us. So they placed on this, on this word Negro. What Dane Calloway is telling y'all is those are the people that they sent back over to West Africa, but they sent them to what is called Sierra Leone, was a British colony, man, from 1808 to just six, 1961. It was a British colony, Sierra Leone. I got brothers from Sierra Leone. I call my brothers, man. These dudes are Mende and Fulani. They tell me this history, man. This is coming from the source, from their mouth. So when they send those, those Negroes back to West Africa, go ahead, brother. Back to West Africa, there was a there was a uh, a rebellion because the tribes that were there that were still there, the Susu, the Timne, the Minne, and the Fulani. They kind of rebelled against them because what the United States did and the British, the British Crown did was they just tried to take the land and just sit them, those people there are people who were Negroes now because we're all mixed up at this, at this moment. We're all mixed up still today. They sent them over there and it caused rebellion. They named it Freetown. It's off the west coast of Africa. Sierra Leone and uh, Monrovia, Liberia, it's right one is on the north, one is right up under to the south. They call it Freetown. And then, guess what, people? The official language is English. The official language is English. And the people right now, today, uh, some of them are like 70-something percent is Islamic and like 20-something percent is Christian. So Islam just, you know, went down there and cracked their heads. But these people that he's talking about that they sent back over to West Africa. They were already uh, amalgamated Africans that ancestors had been in the United have been in the United States when they were brought over their slaves on the 16th to the 1700s. 
Those are the people that they sent back over there to West Africa, to Sierra Leone, and to Liberia. Don't let him trick you. Don't let him fool you. That's who, who he's talking about. But he's trying to make it seem like they were black Indians or aborigine blacks from America that were sent over there. This is the scam. This is the trick that he's trying to pull on everybody. Those people that were sent back were amalgamated Africans. They call us Negroes. Like I said, it's a Portuguese word that just means black. So they stripped us of, of our, uh, our tribal identity and just start calling us Negroes. So y'all got to get with this information, man, and stop being fooled and stop being uh, uh, geared towards emotionalism and get your head on right, brother. Because I'm telling y'all, I'm getting this stuff, man, straight from the mouth of the people who came over here on visas and they're telling me this. And it's just ain't just a group of people. It's like, I go over here and I ask this brother questions, this, this Monday. He gives me the information. I go to a Fulani. I ask him the same question. They all giving me the same shit. So how is it they all giving me the same shit? Because they know what's happening, man. They know their history. And right now, the people over there, just like in, in, in Jamaica, they call them Creoles. Because what they do is speak a, 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 a pidgin language. It's like a broken English language. And it, it has... Um, Hey, Danny, I'm going to call you back, uh, Danny. I'm going to call you right back. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Pieces of African, pieces of African, and English. It's mixed together. They call it pigeon or they call it Creole. You can spell it C-R-I-O or C-R-E-O-L-E. And Garfield knows this is true because he speaks the shit. Am I right, Garfield? It ain't shit, but I do speak it. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it ain't shit. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you, you mean. You know what I mean. I, I, I get a little bit turned up. But yeah, that's what's happening, man. So these people that they brought back over to West Africa uh, called the uh, Negroes are not black Indians, man. They are amalgamated West African people that was repatriated over there. And now they, they have anybody been paying attention to what's going on in Africa, they having civil wars over there, man. So these people, they are still fighting. From way back then, because you got people called the Anglophones or the ones that speak English, they are fighting against the, their their uh, Africans that that never been taken uh, in slavery. And it's like it's like night and day, man. It's like you put you you got a black body, but you got a white mind, like a coconut. You know what hey. I mean? You're brown on the outside, but you're white on the inside of your mentality. And that's why those people don't get along over there. Go ahead, Garfield. All right, thanks, bro. Let me call this brother back. All right, thanks for the info, bro. No, no problem. All right, peace and love. I'm about to drop a bomb on the Native Americans claimants. This is this is why. I'm going to tell y'all something, man. Y'all could argue about if, 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 if certain arguments, I don't argue anymore. Y'all could do that. I ain't got time for that. I'm going at this with a scientific mindset, and I'm going to show y'all why. I'm going to show y'all why in a minute. Let me call back my brother, um, Truth Story, in a second, because he he likes, this is a brother that loves, he don't like history that's not correct to be unchecked. So he has a gripe, of course. So let me get him on the phone. Hello? Hey, peace and love. You rather come on the live, or you want you want to just call? I mean, either one, man. Um, I know you're going to show your sources. Yeah, all right. Let me put it in the chat. All right? Uh, yeah. All right, cool. 
All right. Um, and by the way, source up our shut up. All right. He ain't saying he ain't. I don't believe not one word Dane Calloway said except the quote that he put for the guy, the white guy he was quoting. I don't. I don't trust nothing Dane Calloway just said. Not one word. So you now, as a sucker, you gonna believe it because guess what? It sounds good. Hold on a second here. Let me get this. Let me get the link in the chat. For anybody who wants to come on and have a discussion about this, don't have so don't see my brother um Seneb in the chat, man. Mean with his he's another dude that's mean with his videos, man. I gotta get people to, to steal his videos. You know, he's he's another exclusive dude from MBK. You know, I gotta steal his videos too. Um, what I wanted to say though, I'm gonna talk about something about science, right? This is the problem. You got to arm yourself with common sense. Remember, Garfield is born in Jamaica. I don't know American history like some people, right? So what we do is you got to, um, I have to relearn a lot of things that's basic for people who grow up. So me, listen to Dane Calloway. Yo, the dude sounds believable. He sounds believable. But, but before um, Truth Story and Go, I wanted to share my screen and show one little thing. If the brother allows me, hold on one second here. Let me get this brother here in the chat. Go to phone to accept this. Hey, big bro, what's up? Good morning to you, brother. Good morning, uh, Garfield. What's going on? I'm here, brother. What's on your mind? I heard you say you don't trust nothing that Dane Calloway said. No. Why uh -huh. should you? No, 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 I don't. Why should you? Dane's not referring any of the information that he discusses no, 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 about no, 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 what no, no, happened no, no, to no, your no, people. No, 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 no. See, now you're trying to come at a different angle. You shouldn't trust anything because he not, he did not give you a source. That's no, why you shouldn't trust him. If you send him an email, he'll produce your no, thoughts. No, 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 no. Send him an email. No, no, no. We don't need to do that, brother. While you're doing a documentary, You'll never see. Watch, watch. You know what, bro? I'm gonna hang up right now. I'm. Gonna, let me get back to you because right now this is irrelevant. That's irrelevant. I'm, my, my bad, bro. But I, I'll deal with that second. I want to show something very important regarding this Native American argument that we don't address enough, and shame on us. Because listen to this article from the Science Magazine. So y'all ain't say I'm making it up. Science Mag. This is in my my little house of tricks that I have from about the Native Americans, right? I want y'all to look at this carefully. This is a Science Magazine article. You could go, I'm a member of Science Magazine. This is from November 2016 by Michael Price. Look at this, family. Members um, and, and truth, I'm going to be like around three to four minutes, so you could just gather your stuff together, all right? Because I know you want to go in. All right. Um, you're, look at this. Members of the Tishimian people, never heard of them before, Gather for tea outside Fort Simpson in British Columbia in Canada, 1889, Library and Archives of Canada. Now, what did the Science Magazine do? They showed you a picture and gave you a source. Dane Calloway gave you a whole video and they say, oh, you could find it here. You could find it there. No, we're so, I'm just here to make you think, but I will not show you any sources. Shame on you, Dane Calloway. Shame on you. I don't believe a word you said out of your mouth. So here is my source. Of the morning. First source. You, I don't want everybody to pay attention. This is why is, there is no, this shouldn't even be a debate about who's the Native Americans. 
European diseases left a genetic mark on Native Americans. Woo! Wow. What do you mean, Garfield? When the indigenous peoples of the Americas encountered European settlers in the 15th century, and bear in mind, Native Black Americans wasn't here at the time. This is the 15th century. Unless y'all could provide evidence, I don't know of any Amer African American or African coming over in the 15th century. Maybe to Europe, but I'm talking to the Americas. But listen to this now. The people of the Americas encountered European settlers in the 15th century. They faced people with widely different religions, customs, and tragically diseases. The encounters wiped out large swaths of Indi indigenous populations within decades. Now, researchers have found that these diseases have also left their mark on modern-day populations. What? A new study suggests that infectious diseases brought by Europeans, Europeans from smallpox to measles have molded the immune systems of today's indigenous Americans down to the genetic level. The immune system is a complex structure built over a person's life in response to environmental conditions. Antibodies, proteins that tag and attack viruses and bacteria, remember, past invaders allowing white blood cells to quickly respond during subsequent infections because different groups of people encountered different diseases. The European settlers had high exposure to smallpox, measles, influenza, thanks to close contact with livestock. They developed different antibodies. But what about the genes behind the immune system? Could those also change vulnerability to certain diseases? To find out, a team led by Ripan Malhi, an anthropologist at the University of Illinois in Urbana, sought permission from the physician a First Nations community in the Prince Rupert Harbor region of British Columbia in Canada to examine DNA from the skeletal remains of 25 individuals who lived in the region between 500 and 6,000 years ago. These ancient indigenous inhabitants, many of them ancestors of the modern Timishian, were a seafaring people who first encountered Europeans in the early 1700s. So basically, they use a technique. Now, ladies and gentlemen, look at this now. A variant of a gene known as HLA-DQA1, which codes for proteins that sort healthy cells from invading viruses and bacteria, was found in nearly 100% of ancient individuals, but in only 36% of modern ones. That find suggests that the immune-related genes of the ancient Tishimishian were well adapted to local diseases, but not to novel infections like smallpox and measles, the team reports today in Nature Communications. Because European-born epidemics altered the disease landscape, survivors were less likely to carry variants like HLA-DQA1, which were less able to cope with the new diseases. Those ancient genetic variants that were once adaptive were no longer adaptive after European contact. Measuring differences now between the ancient and modern DNA, Malhi and colleagues calculated a rough date for the genetic shift about 175 years ago. At that time, Smallpox epidemics raged throughout the Americas, including Prince Rupert Harbor. Those with the most susceptible immune system genes were killed. Based on the new findings and historical accounts, the team says that close to 80% of the community died in the decades following initial contact. So now, you know, there's a lot of people saying, oh, they lied about how many people died. 80%, ladies and gentlemen, 80%. So now what they're saying is 
this variant that they find in people's DNA, <laughs> if you have that variant, it's just like how we have the sickle cell trait. Why do we have it? Because there's a variant in our DNA that allowed us to, to fight off malaria back then, thousands of years ago. So now we now have that variant within our DNA. So if you got these diseases from the Europeans that come over, the variant that protected you, that was built up within your immune system, should be in you today. So there it goes again. Let's do a DNA test with 23andMe and see if this variant, you have this variant in your DNA. And that will tell us, everybody in the world, I am a native indigenous person to this planet. Peace. I'm out from this article right here. Thank you very much. All right. Um, by the way, true story. Is the lady you're talking about Walton? Is that her name? Is that the lady you was talking about, brother? Nah, damn. Alan's in the chat. What's that lady's name who wrote that book, Alan? I can't. I got the book over. I just don't feel like going to my Google Drive. I'll get it while we're here. And if he don't bring it, in, put it that's for on the screen right here. The African American Native American Genealogy homepage. This is a picture of her book. I talked about it months ago. Black Indian Genealogy Research. No, nah, it's like that the blood stay pure or something like that. Isn't it? Okay, okay. It's not her. Well, maybe her, but I don't know. I don't know about that book. All right. So let me stop sharing my screen and let you respond to whatever you want to respond to. But I wanted people to realize that it's very clear, it's very clear that DNA and genetics play a role because you got to fight off diseases. And these Europeans brought over diseases. So if you guys want to copy of that article, by the way, I will – hold on. Do I still have it up? I'll put it in the chat so that you guys could um, read it for yourselves about the DNA and um, all that stuff. All right? But go ahead, brother. Um, well, good morning. What I was going to say is, first off, well, be honest. This is a subject that is – man, this could last 24 hours to really break it down. Um, and there's a lot of parts that we have to take into play because this going back to Africa thing didn't happen in the bubble. And what I mean that is you have to understand, believe it or not, the revolutionary war that takes place within America. And because that's the root of the Back to Africa movement. I say this to say that what happened was there were black folks from America who fought on both sides of the revolutionary war in America. There were black folks who fought for the British side. And when the British left the country in 1783, they fought to take those black folks with them. Those black folks eventually were settled in Nova Scotia for a while. And then by request um, of the British, some of the ones who were in England, as well as those who were in Nova Scotia, were taken to the land like he, like the brother had just mentioned, that became Sierra Leone. And they're the founders of Sierra Leone. Right. So this is around 1783. Around the mid-1780s, you have Africans who are free, who are living in Rhode Island and New England, who are seeing that they won't get a fair shot as well. So they began to make requests as early as the late 1780s to be taken back to Africa so they can have a more climate, more inducive to them, and they can get a chance for freedom. Now, this request, the first well, actually the second one, is made by a man named Prince Hall who was the same Prince Hall that people know of from the Freemasons. So he makes a back to Africa request before um, the establishment of the- What year was that, beloved? 
This is 1787. Pay attention, family. 17, make that as a marker. 17. This is 1787. And there's a group uh, up in Rhode Island, a black man up there named Newport Gardner. Um, And people can look that up, up in New England. And Newport Gardner is also, he's with the Congregationalist Church at the time. And the head of the Congregationalist Church up there is speaking to them also about this return to Africa. Once again, this is prior to 1800. So this is the late 1700s that this is happening. So Britain has a solution for those three now uh, African folks who fought for them in the Revolutionary War, and it is Sierra Leone. In 1807, Britain stops the um, transatlantic slave trade, not the slave trade, the transatlantic slave trade. In 1808, America follows suit. Once again, we have to no American history because this doesn't exist in the bubble. There was a clause within the Constitution of America now that has to do with the African and Black folks. Georgia and South Carolina did not want to ratify the Constitution um, and those things in 1787, right? I want people to listen to the years and they look up the Constitution. If I can remember off the top of my head, I'll give the exact... um, Article and section, I think it's Article 9, but don't quote me on it. I'll I'll look it up. In your Constitution, in order for Georgia and South Carolina to come and ratify it so it can be binding with all the states, they made a stipulation in the Constitution that they would not bring up the issue of ending slavery for another 20 years. This is in your Constitution. So 1787 plus 20 leaves you with what 1807 around this time british britain ended the transatlantic slave trade and you notice that america ends the transatlantic slave trade in 1808 this is in your constitution this is why 1808 is the year around 1807-1808 is the year that the transatlantic slave trade is ending so Britain has the solution in Sierra Leone. There was thoughts as early as 1787, like Dane did mention in those letters. Those letters are real that he's referring to as far as those conversations, but he's taking them way and wildly out of context. Because what is happening is black folks are revolting. There's, whether there's revolts in the Caribbean or in the United States, we're revolting. But what they're finding as is the free black folks are the ones that are inciting a lot of these revolts. If we look at the revolt of 1712, you'll find that Sitzantimenta was a free man named Peter the Doctor. If you even notice the cards before, but you'll see it when you look at Denmark Vesey, Denmark Vesey was a free black man. This is happening in the Caribbean as well. So what happens is they want to find a solution to get rid of the free black people because the free black folks are interrupting the slave trade. This is what happened. And they don't have a solution either to do with when these people are aging out. Now they have to take care of this old black population who cannot be exploited as a workforce or work source anymore due to age or injury. So what do you do? There's no social safety net like welfare or whatever to take care of these people. So they become a burden on these towns. So they want to get rid of the free people so they can continue the institution of slavery around this time they are looking because 
of the efforts of a man named Paul Cuffey, who in fact was the catalyst for even having Sierra Leone come into play. Now, now I said this is heavy and a lot of stuff, so I hope people can follow. Now, Paul Cuffey actually goes to England and he knows Granville Sharp, who who um the, the guy I mentioned, he knows Ekiano, he knows um I can't think of all the names off the top of my head, but he knows all these people who are starting this abolition movement in England. And so what he does is he requests that to get involved so he can have a place to take free black folks from America who won't get a fair shot to have them go to Sierra Leone and some other place. And so you will find the actual, this is the actual fact, Paul Cuffey takes, um, I believe it was 30 families to go and to live in Sierra Leone, right? So this is what happens, and they and the Americans are seeing this. This is toward the end of Paul Cuffey's life. Cuffey is trying to convince um, Richard Allen and Absalom Jones. There are letters with him trying to convince them, and James Fortin to try to convince these people to go to move to Africa. This is a pushback that's going on with the, the black folks here. Like, listen, we understand that, you know, this back to effort, Africa efforts are fine, but it seems like it's a play on us because they're trying to get rid of all of us and keep the rest of our family enslaved. This all has to do with colonization. That's why I said it's a really big, heavy topic. So what happens because of the push and the efforts of Paul Cuffey highlighting these things? Do people like Finley who was the Reverend in New Jersey and others get aware that they want to take a similar action to what Britain has now done because Britain now has a solution. Okay. Let me back up for one second. 1807. I told you Britain ends the transatlantic slave trade. So what they do is they set up boats on the West coast of Africa. Anybody trying to extract slaves, uh, the enslaved, they would take those people and return them. But do you think that they ask them, Hey, what village did you come from? We'll drop you off. No, their solution was to drop them off in a place called Freetown. So this is where those people were enslaved with the British help before they could get sent to America. They're all dumped in Sierra Leone. So America's looking for a solution for their free black people as well. And this is, becomes the birth of them with the efforts from the American Colonization Society. I hope people can follow. So now about those documents. I'm sharing my screen and I'll show you this is one, this is the, what was that, page 48, because I don't want to lose it, um, but I will show people what this is. Actually, let me go back and show people what we're dealing with here. This is 29 of the 30-something primary documents dealing exclusively with the American Colonization Society and all of their annual reports that someone was just referring to. These are them. These are also the reports of many of the state colonization societies where they extracted your people from, like this being the one for the, let me make it bigger, New York State Colonization Society. This is 1870. This is given a history and a recap of this because each state had a, was given a solution what to do with that free population. But the primaries that we want are all here dealing with Liberia and all of it. So then we go to the, let me give you the full name of this one where I'm reading from. Okay, this is their history. This is called the American Colonization Society from 1817 to 1840. 
And so this is going to give you the history and why it went down and the uh, motivations for it. So what I was just going to show, because, you know, we could go through the whole book, because the whole book <clears throat> is a primary of what was going on. But if I can go back to page 48, um, just bear with me one second. I could show you some of this. Why does my computer want to freeze now? Okay. So right here, uh, let's make it bigger so people can see it. This is on page 48 of that primary source dealing with the American Colonization Society. This is from Finley, you find, is the founder. It says, the longer I live to see the wretchedness of men, let me get this clear so we can get a few things straight with this one. The longer I live to see the wretchedness of men, the more I admire the virtue of those who devise and with patience labor to execute plans for the release of the wretched. Listen closely. On this subject, the state of the what? Free blacks. Uh-oh. What year was that, beloved? Here. What year was that, beloved? The, this, is, this is Finley who wrote it in 1815. Robert, I mean, yeah, Robert Finley, I think his name is, is the founder. Alan, stop trying to blow me up. I know you see oh, it right shoot, now. My bad. Right. You were shooting huh? screen and I didn't cheer it, bro. My bad, yo. My apologies, bro. My okay. Apologies. I'll stay right here. My apologies, family. Because I don't want y'all to feel like the brother wasn't dropping no knowledge and sourcing. And he's sourcing everything he's saying. And I, I was in another world. But go ahead, brother. Is, is it showing now? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the book from the American Colonization Society. This is their report. So in here, it gives a history of it. Finley, who you will find, is... Uh, the, the reverend in New Jersey who really kicks it off. So he says in 1815, the longer I live, men, the more I admire the virtue of those who devise and with patience labor to execute plans for the relief of the wretched. On this subject, the state of the what? Kept saying Negroes, which is, which is also there, but why? We didn't call ourselves black and they didn't call ourselves black. Who was he talking about? On this subject, the state of the free blacks has very much occupied my mind. Their number increases greatly in their wretchedness too, as appears to me. Everything connected with their condition, including their color, is against them. Nor is there much prospect in their state can ever be greatly ameliorated. While they continue among us, could not the rich and benevolent devise means to form a colony on some part of the coast of Africa similar to the one at Sierra Leone? Remember, Sierra Leone was earlier and that was there dumping ground for their free blacks, which might gradually induce many free blacks to go and settle. This is not an idea to get rid of all blacks, just the free blacks, because they were the ones causing the revolts and rebellions to go and settle, devising for them the means of getting there. This is why the colonization society comes like, OK, we want to get rid of these people. Do we expect them to swim to Africa? We need to get money to send them back and of protection and support till they were established. Says, uh, this is 1826, another person says, our design was by providing an asylum on the coast of Africa and furnishing the necessary facilities for removal to the people of color to induce the voluntary immigration, not immigration, of that portion of them already free and to throw open to individuals and the states a wider door for voluntary and legal emancipation. The operation we were aware must be and for the interest of our country ought to be gradual. So this is why you have something called gradual emancipation that was taking place in the northern states 
I won't get into all that right now, but we entertain the hope founded on our knowledge of this interest as well as the feelings of the South that this operation properly conducted would in the end remove from our country every vestige of domestic slavery without a single violation of individual wishes or individual rights, which was BS. So you can go into and some of the stuff that he's talking about is correct, but he takes it out of context of what's going on. And so the primaries that people want to get are all here regarding that. These are all the annual reports that you can splice through to understand the motivations and why. And then when you break it down to even the state levels, you can find out that every state had a colonization society because it was the mechanism for them to have to find out how to deal with the free people that were emerging in their colonies. Where did the catalyst for much of the free people come was during the Revolutionary War, not the War of 1812, like he stated. That just added to it. The, that population emerges after the Revolutionary War. Why? Because you had Black folks that fought on the quote-unquote American side who are now getting free, and you have Black folks who fought on the British side who were now free. So you start to see that. And then another war comes up with the War of 1812, like he mentioned, and then you have more people being free, becoming free. So the question is, what do we do with these free people? And that's why it became so much of a motivation to um, get the land because the, uh, Britain had an excuse and now America has a dumping ground um, for them. And so the people, like the last brother said, the people that do emerge are distinct people. Right. So the people that come out of that is two. So you have the Creole people and those become those are people who came from um, from America, mind you, via Nova Scotia, mind you, to then go to Sierra Leone. And those they became a distinct people kind of there called the Creole people. Right. So the Creole language is an offshoot of the languages and variations of English bought by the Nova Scotia settlers, remember they were Nova Scotia, from North America, Maroons, Garfield. How'd the Maroons get to Sierra Leone? To Canada? No, they got to there because those treaties that they had with the British, some of them still had to leave. So they said, here's the deal. You go to the you Maroons, we'll send you to Sierra Leone and we want you to basically be the policemen mm -hmm. in case these Nova Scotia or these oh, black okay. Americans so get out of line. Right, right. I got you. Yeah, I know that part, but I didn't know how they got there. I thought Right. So that's why, because of that treaties and whatever, some of those Maroons had to leave Jamaica and the deal was basically they be the policemen for the other blacks that was there. And so that's how they get that. And so that. go that part real quick. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. This culture of Jamaican Maroons, African Americans, and those liberated Africans that are being saved from those squadrons and ships that sit there are now make up what we call the Creole people. And so this is a distinct people, right? That come about from this. Because they develop their languages and culture and what have you based on this. But also there was a distinct people that come about in Liberia because there are obviously other people living there and those people are there. And this is the problems even today underlying a lot of stuff in Liberia, but they're called what? They're called Americo Liberians, as you can see. 
they became basic or what they call Congo people. And that's a whole other reason why they call them Congo, but we'll just leave it at that for now. Anyway, these Americo Liberians are the ones who were free via the American Colonization Society's efforts who actually went back to Liberia. As you can see, the sister ethnic group of Americo Liberians are the Sierra Leone Creole people. Why are they the sister ethnic group? Because they both came from America. Hey, Sean, hey, hey, um, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Right. in the chat below named Dane Calloway give. I don't know if you want me to add them or Ooh, they could if, if people want to talk, we can talk, but I'm not doing the whole oh, nonsense in there. Dane Calloway gives truth. Um, who is this? What up, y'all? It's Lotus, man. You know, I find my way in some way, somehow, man. I don't know. Cool. Don't worry about it, Lotus. I don't need you on here. I'm good. We want knowledge. Go ahead, true story. So true. anyway, what happens is those people are become a distinct people. So you have the Creole people who are those basically American uh, folks in Sierra Leone and Liberia. You have the Americo Liberians who are the descendants of those people who came from America to uh, settle in Liberia. But Within that, you drill down to who are the people. So you have records of these colonization societies and the people that they sent to um, Liberia. So we know who a lot of those peoples are. Here's the kicker. You have that in play. These people, and I'm going to throw this up, uh, no, 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 even muddy the waters a little bit, and I'm, I'm going to give them a little alley-oop. There were, in fact some Native Americans who were sent to Liberia. That's a fact. But these people are convoluting the story so much that they don't even get to that part of it because they want to make it seem like, okay, they were just dumping the Aboriginals or Indians or whatever they want to call them, and this is how the slave trade was reversed. No, because they didn't send those people to Liberia or Sierra Leone to be enslaved. So how it being reversed? They didn't send them there to do any work to be enslaved. They sent them in there as basically to dump them over there and you Negroes figure this out. So they weren't going over to be enslaved, but I'll give it to you. And I'm not gonna, I tell you, we tell the whole truth. There were some, I repeat, Native Americans who are not no just um say half breeds or mixed ones, um, who were Cherokee in some instances, who were sent to Liberia. But we can't get to that point to understand how that's even interesting because it gets convoluted by this, excuse me, but fuckery. Um, so, I mean, we could, like I said, we could do this all day long with these primaries and just going through them or whatever. But I hope people get an understanding. I want I, I want you to touch on something real dear that, that they use a lot. I'm going to, um, hold on, let me stop sharing your screen for a second. Okay. And let me um no keep it keep your sharing keep your sharing right. I'm gonna I'm just gonna share for a little quick second because I know you probably got something to add to this. There is a um this is from an article from Slate.com and I'm gonna let me just blow it up a little bit. I think this is where a lot of the reverse argument comes from. It comes from this thing right here. When they talk about Alan Gallet books, he writes that between 1670. And 1715, more Indians were exported into slavery through Charlestown, now Charlestown, South Carolina, than Africans were imported. So Brett Rushforth recently attempted a tally of the total numbers of enslaved, and he told me that he thinks 
2 million to 4 million indigenous people in the Americas, North and South, may have been enslaved over the centuries that the practice prevailed, a much larger number than had previously been thought. Mm -hmm. And then they forget this part, though. It's not on the level of the African slave trade, which brought 10 million people to the Americas, but the earliest history of the European colonies in the Americas is marked by native bondage. So the, um, when they say the reverse, I think what, they, what he's trying to say, and also another thing he brings up, is when the Portuguese was taking um, blacks and natives out of Brazil and bringing them to um, Europe, or when Columbus brought people to Europe. And I think that they're using that to say the slave trade was in reverse. Of course, there's no trade from Europe to Africa and then Africa back here. We already know that. That would make it reverse. But I think this is some of the information that he is using or propagating out there and misinforming the people by using it in a way that it shouldn't be. Nobody is denying in their right mind that natives or indigenous people were enslaved. Nobody's denying that some were even sent to the Caribbean. Nobody's even denying that some were sent to North Africa because the Piku tribe in the 1600s, they sent like around probably 200 people or 20, between 20 and 200, was sent there because um, in Tangier, which was in Morocco, and they, those people wrote back and they begged to come back to North America, the slaves, but they couldn't stand living around in damn Muslims. But they're talking, they're using those little bits of pieces of, of, of trading of indigenous native folks and then trying to put themselves in that argument like they are connected, you know, which is, which is a big sham. But what do, you, what do you have to say about it? Brother? So the issue, and this is convoluted because we're taking a couple centuries type of things and trying to make them linear as far as how we're trying to lay them out. And what I mean by that is how the English did things and how the Spanish did things and how the Portuguese did things all vary. And how things happened in 1492 and how they happened in 1692 all vary as well. Um, so even with De La Casas all the way back with Columbus and whatever, these, these Indians were being enslaved and he is a catalyst to stop them being enslaved. And he makes the suggestions to then bring in Africans to do the labor. Why? Because they were dying. Two, because he felt that they could uh, then accept Christ, that the Indians were more susceptible to do it. And so they start to use that as a tactic with the Indian as opposed to that. So under that condition, some are enslaved and some are still free. But this is the 1500s, mind you. And this is under the Spaniards. The English come and have their spin on it. The Dutch come and have their spin on those relations. Um, the French come and have their spin on those relations. And so we can't really just put these all into one box because how the Indian is treated varies depending on these nations and then the laws and the conditions that they set up. So at some points, Indians are enslaved and they're free. And that kind of dynamic lasts up until really... Probably around the maybe early 1800s. By then, the Indian, because they're dying off so much and they've been amalgamated so much within the Spanish territories, many of they sit in a weird place and they're not really with the status of white folks, but they don't have the status of, uh, say, the African. And so they begin get playing this kind of space where they're kind of free, kind of not. So, but what that does for us is when they change the laws, 
where I was talking about this yesterday, when they change the laws and the status of the child is now the status of the mother and not the father. This is actual legal law that took place. Um, when it becomes the mother, what Africans start doing is they start having babies by these Native American women who are now free. And a live example that I pointed to is if you look at Paul Cuffey's parents, that was happening all over the place. You have an African man who may or, or may be enslaved. In this instance, he was. In others, he wasn't. Um, um, I mean, others, they weren't. But they then try to have the babies with the Native American women. Why? Because the babies gets the legal status of the Native Americans who are now free. And thus, you have Paul Cuffey's parents, his mother being Native American and his father being African. This is what Africans were going and doing while they were snatching up these Native American women to have their babies and those relationships occur. Because with the legal system now, the seeds would be born free. So that's showing you that the status of the Indian is on par in that regard with how the European was where their progeny or their seeds would be born free because they're recognized as a free people. I know that's kind of heavy for people to get. I hope I hope they do. So it goes, it's, it's dependent on where you are and it's dependent on the time period. There's a lot of other factors with whether an Indian in this case would be free or unfree. But the closer we get to the 1800s, you're going to have a larger majority of those peoples being free, A, because they're being wiped out and so forth and so on. But that does not mean that some of the Indians were still not enslaved at that point. Get it? Okay. Um, what in the, on the census that they had in the, in the 1800s, right? When they said free colored persons, um, Indians were counted in that. When they said colored persons, were they referring to also Africans? Yes. Okay. Okay. When they refer to, it depends on what times again. So like I say, we got to be careful in what instances they mean it. But for the most part, when they did free people of color, that had to be inclusive of a lot of new of colors that were created. Mm -hmm. So under free people of color is just not someone who was quote unquote pure black. Under free people of color meant the, what they call mulatto. Mm -hmm. It meant the, uh, what would it be, mestizo? Is that the one with the African and the Native American child? I believe, please excuse me if I, if I forgot, but that particular um, person who was of both African and Native American um, descent will be put under free people of color. In some instances, yes, people who were purely uh, Native American would be under free people of color. That's all true. So it will vary depending on the time period and who's doing a particular, which is based around legislation who's doing a particular legislation and who they're talking to. So in some instances, yes, Native Americans are grouped under free people of color. That's true. But the majority of the people that they're talking about when they mention free people of color are people who are African or have African descent. But they had to find somewhere to group them because they wasn't accepting the mulattoes. Nah, throw the mulattoes right up under free people of color. They wasn't accepting the black and Indian half-breed. No, throw them right up under people, free people of color. And then it gets even more dynamic when later the French have what Jeanne de Collard down in the Louisiana and that era territory down there. And they are called free people of color. And they bring a whole nother dynamic into the equation when they bring them 
mixed in whatever people from Haiti when they come. So like I say, it's all depending on the era that we're talking about and the context that we're talking about when we deal with um, free people of color. But for the most part, those free people of color are made up of those people of Africa and people of African descent. All right. Um, let me let me let me say this also. Um, <clears throat> so original one, you're saying that the um, Brown University says four million. When did Brown University say four million Indians were enslaved? Did you just make that up, bro? <laughs> anyway, um, let me let me just give the estimates of what they're talking about. And by the way, too, when they talk about people being enslaved here, the Native Americans being carried. They're talking about getting carried. You see, just to kill your argument already, that some of them were carried to the Caribbean. That was the argument. <laughs> so it wasn't even here. So original one, you don't even have it right. They're saying two to four million Indians were enslaved overall. But remember, it's also included in that number is, is, is natives um, enslaving other native tribes. So those are those, that's a whole other story. That's what the whole, um, the other slavery and um, the book by Rendethes and the other book that they quote, that has a lot to do with what you're talking about, Native American slavery. Remember, Let's be honest. That. Let's be honest here. The Native Americans weren't built for the work, and that's why they brought the Africans over here in the first damn place. Mm -hmm. let's, be, let's keep it 100. There were two people who were not built for the labor. Now, granted, you can say that we will be the draw of waters and the hewers of wood or, or whatever that you want. But the reality is that if the Native American was capable, to do, capable of doing the work, then they would have exploited them. If the white folks who they had planned on using before your black behinds, you need to realize that true. If they had worked out, then you wouldn't be exploited like that. The fact is the European nor the Native American could build this modern, modern country that they were used on. And they needed the African to exploit his labor and not only his strength, but his organizational skills in doing that labor to do that. This is why they keep, they kept uh, dumping Africans in Jamaica because that, the, you damn, you damn right. The Indians could cut down all that sugar cane. They die in one year. The sad part is the Africans lifespan in Jamaica was three years when they was working in those sugar things, but it was longer than the lifespan for the Irish or the Native American. If they could use the Native American to exploit them in that way, do you think they would have spent all of that damn money building ships and taking Africans and building forts just to do that? They wouldn't. They were not capable of it. This is why they needed the West African. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Carla. You live on the air. Yo, Garfield, play the video. I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm not playing anybody's video on my channel, brother. I don't do that. My bro, I don't. I'm not playing anybody's video on my channel. Nope, not doing it. No, because they will strike my channel, brother. These people are evil. I don't deal with that. I said they are evil. They will strike my channel down. I'm not playing anybody's video. But you played Dane's earlier. Yeah, I played the vocalization of it, but I'm not playing it, showing anybody's video. All right, well, you don't have to show the screen. Just I'm, play the I'm not, I, I'm not. I'm not interested in playing that, bro. Unless it's something relevant to me and I know what it is before and I watch it, email it to me and I'll look at it. And then if I decide to play it, I'll play it. All right? 
Thank you, brother. I'm not. We're not really sure with the where where are we going with the argument of whether it was one or four million Native Americans enslaved. I'm not really. Can somebody explain what does that have to do with the African being enslaved? I'm not. You know, honestly, I'm not. I'm not sure of why that comes as a discussion. Yes, there were Native Americans who were enslaved also, but what does that have to do with the African being enslaved? Is I'm confused about. I don't understand what. I don't understand what that has to do with what we're discussing. I'm not trying to be understand what's the point of even mentioning that Native Americans were enslaved. That's true. Okay, but I'm not, you know, I don't get it. Do your history, it says we was the best slaves. Do your research. That's just false. If the Native American was the best slave, why would these people spend all of these money building ships, building forts? trying to having to pay off Africans to get all these Africans to then feed and house these Africans for months to then take them over there and put them through a seasoning process just for them to be the work and then find a solution of what to do with these people. If the Native American was that so much of a good worker, why would they spend all of that money and create an industry just to get those West Africans? Doesn't make any sense from a money standpoint. And by the way, from the same source, which is Alan Galay. I'm, I'm reading a review. I actually have the book, but I'm reading a review. Hold on a second. Let me see what this caller wants. Carly Live, what's up? What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Terry from Brooklyn. What's up, brother? Did I just hear brother say, who were the better slaves? Did I actually hear that? Yeah. Yes, I did. Maybe I'm confused. Yo, what's wrong with black folk, man? No, but no, 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 no. Okay, you have to. No, 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 no. You, 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 listen, bro. Listen, 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 listen. First of all, take take two steps back. Take two steps back. Relax. When the white folks, we're speaking, not that we're thinking for the European, but we're thinking from their right. perspective. The Indians, right. for one, could not survive being around them because of one, diseases, and they weren't strong enough to do the work that the, the Africans were able to do. It's just, it's a reality. It's a reality. So that's, so the Africans in that sense would be better slaves to get. That's his point. Not that, that. He, not that he's, so if, so if you understand that, why are you calling them, bro? Because the debates about who was African and who was a slave nah, is nah, great nah, for nah, his nah, but, It's great for him. Look at that. My brother. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy. All right. Thanks for the call, brother. Yeah, I think he made a, a, a 180 right here. Yeah. No, it's cool, yeah. man. But I just want to get this clear, man. I'm, I'm trying to get past the argument. Like, I'm a historian, whether people like it or not. That's what I am. And so this is this is what I'm about. Yeah, let me just read this real carefully. Um, Al thanks to Alan Galley, that is no longer the case. Gathering all of the suspects into the proverbial drawing room. Hold on. Let me share my screen so y'all can see what I'm reading from. This is Alan Galley's book about the slave trade, right? The Native American slave trade. Um, Galley presents fascinating details and striking new conclusions about a commerce 
that flourished from 1670 when the English founded South Carolina through 1717, when they concluded peace with the Pan-Indian Alliance that nearly destroyed them. That's evidence from California to France. Gallet argues that South Carolina's emerging planter class exported Indians to finance the purchase of African slaves. Now, that I'm going to read some more, but that goes back to true story and point. Why would you need to export Indians to make money to purchase African slaves if you already had Indians as slaves? Why would you do that? It's telling you how unworthy they were, to, for, for lack of a better term, as far as doing the work as what the slaves, the African slaves did. Upon the backs of African laborers who were less likely than Indian chattel, one, to run away or revolt, white Carolinians would construct a more lucrative economy based on rice and indigo. Although South Carolina receives most of the scrutiny, Galley nimbly ranges across the entire region in this. Wait, hold on, Garfield. Go, let's go slow. Let's go even slower. Hold on. So rice and indigo are important, right? Mm -hmm. Why would they exploit rice and indigo? And who would they use to do that? And I know Sean is probably jumping up and down because they're a bunch of damn, uh, yep, uh, what you call it, Rice Coast oh, people now. Him and Kofi, my, those are my boys now. Don't get it twisted. But what they have done a million times to their credit is show you that those same people sitting in South Carolina who are the Gullah Geechee people need to go and support their GoFundMe right now. What people from the Rice Coast in West Africa also doing indigo, right? And what I'm going to do, damn, um, I wish Khalil was in here. I got her name. I just can't remember because, uh, you know, I don't have my morning L off the top of my head. But I'm going to see if I can find it and show y'all right now um, how this works. Let me see if I got her. Do I got her? Yep. You lucky. I'm still, I'm lit enough to remember, folks. Let's watch this. Let me share my screen again, please. Hold on a second. I got you right now. There you go. You're good. All right, folks. Here is somebody for you. Okay. What's going Let on? me make this, make this real clear with a live example. I want everyone to go to Eliza Luke. Yeah. Right. Hey, Sean, I'm going to call you right back. I'm going to call you right back, Sean. Yeah. Hold on, so let me get, hold on, go on, Chuchu, keep talking. Yeah, let me get this with people because we're going to do this together and show you now with the real world person. Hold on, Carla. Yeah, Each time we're going to go a little bit deeper, and here you go. Now you have a person. So you don't want to see that South Carolina and this rice and indigo thing, how it works. I'm going to give you the real person so then you can go on polar primaries. Here's one of many. Eliza Lucas Pink Pinkney changed agricultural, agri excuse me, let me get this right, go so. This woman, uh-oh, slow down, brother, slow down, changed agricultural culture agriculture in colonial South Carolina, where she developed indigo as one of its most important cash crops. Its cultivation and processing as dye produced one third the total value of the colony's exports before the Revolutionary War. Now, manager of three plantations, Mrs. Pinckney had a major influence on the colonial economy. Where's Uncle Truth going with you? Don't you know that we know where Miss Pinckney, who had indigo and was one third of the biggest colony, uh, colony's income, where would she get her people from? Don't you think we know? 
She got him from Africa. Eliza was 16 years old when she became responsible for managing WAPO Plantation and its 20 slaves, plus supervising overseas at two plantations that being in America, because I believe she was in Antigua. And then you can go on, if you want to really then go and find out, first she experimented with ginger, cotton, alfalfa, and uh-oh, hemp. Do you think there was weed around? I'm not giving that one away just yet. Starting in 1739, she began experimenting with cultivating and improving strains of the indigo. This is why I keep saying indigo is a big thing. And this is really ill because it's one of those colors. And we all know the thing about colors and commission, all you little commissions. Indigo, right? Let's go. And experimenting with growing Indigo in new climate and soil. Lucas also made use of knowledge and skills of enslaved Africans who had grown indigo in the West Indies and West Africa. Let's be honest. This says citation needed. I will then go and show you if we need to where you can show the citation of them growing indigo and rice in that region. So when people read this, we can do that game too. I clearly see it says citation needed for that part in Eliza experimenting and gaining this knowledge from enslaved Africans. This is what they want the citation for. It is there because those people go look at Sean and Kofi's channel or whatever was doing the indigo. Why do I say that? We know where she got the Africans from to do this in South Carolina and the other places that she was doing it. Blah, 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 blah. Now you have a person who you can go and do the research on to see where she got the Africans to exploit rice and indigo. And why would she be important? Because she was responsible for a third of the money coming into the money-making colony, South Carolina, at that time. Any questions? Like I say, people talk about all this stuff. When we really get into it, are people really ready to do this work? Because you keep talking about it, and this is it gets really, really deep. And we are unfortunately some of our children have a better grasp of these things than we are. I'm being real. You can ask your ch children basic questions about geography and all the stuff these conscious Negroes think they know. I can guarantee you, some of your eighth graders, you'll be like, Oh, yeah, I knew there were seven continents. I'm being real. All right, let me um, just say something real quickly. The exact number of Native Americans were enslaved is unknown because vital statistics and census reports were at best infrequent. All right, you could go to a source, the number of Indian slaves, chapter four in the book called Indian Slavery, pages 105 to 117. And you could also go Indian slavery in colonial times within the present limits of the United States. Now, Andres Resendez estimates that between 147,000 and 340,000 Native Americans were enslaved in North America, excluding Mexico. All right, listen to carefully now. Now, Linford Fisher's estimates 2.5 to 5.5 million Natives enslaved in the entire Americas, meaning South America, North America, and, um, and Central Americas, and the Caribbean. All right. So, um, so, in, in the, so even though records become more reliable in the later colonial period, Native American slaves received little to no mention or they were clapped. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, colonial enslavement of Native Americans, including those who surrendered from Brown University. All right. 
Yeah, so, so there were there. So is the question still around? When they see the number two point five to five point five, which is an estimate, they don't know. They're saying in all of the Americas, that's how much Native Americans were were enslaved, which is not a problem. The problem is, is when you try to put that number inside of North America. It's not inside of North America. Let's be clear. All right? Hold on. So a now we're supposed to what, care about Indian enslavement? Exactly. Hold on to truth. Go ahead, Carla. What's your name and where you're calling from? Yeah, this is the Yaka calling out of uh, Nashville. I got a question for both of y'all because I hear y'all talking about, you know, uh, uh, whether the European uh, indentured service, I guess that was the Irish and the Slavic people or the American one for slaves. Uh, but what about this angle? That the Arab slave trade had been going on by this time, like over 1,500 years in Africa. And they, the Arabs were successful in using African uh, slavery in their armies, you know, to defeat some Spanish people. And, you know, they, they were successful in African slavery. Could it be that, you know, the Europeans just wanted to adopt this model? They were already in international trade, so they were aware of. Africans being useful resources and building, you know, and doing whatever, you know. So I, I'm going to let you guys uh, take that angle and, you know, debunk that or, you know. No, wait, wait, hold on before you go. Hold on. Before, hello? Can you before, you go, before you go, bro, can you listen? All right. Can All right hang, on, hang on, brother. Don't worry about it. He can't hear you. He can't All hear right. You. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Brother, debunk. You just laid it out. <laughs> it's not to debunk. The, yeah, the Arab slave trade was existing way before that, and they had an apprenticeship under certain people, and it passed down. So the Arab slave trade is is, is going ham, and that's that's a whole nother ball of wax that you got to deal with the Trans-Saharan trade and what have you. And then when those Moors or whatever begin to become involved in Europe, what do they introduce the people to? Think of how the secession goes. So those Moors are coming up and they're introducing to these Europeans now this this trans-Saharan trade and the use of these uh, Negroes from across the desert now there, right? That they've been throwing out in India and Asia and everywhere else in Levant and all your favorite biblical cities for years now and they teach who so who are the moors or those arabesque people fighting against come on the portuguese and the spanish pretty much yes right mm -hmm. so who is the next in line in the slavery train after the arab or whatever who comes in uh, on a boats around west africa it is the portuguese because they learned the game from those Arabic, Moorish, whoever you want to call them, people who was exploiting them people via the trans-Saharan trade, right? So they knew when they come around that they fighting back and they want to come around and find out what's on the backside. And that backside right there lead them right into West Africa. Did they not learn the boating techniques from those Arabic, Moorish, trans-Saharan slave trading people? Yes. Because we find a caravel on the east coast of Africa, and then they bring it to the west coast of Africa, which helps. This is where Viasa comes in, which helps them get around West Africa. The techniques that they learn from them Arabic-ish, Moorish slave traders. So, to your point, bro, yeah, you're right. Ain't no need to debunk it. 
I don't know why he said it like that. He right. They learn the game. And then what happens? The British here. Let me show you another apprenticeship. Uh, here's a book. If people want to buy this, it's a small one and you can read it. It's a lot of people in there, but you might not know the context, um, but you can go for it. Here you go, folks. British apprenticeship. What is it? Uh, slavery. I forget the whole name book. I'm going to show you how this thing works to his point of they learned this from each other and it's going to go back to them people. Let me put a book. What is the name of the damn book? Okay, this is the book y'all might want to get. Y'all going to see Garfield. You're going to like this one. I showed this two years ago. It's what y'all want, folks. Y'all want to get into it? You want the Mediterranean apprenticeship of British slavery. Here you go. And then you're going to see how the Arabs had it and the Portuguese had it. And then the babies come after that and they figure out how to get the whole game. And so British people start living in Spain and Portugal. Remember, they're still Catholics, Garfield, to your whole Bible thing. And so they learn through that context. And then the British get into the game. All from those people. Adahu the who? Adahu the more. Those Arabic sizes is. Yes. The more. Uh oh. But those Arabic Zazes type of African people is doing that. Trans-Saharan jump off. That's what he had. Adahu the Mall had a I'll do this again, maybe on your show. Now people now it'll make sense. So 1440s, you look up the story of Adahu the Mall. This is the first interaction where then Portuguese come and uh because of his doings, um, he meets Prince Henry. Prince, and this is actually an ill story. Prince Henry gives him some ill clothes or whatever and 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 treats him good and adahu the more comes back and then um you know ends up selling out his people but the difference is they weren't his people he was of those traders across the sahara and what have you those moorish or different people and this is what they had so they would go on my screen showing garfield yeah it's all on you brother and they would go on y'all could play at home and do this they would go on what Here's a word for you. They will go on Razias. There you go. Now, this is about the film, but if you go on Razia, here you go. Hey, here you go. A slave raid conducted by Barbary pirates, but it's also to other of those slave uh, traders and raiders. They will run into your now maybe East African and some Central African and then eventually Central West African uh villages and take your people see look at the definition a hostile raid for purposes of conquest plunder and capture of slaves especially ones carried out by moors in north africa and they bought that method of doing this to those regions that we're talking about and so they then put you on a coffle right and you will notice that these pictures is what a line of animals and slaves fastened or drawn along together. So this is what was running, going back and forth across the um, images like this. Now, just imagine these. This is how they transported those people across the um, the Sahara. But then in this case, this is somewhere else. But you can you can get get uh, excuse me the context this is mandingo slave trade this is what a kafu is so this is what a dahu the more and others would have bringing you across the sahara 
when they do the razia and go and capture you. And so the Portuguese try to learn this technique. And as you see, they try it, but they got to come up with some other means. That's that. Get it? Two, pop. Hey, let me introduce, um, we got the God killer in the building. What's up? What's up, Unc? What's up, brother? Where you at? Where you at, God killer? Uh, all right, we got 300 people watching. Can I drop something that's going to stay on stay on topic? But I want to um, mention this real carefully here. All right, let me share my screen just to add on and... Truth story, and we'll um we'll find. Oh, who is this from Texas? Let me see who this is. Hey, good morning, good morning, brother Garfield here. What's your name and where you calling from? What's going on, uh, Nafari. We are calling from San Antonio. Hey, what's up, Nafari? Speak. What's up, brother? What's going on? Yeah, I. Uh, so here's the thing. Well, here's what I want to do. I wanted to uh, go ahead and explain real quick. Not going to be too long. So. I have a cousin who basically she's a part of this whole Native American group, and she is basically she claims to be you know to be Native American. The whole family Native American. They celebrate the whole Native American thing. So uh, I know who our common ancestor is now that I've done our research because I do some deep research on our family tree, and uh, she's claimed through documentation that this one particular individual is a Native American. But what I've actually found through my deeper research is that. Um, come to find out, well, he has on his certificates and on their certificates that yeah, they're Native American. They're from the Heron tribe in uh, in North Carolina. But when I dug deeper, I found out that he's actually the descendant of a white man and my great my fourth great grandmother. So he's not even Native American whatsoever. And I, and I found this out by looking at the, 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 the will of the actual slaveholders and found my great, my great, great, great grandmother and him, uh, her son, and also the white man as well, basically saying that he's the father of him. And if you look at the slaveholders' uh, um, will in particular, he gave that same child, which his name was Ishmael, he gave him to his wife. And uh, so basically you can't trust documentation just because you might have something that says Native American on it or you might have some pictures of people in Native American garbs uh, like my cousin and them how, how they have that type of stuff you can't necessarily go off of that to prove that you are of Native American descent so that can be something that you just you just took on because back then a lot of people didn't even they didn't want to be identified with the black community a lot of them. So what they did was they took on the if they were light enough, or um, or in some cases if they were dark and they looked a certain way, they took on that identity of a Native American. But it wasn't necessarily the case. So that's basically all I wanted to say. Mm. All right, my brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, no problem. All right, all right, Thank cool. you. All right. All right. All right. Um, let me see if I'm jump back on. Yeah, Unc is back here. Hey, Ong, what's up, brother? God killer, can you hear me? Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> <He's> stupid. 
<laughs> Yo, yeah, so I'm going to give this one out for you. I need to really get into Eliza Pinkney because this is an actual person that you see how this thing was working and how these people was really. Man. All right. Let me um let me do this, family. Um, let me just bring this up real quickly here. This is something that earlier I spoke about a, a specific variant that natives have because of their contacts with Europeans as a marker that they still have as a protection that's actually in their protein today that they can find. And um, I what I want to show the family is um something else that's been used to map. The, um, how Native American move. My brother here, true story, and deals with the history. And I'm trying to put in a farm because, you know, we, we have history, we have archaeology, we have anthropology, but we also have genetics, which is DNA and all that stuff. And we also have linguistics. So now this is an article from Smithsonian Magazine, right? Where it talks about Native Americans' ancient migration patterns to, to North America are hidden in languages spoken today. Languages spoken in North America and Siberia are distantly related. What does that tell us about the Americans? So this is an article by Joseph Stromberg from March 2014. What's up, Unc? A few weeks ago, scientists announced an intriguing finding about the ancestors of today's Native Americans. Previously, genetic analysis had indicated that they left Siberia to migrate across the ancient Beringia Strait about 25,000 years ago, but the earliest evidence of human habitation on North America dates to 15,000 years. In reconstructing the ancient Beringian environment, the researchers provided a new clue that could help explain this discrepancy. They drilled into the Bering Sea between Siberia and Alaska, recovered sediment cores, and found that they contained plants, fossils, and pollen from a wooded ecosystem. All right? I'm not going to go too deep into that. But now more evidence for the idea comes from a seemingly unlikely source. Languages still spoken in Asia and North America today, a pair of linguistic researchers, Mark Sicoli and Gary Halton, recently analyzed languages from North America, the Nadine family, traditionally spoken in Alaska, Canada, and parts of the present-day U.S., and the Asian Yenishian family, using similarities and differences between the languages to construct a language family tree. As they note in an article publishing today in PLS01, they found that the two language families are indeed related and both appear to descend from an ancestral language that can be traced to the Beringia region. Both Siberian and North America, it seems, were settled by the descendants of a community that lived in the Beringia for some time. In other words, Sikoli says, this makes it look like Beringia wasn't simply a bridge, but actually a homeland a refuge where people could build a life. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but ladies and gentlemen, they now can match up the, build a, 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 a tree based on the language to show there's a connection between Asian languages and modern day North American languages. This is a fabulous, this is information beyond Dane Calloway, beyond anybody that's in, in this community. So that means, and, and, and this is a key also, the people that are claiming this, what is your connection to any language? Because this is how you show somebody identity. Garfield speaks Patois. The, the, the guy said the pidgin language that I speak, the Patois. The Patois that I speak is connected to the Twi language in Africa. So I have a home that I could point to because of my Jamaican language. 
Jamaican dialect, I should say. All right? So it is tracked down through this that they see with the languages today. They could figure out that it's connected to the people in Asia. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a great research. Let me just put it in, 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 the, um, in the chat so you could read it for yourself. And Garfield didn't make it up. All right? Um, let me get God Killer again in here. And here is the source. So I, deal, I dealt with the, the genetics earlier about how they used to fight off. There was a variant that's found in Native Americans today that they use that's found in their protein because they fought off diseases. We have something in our protein within our genes that is sickle cell anemia or something to fight off malaria. So today you see that we are connected to the people in West Africa that were fighting off against malaria. That's our genetic marker or a, a, a genetic footprint that from West Africa that we carry on today. And linguistically, I carry on my, my, my Jamaican accent. I'm a true story. Come and go down the road and buy two food and ray, ray, ray. I'm no one I say. I'm saying, yo, yeah, I do. I'm Jamaican spot. I ain't going to no Jamaican spot to buy no food. No. Exactly. I'm going to eat Spanish today. You know what I'm saying? All right. So let me see what God killed. I don't know what's going on with your thing, man. I think the most I don't want you on here. That's what I got to say about it. All right, yo. But go ahead. Mean, go ahead. Uh, is, is my screen showing again? Hold on. No, you're not. You got to share it. You didn't share oh, it. Okay. Oh, I'm not sharing it. Hold on, because this is now the preamble to the Source Awards, which is all sponsored by God Killer and the Source Up or Shut Up movement. We have now created the Source Awards. So anytime we're talking and all that stuff, you might as well just start slinging them all up in the background because this is going to be the new movement. I done told you. We're going to go to our new favorite site. Kiowa, huh? yes, sir. That's a very good question. Garfield, do Africans and Europeans have that same marker? No. And if I'm wrong, I mean, I'll double check and ask my brother, Unc. But because we it, it was something to fight off that, the malaria, I, we wouldn't have it. So same thing with the natives. The natives will have it, and Africans don't have it because it's a marker within their system. I mean, I could ask him. He's better at this stuff than me. So I'll ask him when he comes on. But again, we look at it. I know they, what Dane Calloway said. I'm telling you guys, I'm giving you sources. Go back to the scientists who did the research as far as linguistics and far as, as, as fighting off. You see, I could argue what he says, but you ain't going to believe me because I don't have the Brooklyn magic. I'm going, I'm just giving you the sources, something that he didn't do. And that's, that's important. But good question, brother. And, and when Unc comes on, ask it again so I can remember to ask him. But good point. But go ahead, truth story. And the floor is yours, brother. All right. So once again, we're going to stick with this. Here's a source from our new favorite site and conscious world called what? LOC.gov. Everybody should have that as a bookmark. Okay. <laughs> The five, aka the five thousand dollars spot. Thank you. The five thousand dollars spot. I am the plug, by the way, the cable guy, and I just plugged all of Conscious Worldum. And now, this ain't no secret. So use it. Library of Congress has primary documents. So we're gonna see how this works. This is a primary document from the 1780s and 90s called an advertisement. They happen to be advertising. Africans. Now, if you have to learn how to read primary documents, and we're going to do this real quick. It says, to be sold on board the ship Bant Island. So here is a ship on Tuesday, the 16th of May, 
Next at Ashley Ferry, here's a location, a choice cargo of about 250 fine, healthy Negroes they're calling them. But what about these Negroes? These Negroes have just arrived from where? From America? No. From the Windward and Rice Coast. Now, what you do is you teach your children because you're too adult and arrogant sometimes and say when you don't know something, you look it up. And so if you look up where the Windward and Rice Coast are, you will find out that they lay on the west coast of Africa. So you say, okay, they got Negroes from Africa and they drew these pictures who are not in this in the instance or what you would think are Indian because of the headdress and this particular type of skirt. That is a representation of the Negroes from the Windward and Rice Coast. Let's get through this smooth because I know Ankh want to go in. So why would they bring them? The utmost care has already been taken and shall be continued to keep them free from the, le the least danger, Garfield, of being infected with the smallpox, Ankh, Onesimus, and inoculation, right? No boat having been on board and other communications with people from Charlestown, so we have a location of South, of South Carolina. NB, once again, um, full one half of the above Negroes have had the smallpox in their own country, Unc. That's why they got injected with it by Onesimus and others, and so they got it already. So we're going to got this from this one primary from the 1780s of where these people were from, why they came, why Rice Coast, Rice in South Carolina, and brought to Charlestown, Charleston, South Carolina, to do that work. Unk and y'all others, y'all got it from there. That's that's one of the source awards now presented courtesy of Unk and the source up of Shut Up Movement. Thank you. Hey, Unk, are you there, brother? Can you hear me? I heard you for a minute. I heard you chip in for a minute. I heard you a while ago. Yeah, Unk, I see your picture. Say something. I think you got to call in, bro. Okay, so so in the meantime, we're going to go a little slower. So it says, see, Benji07 said at 1030, no evidence they were Africans. You just admitted they brought Indians to Sierra Leone, which is in that region. So see, please put that comment up so we can address this. Hold on, Where is that? Hold on, let me find Is that 1030 a.m. by see, Benji07. Okay, fair. I did say they did take indians to sierra leone in fact matter of fact i didn't say that after they took indians to liberia that's number one and once again we're going this timeline thing now we got to be more clear because this is in 1780s am i showing my screen let me just make sure no i'm not sharing my screen okay because this is in 1780s you see what happens is 
they arrived from the windward and rice coast. The Indians who were sent to Sierra Leone were not sent. They were not sent to Sierra Leone one. They were sent to Liberia, but I'll give you the region just for sake of discussion. They were sent in a century later and it wasn't that amount. It would may have been less than 250, first of all, but these particular ones right here are the natives who they're calling Negroes from the windward and rice coast. So what we'll do then is just we'll say, like we say, we teach our kids because we're too arrogant to look it up. Let's say rice coast Africa and see what happens. That's just, I don't know. So then we get a map right here where it says, look at this. It says, we'll just use the one from a, 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 a primary site called NPS. I think we can agree that the National Park Service hey, always gives Hold on one second, bro. Hold on one second. Uh -huh. hey, Benji, by the way, man, thanks for the question. That's a very important question because a lot of people in the chat want to ask that question, but they're probably too scared to post it. So I want to say thank you for that question, by the way. But go right. Ahead. Right, which leads us to a very important thing, which, uh, once again, I would like people to go and support the Gullah Geechee Nation on GoFundMe, because now we are into these people and see where they came from and why they did it. These lands are similar to Africa. And so, but this is the map we want for the second. We want, uh, we can't find it, as you can see. We can't find it, but we'll just try to make it bigger. And hopefully you can see it, that... This is the Windward Coast, which they mentioned, and also the Rice Coast. And this article on NPS will tell you all about those lowlands, which is similar, where they were doing rice in Africa, and they bought them here. But what they will also tell you is this, my friend Benji, is what does it say? The English enslaved American Indians for whenever they could. So yes, they were enslaved. But when you read and be honest, you keep going. Enslavement of Indians continued for 100 years following English settlement of the North American mainland, but never in great numbers is what you'll find. For the English, along with fear of Indian reprisals for enslavement, there was an added economic incentive to curtail their limited reliance on Indians for labor. In the 17th century, peaceful trade in their skins with the Indians provided the English with the colony's first source of direct revenue with England. The risks of revenue loss to the Carolinas far outweighed the benefits they might gain from of Indian enslavement. The solution was to import Africans for labor, a solution that did not always work to the advantage of the English. African Indians intermarried formed alliances and shared many experiences in the 18th century low country. Here they are. You see, you can find yourself in the story and see your relationship to these people if you just take the time and stop being crazy. That's all I'm saying. From the National Park Services to tell you so somebody doesn't have to sneak around the park and find these connections with great spooky music in the background thinking it's crazy. You want Tawny and Blackham on all that? In the article right there. Telling you. Answer all your questions in one damn uh, National Park Service article. Here they go. What do they call them? Aphromeridian period. Give you a whole encyclopedia. You can learn all the words. <laughs> hey, Unc, are you there, brother? All right, let me um my god man. all right all right let's um all right so we look at that and um i want to say to everybody i hope you guys are learning 
I hope you guys are learning. And, and, and if you notice, I never came disrespectful. And I want you guys to do me a favor. If you notice, I'm going to show you the screen in a second and show you all something how evil and wicked these guys are. I'm going to show you how wicked they are. Look at my screen right here. Hold on. Let me go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. So now that I'm talking about Dane Kelly every day, they decided that they want to get personal. So you have American Indian Truth. He made a video about me this morning. And listen, everybody, I want everybody to go to this video and we're going to strike this video this morning. We're going to strike this video. He puts it up that Garfield scammed somebody, right? Then he says, oh, it's a partner of Garfield. So he put this up here. He put this up here, right? And then he said, a partner of Garfield. So it wasn't me, but he put, I have the $1,500 scam. So he's trying to slander me because I'm talking about Dane Calloway. I'm still going to talk about Dane Calloway. You could slander me all you want. Press the three buttons right here, the side family, and the strike his channel. We're going to get this channel off the air. Since you want to play that game, we're going to strike your channel. American Indian truth. Simple as that. Since you want to play that game. Well, anyway, family, uh, let me get, um, let me see if Unk can get on here. If not, we're going to be here. All right. All right. Let's go on it and flag that down. American Indian truth. Since that's what, since the game, that's the game he wants to play. All right. Because I ain't disrespect Dane Calloway one time. We're just talking about his information. Information. Well, anyway, um, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Um, so... Uh, this is how you know you can. I'm gonna show conscious people once again, and we could just let me show my screen again. Once again, we're gonna let the big cat out of the bag. This is gonna hurt somebody in their pockets, but you're not gonna have to pay any money for these things. And you can give this to your children, and you can tie what's give me a topic more. We're gonna just go all over the place. Let's say, I don't know, more. I don't know. This is not no knocks at anyone, anyone. I'm just showing you what what you can do you got things about mores or whatever like that right I'm just trying to say they got some pictures if you want the more of grenada that might be interesting that actually is kind of interesting what the heck is that translated from the french then you can go in to find out okay what the hell is a more of grenada if that's your thing but in this particular thing you can also do it might be called many things you might find out what it has it listed as so you can do native american right and if this is where your interest lies for some reason you can go ham and look through all stuff that they may have available for you to have some of them you have to request obviously and you go through it but do this for anything okay you want maroon right you a maroon negro right maroon right of course they're gonna give you something about color but we want things like manuscripts this is what the nerds want what do they got? They got something for me. Are we lucky today, folks? Look at that. We got 30, 55 items, 39 of them available online. Some of them probably did. Okay. Maroon. Can we find some maroon? Uh-oh. Why is Thomas Jefferson and maroons? What relationship do Thomas Jefferson got to maroons? There is the primary, right? Then, then you look at say, okay, well, I can't read that. And then you find out there's something right here called transcript. And you can press PDF and do the magic of television, voila. Right, 
So what was we looking for, folks? We just messing around looking for we see Coast Africa in there. We see Mifflin. Hmm, Garfield. I wonder if somebody mentioned Mifflin and Coast of Africa. Let's see. Well, we were looking for maroon. R A. Can we control African? M A R. There we go, Garfield. Look at this. Now we find Thomas Jefferson talking about maroons. What does he say? Blah, 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 blah. Let me see where I send this out. Prevented for the aid of the maroon Negroes from the West Indies who were more industrious and oily than the others and supported the authority of the government and this Lord. Uh-oh, Garfield, we done messed around. I didn't mean to do this. Maroons is cooperating with the government? Woo! See what happens, kids, when you go to primaries? I didn't even plan this. All for free. Now somebody could have made a mystical video of how the maroons from the West Indies Thomas Jefferson said himself was cooperating with the government. In a letter from Thomas Jefferson, President of the United States, to John Lynch on January 21st, 1811, he mentioned how the Maroons from the West Indies were more industrious and orderly than the others and supported the authority of the government and its laws. And then we go back to our other screen and then we show the primary. And I have copies, excuse me, I have the original document. Boom, right there. See, this is how I would have came at Garfield because I'm going to ask Garfield to explain this in a minute. And Garfield, I have Thomas Jefferson's own handwriting talking about the Maroons cooperating with the government. We're going to find the exact word. Where is Maroon in this thing? Ooh, matter of fact, Garfield, this is the one where he's talking about Sierra Leone. Oh, we about to blow Garfield all the way up with folks. Oh, LOC.gov. Come save me out of this shit. No, no, no. L-O, I didn't even plan this, Garfield. LOC.gov for free from Thomas Jefferson with the primaries. We about to, I just told Garfield earlier that they made these dudes be police in Sierra Leone. And look at this. We stumble across the damn document. So we're going to search for Sierra Oh, here we go. Boom. It says, I received in the first year of my coming to administration the general government letter from the governor of Virginia consulting me at the request of the legislative state. I proposed to him the establishment of Sierra Leone, to which a private company in England had already colonized a number of Negroes and particularly the fugitives from these states during the Revolutionary War. Like I said, there goes my proof from Thomas Jefferson. But we're going to go on. You Maroons cooperating with the government in Sierra Leone against our people. Garfield, what say ye? We've been talking about it for years, man, and we know this. <laughs> nothing new. I'll, I'll say that those are a lot of, a lot of my room. Those were <laughs> Yo, folks, we did see, see this, now this is how the source of war is going to go from now on. <laughs> This is the source of words. <laughs> Yo! I didn't even plan that. I swear to you, kid. I just wanted to see if it was... <laughs> Dagger with the TJ Thomas Jefferson primary talking about the Maroons cooperating with the government in Sierra Leone. <laughs> hey, y'all want to see it again? There you go. Maroon Negroes from the West Indies and then Garfield said, well, we got to get better at this. When we have the article up like this, as you find the maroon words, you know the highlight comes come across the screen. 
It says, which a private company in England had already colonized a number of Negroes. So we got to find out the maroon cooperators and then we can highlight this and then we got a nice video on our hand. Maybe it's on another page. Yo, your people is watching this live. Yo, you got to explain that one, son. Thomas Jefferson said it. Huh? You said you were maroon, right? I don't trust the white man. He's the devil. <laughs> 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 okay, y'all have just seen the first issue of the Source Awards. This is how this is going down on NBK and every channel I get on now. Don't talk to me about nothing. Like, in the words of the grandfather of the movement, in the words from live from the janitor closet, source up or shut up. From now on, <laughs> from now on okay? may the source be with you. As they told me yesterday, that's all I'm gonna tell you. Anything else? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that shit is crazy, huh? <laughs> Who else wanted? Well, that's common knowledge, though. I of mean, course, yeah, of course, know, yeah. this is common knowledge, so yeah, you know, it's like new and you know what I'm saying. But I do say it was the mulatto ones uh, um, that were. Um, trading um you know yeah about to call youtube y'all and pull the plug <laughs> y'all have <laughs> y'all had us it's had us had us i'm saying though what's up all right cool all right i'll let you go man i'm out man all right cool man all right. All right, family. So listen, um what time is it? It's 10:47. I mean, I got time. I got like an hour more if y'all want to go longer. But I'm going to say this carefully, man. Listen, man. All right, cool. All right. Um, Steve Wilkos, if you believe that, I think you're Dane Calloway with a fake, fake profile. It doesn't matter. Why is David Himotep second edition first American Dragon 499? Because he doesn't want people to buy it. That's why. Mm -hmm. They were the house maroons. <laughs> Listen, man, it's it's the uncomfortable truth. It is what it is, man. Ain't no shame in the game. Maroons is still my people. They're still standing strong in Jamaica, fighting with the government right now. Hey, don't block Steve Wilkos, by the way, because that is Dane Calloway. So anytime I see these guys coming in and talk this craziness, it's Dane Calloway, man. Listen, family, I don't care what they say about Garfield. The more they talk about me, the more I'm known. And the more people going to know that I'm a financial genius, I'm a whiz kid, and people are going to realize I'm for the people, and I'm going to put out information. If you're lying, we're going to expose it, and that's the bottom line. I'm not going to call nobody no names. I'm not going to disrespect nobody and their family. All I'm going to do is put the information out and say, hey, the information you put out is pseudo, and that's all it is. The slavery, the slave trade is in reverse. Show us how the Africans left from Europe and go back to um from um the, the, the people were transported from Europe to Africa. Show me that part. Since it's in reverse. 
Show me that part. If 80 percent natives died of diseases, where the hell these natives were at? Where they at? Just not a historian, and Danny's smart enough to keep aliens out of his mouth. Jay from Delano, your your head bigger than your head bigger than a damn damn mango. You look like a damn East Indian mango. Get out of here, man. But anyway, man, I'm messing with um. But by, by the way, um, we gonna keep doing what we're doing. What do y'all want to talk about? Cause I'm done for the day, man. I'm done. I was going to talk about the Peku, um, the slave trade from the Connecticut where they sent them to Africa. And they're saying this is the proof that they took Indians to Africa. Nobody's denying that Indians went to Africa. Nobody's denying that. I just want y'all to show me that genetic marker that's in natives that's there. I want y'all to show me how y'all connected to that language also. That's it. That's those two things, the linguistics and the language. That's all, family. All right. Nah, I don't want to talk about mulattoes, man. Jay Rogers was a mulatto. Y'all never seen a picture of Jay Rogers, bro? All these people been fighting against the Amira squad and all these channels, flagging them down. It's time we go on the offensive, man. Anybody come up with their BS, we flag their channels. They've been flagging us. And trying to take us down for years. Look at look at Un can't even open up a damn channel on YouTube no more. Hey Cedric, you gotta screenshot it. Screenshot it to me and send it to me on Facebook. Because I, I'm gonna have to have your um your login. Then Callaway, I'll pay for your 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 DNA test, brother. And 23andMe will tell you the genetic variants that you have. Mm -mm. What about the Native Americans that enslaved the Native Americans? A hey, true story, and Jabari was mad. He said I lost the debate because I brought that up, bro. That's what he said, because I brought that up. Hey, babe, um, I hit you right back, okay? I, I hit you right back. I hit you right back. Good morning. Hi, good morning, good morning, good morning. I'll call you right back. All right, bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, you don't have to pay for my genealogy. It's already on um on my heritage. It's already on my heritage. My my DNA. I can't even hide it. It's right there. Two family trees. <clears throat> yep. Before the Mayflower. Yes. Hey, Steve Wilkos, I know you're Dane Calloway, but as long as you're respectful, they won't time you out, family. Peace works, Daryl. Equiano is a fake name. I mean, his name was, was, was um, Vasa, but he said his name was Equiano. That's what he said his name was, although he didn't name any of his children that.
All right, anybody want to call in? 1-800-518-2817. Now I'm hiding you out. Jay Carson, I'm hiding you out. I want all the smoke. Come on in. God killer. What's up, man? What's going on? Most I don't like you, man. Nah, nah. You know when you enter the stream and say that that actually use your mobile devices an experiment, bro. <laughs> That's what they say on that. Uh, man. Hey, hey, it's working. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Huh? What's up, Asiatic? What's going on? Why y'all black Asiatic black man in the chat, man? What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, they crazy, y'all. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm going to put it up right now. I got it. I got it. All right. 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 Yeah, he want me to put up. You remember that? You remember when you did your presentation on Tom Meadow and you showed the um, Arabian, the Arabian Nubian complex? They was building bread or something he, like that. He said what? You remember the Arabian Nubian complex that they was building like 105,000 years ago? Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he wants me to put that up on the screen. I don't know what he's trying to prove with that. But be obliged. I got two questions for you, though, God. You know, and you'd be better than yeah, I think. Here's the first yeah, question. He... I read an article earlier about the genetics of um the the proteins in, in, in current Native Americans because of the diseases that they fought off against the mm -hmm. Europeans. And they have different uh -huh. certain markers, variant. I'm sorry, not marker, variant that you have. Uh -huh. Just like how we have sickle cell because of malaria, uh -huh. they have some uh -huh. markers to fight off the diseases that they have. So I was pointing out to them from a genetic point of view, the, as far as being descendants of people who were fighting against the, um, the Europeans and so forth, those natives who survived, if they are survivors, they should have those markers today. Mm. Of course, that's a fact. And then the second thing is um, about the linguistics. I think you probably heard a little bit of that. How they trace the, mm. the languages that the Native American tribes have today to mm. um, to Asia. The language it's a language tree, so it takes it back to Asia. Of course, familiar with that too. Right. First point I want to make real fast, Garfield, is that the Nubian complex, it wasn't talking about them building those structures. It was it was actually dealing with uh, bones and shit. You can look it up. Yeah, I'm bringing it up right now. I wasn't saying it was building nothing. I'm yeah. going to bring it up right now. It was dealing with the archaeological survey. It was talking about the toolkits they was using. It was right. the exact same ones that they was using in Africa. Yep, yep, I got it. It's um, the Nubian complex reduction strategy from Dofar and Southern... Let me share my screen to show the family what we're talking about. I don't know why he wants us to talk about this, but it, it don't, say, don't matter. It's just simply talking about the early migration out of Africa. Yeah, but these people, these people are not the um these are, these would be actually the indigenous Arabs, actually. But they are not, they don't have these markers that the people have coming out of Africa. Because I have an artist. Yeah, but they don't yeah, I don't think they even tested the markers at a hundred thousand, yo. 
exactly. We've been L three coming out of Africa, but that ain't. I mean, people just just try to use sources. Don't understand the source. I mean, you know, now now we got to get people to understand what sources we. I mean, what what, what the source actually talked about. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another another problem we're gonna run across, and we got to make sure we don't acquiesce to a faulty premise. So, I mean, we spent half the show acquiescing to faulty premise. We know it wasn't no reverse slave trade. You know what I'm saying? Even though they might have sold some people, some Native Americans elsewhere. I mean, come on, man. But but to argue the point, we, man, it's well documented. Uh, thank goodness for Dr. Oya Mayat. She's coming out with an animated lesson on the slave trade. Uh, just when talking with her, you know, that there's thousands of records translated to English from Portuguese, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Spain, you know, I think most people don't take into account that they didn't consider us to be humans. They consider us to be uh, products and goods, and they kept meticulous record keeping on that. So, when people arguing against that is crazy. The Native Americans, man, they just need to, I mean, who people, the African American claiming Native Americans, they just need to cut it out, man. It's not even a discussion in academia. I mean, what, you paleo-Americans, you read the articles and tell you what, what, what mark, genetic marks they had, D1, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I mean, I, at this point, man, they can do nothing but get, get sloppy and nasty and talk shit. They, I mean, they had, they actually have nothing, they delusional. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, let me so, ask you this. Where, where, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> my man messed with you. Garfield, I can't be still selling rocks in his store. <laughs> Am I still selling rocks in my store? No, I don't sell no rocks in my store, brother. Cause then they sell crystals, and he put the actual name up with the crystal what they is. That's him on that. And so if you're gonna be crazy enough to body shit, then they we got it for you. So absolutely, y'all got a problem with that? Then start your own store, do what you want to do. And we got some pseudo books in the store, cause the pseudo books sell more than anything. So you know we got something for everybody, not 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 for what Unc think is scientific or what Unc think, you know, should be that. You know what I'm saying? So we got a wide range of products. So I directed you to stuff that I would use in the store. You feel me? So it's not my job to stop. You know what I'm saying, uh, brother Kazende, from selling what he want to sell. And I got a couple jewelry makers in the store. It's black business, and 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 that's some of the things they make. Shout out the priest. He's an excellent jewelry maker, man. Excellent jewelry maker. Uh, you make fine jewelry in silver and in copper. Excellent jewelry maker. And 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 he wrapped, you know, wrap the stones in that and those materials, those uh, metals. So you know what I mean. I'm not a hater. I'm a participator. You still at Garfield? Yeah, I'm here, bro. I'm just looking All right. Okay, um, no. What you trying to find a Nubian complex joint? No, I already found it. I put it on the screen already. I've been putting it on the screen. Why yeah, so I'm gonna put Yeah, I don't know why they think they're gonna yeah, show I'm, it. I'm, you try to try, try to support the herbs. Ain't no herbs in a hundred thousand years. Exactly. A hundred thousand years ain't no gene for pale skin. In a hundred thousand years. Ain't nothing but people of color. Yeah, you know I'm saying that's it. Coming out of Africa, they ain't even they ain't even left Africa long enough to start to mutate. It's called the so I, the people don't this usage of science, man. I hate that, man. And, and, and 
And that's the thing when they're arguing about the DNA and the Arabs. And, and I'm saying you might find some M2 over there. But, I mean, you, you had the, um, what do you call that, the migration, the Bantu migration. You had different people moving in different directions. So, I mean, things happen, man. You got E1, B1A, M2 in, in um, Middle East. But it's at a small amount showing that's not where it's originated from. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people just want to just make up their own shit. They don't want to read the article for what it is. They want to match up a 100,000-year article with a 10,000-year article, like, you know, dating to 10,000 and mix up dates and throw them in together. And it's just a hodgepodge of buffoolery. And I say buffoolery because it's black people with the foolery. Buffoolery. It's crazy. Then they try to hit you with the soft style and all that. Don't nobody got time for that, man. So in academia, no one's arguing about who the Arabs are. We know who they are. We know they're some Asiatic people. We know all that. And we know they don't, they're not around in 100,000 years. We know all that. No one's having a Native American conversation. That's an African-American uh, conversation for those who went through the transcontinental kidnapping trade who, who, who really don't respect schools based off of having to go to racist white supremacist schools and, and, and having to be bussed off into certain areas and all that. And so now, you know, we, we, we just actually, you know, we, we, we're a symptom, right? We're a symptom of a deeper problem that occurred, you know, 50 years ago. You know, watching Martin and them get their head busted, Malcolm and them getting gunned down, shot down the whole nine yards, not being able to trust the government, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to see the experiments, you feel me? So, so we're actually products of that. And they, and, they, and they use it against us, bro, because they know we, we anti-school. You know what I'm saying? They know that. No, no one takes the time to read the destruction of black civilization when he talks about how we, you know, how we had schools. No one takes the time to do that. And then no one takes the time to recognize that, man, we, we suffer from deep, deep, deep mental issues that no one wants to talk about. You can't even go to a psychologist in the black community because they'll deem you crazy. You can't talk about your problems, and those problems are actually passed on and perpetuated. And now you got the black Hebrews, the black Moors, you know what I'm saying, and the black Native American, African American, all of my African Americans fighting against the truth with a lie. Yeah. And now and now they name calling and talking shit and threatening people, putting people, family members up, like doing all that. We find that on our side, man. Like it don't like like they don't they don't got it. Like they never would. Like like they're defeated. They're defeated people, and they stay defeated. Come on, man. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to get that conference together and see how many show up and present the information in a fashion that's understandable to the people. You know, walk us, walk us, explain to us how humanity started in America with y'all. Explain to us how the Native American population in America is not connected back to Africa. Explain to us how there's a separate humanities. We need those set sources and references. We need that. We just want to know. You know what I'm saying like like 13,000 years is a long time ago, but they wasn't built no pyramids 13,000 years ago in, in the Americas. They just wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And then based off of racism, white supremacy, they undercut the native population in the Americas, right? And, and, and downplayed their accomplishment and role in, in, in the history of humanity. Man, that's not our fault, man. It's not our fault. Yo. We know they had organized civilization. We know they had reading and writing in the Americas with no help from nobody else. Like, that's the truth, bro. Yeah. So no one's trying to take their history, man. Nobody. Not, not an African population trying to take their people, trying to take Native American history and claim it to be ours. We're not saying that they came over and showed them how to build pyramids, showed them how to read. I know outside not doing that, Garfield. 
You feel me? All right. Um. Um. Yeah. Um. We got my brother. You ain't uh, him. Yeah, I heard you, man. They talking about slang and all the different things. I was listening to you for a little bit. That ain't what I said. You was talking. That ain't what I said, Garfield. You're a funny dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> funny guy. Um, listen, I have Cedric Brown's um, DNA on the screen. I don't know if you could see it. Can you see it? No, I ain't. Look, go ahead. Cedric Brown. Who is Cedric Brown? Yeah, he's a brother that hangs the squad for me. All right. Okay. Hey, mm -hmm. Cedric, what do you want us to do with this DNA? What, what is it that you want to know? Because basically, you're you're sub-Saharan African, eighty-five percent. You're West African, yes. almost seventy percent. Let me see who this called. Hey, this brother Goffy, what's the name? Where you calling from? Hey, what's on your mind, sis? I'm sorry, say that again. What's on your mind? So what's on my mind? You know, I was interested in a dagger-sized uh, credit repair. Okay. Oh, I'm live on the ear. I thought you was calling in for the show, man. Can I call you back in like in like in like 20 minutes? I'll call you back in 20 minutes. No, 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 no problem, no problem. All right, cool. All right. All right. All right. So basically, yeah, we see that you're a West African, almost 70 percent, which is actually the average for African Americans. That's actually the average, 70%. Um, well, no, the average is 70% sub-Saharan African. My bad. All right, so let's let's move on and see what we can find here. What are, you trying, what are you trying to show? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to um, figure out. Check. How much Native American you got in there? I mean, I'm going to see right now. Native American, you got 1.7%. Yeah, 1.4%. 1.4%. What, Native American? Yep, Native American, 1.4%. Right, so so there you have it. It's right there. So if you want to celebrate the 1.47%, then, man, you're more than welcome to do that. You got every right as a functioning human being on Earth. But the rights you don't have are not saying you're doing it. You don't have the right to say, well, I'm not African. No, you can't. No, now you can beat your chest and say, yo, man, tell your brothers, just take the test, man. You might have some oh, ancestors. I, I know why. I'm sorry to cut you. He wanted to know what is this paternal haplogroup if it's RCTS241. We just have to assume. I think this is the, the R from the Cameroon line. Maybe. You know the R that they have in Cameroon? You're right. Because if he's sub-Saharan African, this, he wouldn't be sub-Saharan African if he's off. It couldn't. It could. It couldn't be. It couldn't be the R from Europe. It had to be the R in um in Cameroon. Let me sub-Saharan African. Let me hear what his brother got. With the R one, the R one. No, he has R dash two four one. Let me look that up real quick. Yeah, put in the search in real fast. Gonna tell you exactly what it is. Hey, Garfield, I don't think they realize that scientists actually publish in uh, Wikipedia, Encyclopedia Wikipedia, the DNA studies and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they actually publish, they publish that in the uh, Wikipedia. Remember I sent you those group of articles showing you that scientists have to publish in uh, Wikipedia? Remember I showed you that? Right, 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 right. Um, 
Where the truth go at? Yeah, he bounced after he trying to go in on my Jamaican vintage. <laughs> Y'all see me, They talking about my damn, um, my damn sellout Cameroon. I mean, um, sellout um, Maroon folks. All right, let's go to after group R. All right, go ahead. Hey, Carla, go ahead, man. I forgot you on the line. Go ahead, Carla. What do we try to accomplish by having American? He said what? He said what? Trying to merge African Negroes as well as American Negroes as being the same people. Who do that? Golf, go re-ask that question again, brother. What's that? Say that again. What we try to get out of merging African Negroes with American Negroes? That's what you said? American Negroes, what are you saying again by trying to merge African Negroes and American Negroes as the same people? Well, who does that? What what person does that, brother? Who do that? Based on, based on you. Being in support of DNA, you're trying to say that we're the same people. So, so do you, do you realize we was gone for 500 years off the continent of Africa? Do you know how long 500 years is, bro? Well, why can't we just be over here and they've been over there? Why isn't that possible? Because well, that's what it is, though. <laughs> Who's fighting that part, yo? That's what it is. Nah, but who fight that though? No, no, I, I've never said I was Cameroonian. I just said my ancestors. Look up the word ancestor, bro. My ancestors started out in Ghana, bro. That's what I'm saying. My ancestors, the population I was stolen from, was in Ghana. You learned that by teaching the DNA test. Yeah. Right, bro. Okay, so you have never no said I was a history. So you have no relative historical information from your family. That's senior. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying how in the hell would they have known it, bro? That's what I'm saying. How would they have known that? How would they have known that, yo? So explain to me how they would have known that, bro. You're saying multiple generations that came before us didn't know who the hell they were? You say that again, brother? The multiple generations of people already here. They didn't know who the hell they were. Hell no, not after a while they erased all that, yo. Right. That that that's called slavery. You know what's the, the fundamental principles of slavery are to uh basically erase your memory of where you came from, make it illegal for you to practice your customs and your traditions, do all of that. They're not teaching you a history, not giving you nothing of where you came from. So you don't even know. So the babies are born into situations where they're not being taught their history. You should have watched the movies roots, man. You can see right there in the movie Roots by Alex Haley. I'm not even going to say it was a good movie. Hold on. Hold on, bro. Wait, why don't you wait? Why don't you, we listen to you. Why don't you listen before you respond, brother? 
right. yeah, just hold on for a minute, man. We doing this real cool style. We ain't we ain't doing the God killer cuss you out style. We want some normal right now. We want to be normal with it. Because it didn't got a little dangerous there. We don't want to play that game no more. So I'm gonna calm all the way down as not to get the situations confused. What I said was take a take a month out and watch the series roots. And you will see systematically how they history got erased from who they was, man. It's it's not even that complex, dude. Right now, no matter what you think you are, if I was to take you somewhere, right, let you merge with a, a person from a different part, right? Y'all have a baby, take the baby, sell you off somewhere else, and never tell that baby where they came from. How in the hell would they know, bro? Like you you asking stuff out of people that that's not gonna happen. Every now and then, some people would actually. Uh, past stories down. Even that gets to be hard. You can't even get people in America right now. Right now, you can take a survey, and most people won't even know that they was from Africa. Come on, dude. Like, like you on the phone right now, and you act like did you not from Africa? Right now, you prove positive. You prove positive, bro. Go ahead, brother. Is he done? Is he done? Okay. I'm. I'm done. Ask him, is he from Africa? Ask him, is he from Africa, Garfield? Are you from? Are you from Africa? Are you from? Are you from? Are you from? Are you from Africa, brother? I don't. I don't believe that my people are from Africa. I don't want you to believe. I want you to know. Do you know if your people are from Africa? Okay. I'm not from Africa. Okay. I have nothing. I have no connection to that continent. Okay. Okay. I was born in America. Mm -hmm. The generations that came before me were born, and they died in America. Okay. So trying to reconnect me to that continent now. Nobody, but nobody's forcing you, bro. Nobody's forcing you to do it. Nobody's even forcing you to listen to the show. So what I'm. Do you, what do you, you think? How, how do you know you're not from Africa? How do you know that? Why? How? No, I'm not, we, you know what I mean, brother. Don't, let's not be crazy now. Okay? Let's not be crazy. Hey, Garfield, did you see the point he's making right now? How is it that you know, Garfield? How is it that you know you are from Jamaica? Oh, uh, I know I'm from Jamaica? Yeah, how is it that you know that you're from Jamaica? I have a, I have, DNA? Well, I have, DNA? I have, Technically speaking, Ancestry.com. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ancestry.com and 23andMe told me that, but I already knew that because I was born there and I took a plane from there and here. But the point is, how do I know I'm from Africa? It's because my mom used to tell old African stories and Nancy stories as a baby. I know because of the Pato language that I speak is connected to the Kwa in West Africa. I know I'm African because the And Aki is from West Africa. So I know I'm from West Africa. The story, the traditional big boy story, traditional story. Oh, Phil. Come on, man. I know where I'm from. Hey, the fact of the matter hey. is, hold on, hold on. How do you know your ancestors did not come from Africa? That's all we're asking, brother. How would you find that out? Okay. So. Twenty-one. I don't remember her telling me any story that her mother told her or her mother's mother told her prior to her 
some specimen at 
hold on, hold on a second, bro. Can I ask you one question, man? Are you are you a doctor? All right. So when you go to the doctor and test your blood, who is testing your blood? Have a good day. Have a, have a good day. Have a good day, brother. Have a good day. Thank you. Anybody else want to call in, man? I want to make some fun out of, of these crazy. We got 300 people watching, Unk. Hold on. Let me show you our Unk website, by the way. I got to get my brother out here, man. Um, What's your website called again? Abdu-Wear. Abdu-Wear. Wear.com. Hey, Garfield. Yeah. So, I mean, it's clear right there, yo, that the brother uh, um, just afraid. You know? It's not hard, man. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's so scared, yo. Rich hey, MC, little what little up? Wah, wah. <laughs> Who that? Who that? What's up? What's up? Hey, look, check this out. Check this out, yo. Check this out, yo. What's up, yo? Why do we get four inches like this? I don't look like that. You know that's what Ung said? Ung said that, you know, and I never asked him that. What do you mean by how we look? You know, Damn right. Say that again. Hell no. CTS241, but it does trace back to, um, I'm looking at all the, the stuff right now on the chart. Yeah, you could be related to, um, to King James. <laughs> I 
you could be related to King James. But I'm going to look this over, man, and then, um, I'm going to come back tomorrow. I'm going to look it over. So I don't rush and say that I'm not. Yeah, go ahead, beloved. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Hey, can you hear me go? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I, I, don't, I don't understand why that. They took trial different parts of the continent, and they just mixed them all together. So then why would we have, you know, same types and stuff like that, bro? Like, I understand that, man. Some people got the peppercorn hair. Some people got the curly hair. You know what I'm saying? Hair. You know what I mean? Some people, some people got a little European. Why the fuck would we look exactly like some, some people? Why would we look exactly like the Africans who wasn't mixing no on the continent? Like, like, I get that golf field. I just want to make that. Right, 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 right. Well, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, everybody wants to be somebody. You know, they 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 they, they don't want to be African. They run from African. And I'm I'm trying to figure out how is it beneficial to claim your Aboriginal. I I don't know. I'm just trying to find my roots. Now, my roots and your roots might not be the same. I'm just encouraging people to deal with the scientific part. And they see the question that kills all of them is, if you're not a doctor and you're not a lab technician. Who is checking your blood work for you? So when they run to the white man argument, I bring that up. And that's why I hung up the phone because you're not making sense and you continue to make a fool of yourself when you call every morning. I'm not calling you a fool. I'm saying you're making a fool of yourself. So I don't want you to think I'm trying to offend you. Now, now I'm going to say this. If you, if you decide that you want to um, track the guy from Smithland Black Scene or whatever the lab company is, and you follow them to the lab. Are you watching them to see what they're doing with your lab work? Nah, bro. I'm not taking your call, man. You kill yourself. I'm not. Call I don't want. I don't want to talk no more. I don't want to talk no more. Yeah, matter of fact, I'm gonna go live in another hour and a half. I'm gonna go live. I got to do a special show on day in an hour and a half. Respond right. to this so morning. Respond to what, bro? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Respond to what, brother? Today in Callaway, they put a video out trying to slander me this morning. They did what? Put a video out trying to slander me. Trying to slander you? Mm-hmm. About something that... No, 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 about credit and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, thanks. man. So I'm gonna respond to it. Good. Mm -hmm. That's great. So now I'm just gonna do a whole year of Dan Calloway and the Native. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm gonna dedicate yep. dedicated a year to beat them niggas up. I'm gonna take each part, each, each, each grain. Watch how that's how I get them, yo. Mm -hmm. I'm step by step deconstruct the fool they be giving out people. That's how you want to go to war. We're going to go to war on information, yo. And that one time, am I going to talk about Yep. Hey, Carly, you know, what's your name you calling from? What's on your mind? What's your name? What's your name? What's your name, brother? 
Key boy. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The three percent is from whoever. If it's from that group, that cluster, that's where he's from. I don't know if they're dark skin. There's no such thing as a dark group with a special skin color, bro. That's the first thing. So I can't. I can't accept that because that's from a faulty premise from the jump. Anyone can be any. Anyone? No, 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 no. no. You said if that's from the dark skin. No. Let me. Let's look at it this way. If you live near the equator, are you familiar with the skin map? All right, all right. Let's say, let's say, me and you was born. Me and you is brothers, right? And our mother had us. I had your mother had me in New York, and your mother had you in Ecuador, in South South America. More than likely, you will be dark skin, and I would be light skin. But we would be, we would have the same mother and the same father. So the skin color, we shouldn't talk about skin color. And I think we need to get away from that as a community. Not only the Aboriginals but as a community on a whole because the skin color game messes us up because they were people who were dark skin that were native and what considered Indians at one point here. That doesn't make them the same as me and you because we're dark skin today. So let me ask the question different because that's what I was trying to wonder with the Melanesian DNA would be considered who they were talking about the dark skin people here. I was just wondering Oh, those are the blonde black folks. Okay, the Melanesians. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. It can't. It can't come from anywhere. It can't come from anywhere. I mean, I could hold on. Let me get it up We're okay. What are you making golf? So, what are you saying? Oh, he said that his brother was ninety percent. African. So, uh, by the way, brother, just from the jump, if he's 90% African, he's African. Oh, no. Right. Yeah. It could be from it could be from admixture from people here. Yeah, I mean, basically, that's probably from the autosomal DNA, which is the admixture. So if he's 3%, it could be from that, from mixing with people here or even um, before he even came over here, you know, depending. You know, depending on where you come from. Because remember, some of the slaves came from Madagascar from different areas. So, I mean, who knows where he's from as far as his lineage, where it leads back to. What test did he take? Did he take 23andMe? Ancestry.com. All right, hold on a second. Let me pull up my Ancestry.com real quick. Let me check something real quick. 
Ancestry.com. All right, let me log in and take a look and see if I have some of that too in my DNA. Oh, here we go already. I'm logged in. Uh, my profile. Okay. View full results. What's the percentage did he have, Garfield? Three percent. I know, but that's nothing, though. I mean, I mean, shit, really. <laughs> Uh, we're not trying to know. Oh, I got it too. Got the um, it's the um, island. Sound like you're fighting with somebody. I can't, I can barely hear what you, I can barely, I haven't really heard the real. All I heard was like Malaysia. I mean, I don't know what you were saying, but I can't even hear you, brother. What you really saying. Just sound out right. <laughs> Hey, Garfield, what is this question, though? I can hear you clearly. No, he wanted to know where he got the melanin. That's crazy. Europeans, went, you, could have get, you could get it from a European that went in and mixed them with some Malaysians as they went over there and conquered those islands. And later on, it recombinated back up in your DNA. I mean, somebody in your line ran across that, 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 that line. That's simple. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Did not the Europeans take all parts of the world? Then I say the British Empire could could the sun would never set on the British Empire. What they're telling you is is that that they mixed in with all people around the world. And so all you would need to do is to have a child that came out of that mixture, you know what I'm saying, continue to move around, right? Mix in have sex with a slave, and they would pass that on. Oh, okay, but see that's all I wanted to know was that we're not trying to say we're not African right? Okay. Hey, thanks, bro. Thanks for the call, brother. That was it. All right. Peace and love. Thank you. All right. Now, let me get my brother in here. He's calling a couple of times. Let me get Morpheus up in here. Yeah, what's up, bro? You got to talk up. What's up? What's on your mind? Okay. Hey, what's up, man? Peace, peace. What's up, bro? Turn your, ba turn your background down. Yeah, let me turn it down. All right, what's up, bro? What's up? This is Morpheus, man. All right, here's a question, right? First of all, tell me this, like, how long is a generation? 25 years is that considered what a generation is? Nah, today, in, in, today, in today's world, probably like around 40, 40 years. Okay, so let's say this thing. Okay, cool. So these people that are called in, right, that have no cultural memory, 
Uh, they say that the stories, I don't have no stories of, of, of Africa for my family, so they don't have any culture stories or anything like that. So uh, you gotta ask them, well, how long, how far back can your generation-wise, can you remember all of what you told? And let's say, okay, I mean, watch this, because you gotta put a time limit on it, but you understand the math. Because of, because if they can only go back six, seven generations, seven generations, eight generations, let's say ten generations, if the furthest of the stories that they were told can go back, then they would have no memory of Africa. You understand what I'm saying? They, they would, there would be no Africa or, or, or stories that anybody in their family can tell, like about you know uh, anything in Africa, because they always keep saying that about well. I was never told this, and nobody in my family never told that. So that's why I asked, well, how far back do your stories go? When you look at the map, and if your stories that you were told only stop at here, of course you would not have any stories that go past that, because that's your wall. That's where you stop at. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as, as cultural memory, I mean, they took that away from us. That was one of the things they right, wanted right, to transfer right. into like being Christians. Somebody kick um tribe up out of the chat, please. I don't want you in my chat no more. Talking about where's the lip plate and the slinky neck. This is the stupidity. I, I don't I don't deal with that at all. Those are just dumb, dumb people that I don't need to deal with at all. But thanks for the call, bro. I gotta get out of here. All right. All right, cool. Now the brother who who I asked where he get his lab work from, he couldn't answer. He keep calling back in. I'm not taking your call, brother. Stop calling in. I'm not interested to have a conversation with you. It makes no sense. Hmm. It's crazy, man. Crazy, man. Unk, where you at? You still there? And he keeps calling in. I'm not taking your call, brother. Not taking your call. So hello, my friend. What's going on? Had to do a little business. How we doing? <laughs> Everything all right over here? <laughs> uh -huh. little hap -low group. Yeah, the little haplo group. a little business. How whoa, we doing? whoa, 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 whoa! I played myself. Everything yeah. all right over here? Oh, you just told me. Haplo group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on a second, hey, go for it. Hold on one second, Boom, shaitan. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, fellas? Who is it? <laughs> 
This is Boom Shaitan. Boom Shaitan. Okay. Yes, sir. What's on your mind? Hey, hold on. Real How you doing? Second. Hold on, Garfield. Let me let me make my point real quick, Garfield. All right. Me on I, I'm saying as far as lip plates, earrings, and all that stuff, I don't have a problem with people's custom and traditions at all. You'll go anywhere around the world, they'll have uh, native native tribes will have different types of piercings and all that. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not ashamed of my ancestors that decided to pierce whatever they decided to do. I just want to make I just want to say that. Whether it's a lip plate, no plate, whatever. I don't have a problem with that. I just want to make that clear to the listening audience. Okay, so off of, can I before the brother goes, can off of, can I piggyback off of what Aunt said? If you don't mind, may, may I show my screen again since this is the source of wars, aka source of a shut up as the brother on created. So if you don't mind me, Garfield, on that same point about these lips right now, we can deal with that if you don't mind. Go ahead, share your screen. There you go to screen right here. So what happens in fact is this is these people come and see some of our native cultures and want to then exploit us. And so what they begin to do is put these people in Barnum and Bailey circus. So I don't know who thinks this is funny, but they go into these people's tribal lands to do this. As you can see, this is from 1932. Is this what he wants to make fun of? Because these people, are you agreeing with these people that's doing this? Hmm? Duck bill bells to be seen where at circus. So you're saying that this is cool. Ubangi savages are what they call them. See Africa right there? Or Al Barnes show coming June 6th. Ubangi district in French Equatorial Africa, if you want to know where they come from, where a tribe of monster mouth savages was discovered. Is this what you're saying about our people? This is what we agree with? Hmm? You see? This is what they did to pervert our coaches on to go along with what you're saying. So, yeah, those are our people, and that's how they express themselves. And if you look into why, you'll find out, I'm not going to give it all away, it has something to do with the slave trade, why they started to do themselves in that way. But that would take someone really trying to understand and not just trying to make fun of our people. Aunt. Once again, you see how these people start to look crazy when you actually pull out the documents to your point and you see what they're doing? Well, hold on one more, Garfield, before you go. So to my circus point, things end up like this. Will you see in New York City at Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus, you see one of the words right here, monster mouth, ubangi, savages. And so we begin to interpret their culture of making fun of us when they put them in the circus and in cartoons. So 2019, Ankh, you have people then calling in and doing whatever live for the world to hear them making fun of their own people. You see the sickness? All with the sources. Go ahead, Garfield. I'm sorry. Here you go. We want to see them together, y'all. You think this is funny? You want to see what they did to us? Look, African savage with the circus. That's funny. Hmm. All right. Let me get um hey, thank you, um, Truth. Um, let me get Rem here. Rem Riss, go ahead, man. You got a question? Yeah, I want to ask about um North Africa. <clears throat> go ahead. Garfield uh, <laughs> Garfield, you describe yourself as a Pan-African. Always. Okay, so in this pan-Africanism, is North Africa, the North, the North Africans, are they included in this? Of course, all Africans are. We've all been conquered some way, somehow. 
So the white, the white, the white people in North Africa are Africanism. Of course, they are African. As far as the Berbers, you have light skinned Berbers, you have dark skinned Berbers. But that's the color game. We know that in that area, the Harrisons. No, no. Hold on. We know in that part of the world, the Harrisons right now have been mistreated by the light skinned or white skinned people who are in Morocco. And today we have West Africans who migrated out of their country who are being enslaved in Libya. So, as far as the struggle, the struggle goes all over, brother. So Africa as a title, I'm saying all the people who are a part of the struggle, keyword struggle, we are for them. Because you do have some leaders or some tribal leaders within Africa who I wouldn't consider to be friends of the Pan-African movement. But my concentration is definitely more on the people in West and Central Africa. Next question. But you, no, but you do include them, right? Of course, not the white um, um, Africans, though. Why would I include the white Africans? But you, you just said, yeah, I, I just asked you about the white North Africans. I said, the white, said, yeah. I said they are Africans, <laughs> yes, as in the, the title name of African being born there, just like how South Africans have white people who are in South Africa who are born there, but they're not included in that Pan-African movement, brother. Come on, let's, let's stop being comical now. No, no, but you do, you do know that some Pan-Africans do include them. You know that. I don't know about some Pan-Africans. I'm talking about me. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just asking. That's what I'm, I'm asking you. But Pan-Africanism is not a religion. It's not a religion. I'm a Pan-African at heart because I think there's a struggle for people within this world. And it's sad that people are looking at us as as, as color instead of human beings. And, and, and we need to get away from it. But as Pan-Africans, within our own ancient history that has carried on up to today. I mean, of course, the leading cause of it has been the Abrahamic faith of Islam, Judaism, and Christianity. So Phil, can I say something, Phil, real quick? Yeah, yeah go ahead. I'll include, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll include the Berbers in there as African. They've been in there for like seven, 8,000 years. How long you got to be an African to be an African? I, I would include them in the Pan-African movement. I would. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't ask about the Berbers. I asked about the... Because when you say the Berbers, like, if you go to North Africa, you have someone that's like... Someone could be like 60% uh, European and 20% Berber and then 10% like West African. So it's like, when you say Berber, it's like... We, 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 like and, that, and that person will claim to be a Berber. But it's like most of their, their lineage is from Europe. So it's like... What, like so what's the percentage? Where the line at? Where the line at? Where's it, where that's, you draw the line at? Yeah, that's what I'm asking about. That's what I'm asking about because it, it gets a bit convoluted. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't I'm not a Pan African. I'm. I'm not that. I'm an African American. But I want to see black people all over the world be successful, though. But I'm not going to oh, put myself in that movement. No. Uh. -uh. Hey yo, I'm rapping over there, and yeah, hey, yeah it's gonna come out, all right. Keep playing. Hey, yo, can I go now? I hey, guess my fault, my fault. Since the air, air is dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know, I just wanted to um get, give you guys thanks for the job that you do in fighting the uh, uh, ignorance that we see daily. Um, I performed a job uh, similar when I had to help our people in the poor neighborhoods attempt to work on 
computers and you know daily i would have people come in and they're fighting against having to do work on a um computer i would hear things such as oh i don't know nothing about no puda i don't i don't want to do nothing no no puda you know so our community has a history of our people uh resisting technology just as we're seeing in the chat these brothers and sisters Re- resisting technology. Now, to my point, I I, I wanted to ask y'all, you know, why are y'all going the long way as far as into as entertaining these clowns? Because you know, I think what what we know and what we recognize is that we are not a particular African tribe. We are a mixed people, mixed from various tribes, forming a new tribe here. So follow me. What the Abos and even the Hebrew Israelites are saying is that their ancestors never mixed with any of us. They're saying that their ancestors, their Abo ancestors, only bred with other Abos, making them pure Abo, right? Because if not, they're in they're in the same boat we are. They're mixed black people just like us. How can you claim to be able when your great, 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 great grandma did the stanky leg with a slave, uh, with a slave or with a slave master? You are not an Abro. You are not a Hebrew Israelite. You are just like the rest of us black people here. We are a mixed conglomerate of African tribes. You may have some Native American in you. You more, more than likely have some um white man in in you you have all sort of things in you that's all of us none of us are purebred anything there are no purebred abos or hebrew israelites so i think you you know you 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 guys could nip a lot of that in the bud make them show where their great great grandma had the knowledge to only breed with other abos and not with africans that were on the um, slave plant plantations with them, you know, not saying that's what would happen, but taking their fantasy world into account, how would you know you're only able? All right, all right, get away. Hold on, can I do this for a second though? Yeah. I'm gonna play and take the other side. How about this though? You say uh-huh. great, great, uh, maybe let's say great, uh, let's say great grandmother, right? Uh, suppose you had this scenario, suppose you were bought from Africa in, say, 1790s, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you happen to maybe run away and live amongst the Cherokee, for instance, uh-huh. right? And from that point, 1790 on, you had um, babies amongst the Cherokee nation. Right. Mm, mm-hmm. So by the time that great great grandmother comes along, and that person's for those generations has identified with those Cherokee people, I, I don't personally think it's any wrong with them saying that they are Cherokee people. Hey, yeah, let me I ask, guess. Let me ask you a question real quick. Boom, shot time. I got God yeah. in the building. Listen, man. Let me let me ask you. I just got a text from this dude, this crazy dude, and he's saying he wanted to debate Raw Bond, right? <laughs> We're talking about Jeremiah Judah, right? Come on, dude. Yeah. Now Jeremiah Judah is a very 
problematic guy. I'm going to tell you why he's problematic. He has like a 1,500 different groups with like around an average of like 10,000 people in each group. He might be corny and might not have the right information, but he knows how to rally. You know what? We need to bring him on our team, man, Dagger Squad, man, <laughs> so he could promote me and put me out there. I need to have a contract with that dude because he knows how to bring the people in. And we might not agree with his information. We might think he's pseudo. We might think he's crazy. But the dude is a marketing G. I don't know what he's doing, but he knows how to market. Now, let me say this. If him and Rawborn is to debate, already I'm biased. I'm already saying Rawborn going to crucify him. But with the audience, you never know. You never know who you might swing. You know how they say you have swing voters? Oh, uh, debate about what? Um, I don't know. I, I see, this I, is you see, that's the problem with us. You're so quick to want to debate Rob Bourne, right? And he didn't even tell you what he wants to debate him about. But mm -hmm. well, so obviously, Rob Bourne or whomever is saying something that they gotta face off. Don't even know what you want to debate about. Isn't the main thing, you know what, Garfield? I want to talk to you about X, or I want to talk to Unc about it's X. It's called practice. Is now it's I don't want to just come out and say you. I want to debate on on what yes, <laughs> you know it's what I'm saying. Practice. Something might be I worth a conversation. Well, hold on a second. Rob won't be practicing on. Call you live on the air. What's your name? Where you calling from? Garfield cut the whole conversation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, because I was gone. So you see, it did not. Hey, true. Garfield cut us off in the middle. Cut me dead off, Denny. Um, continue. Yeah, no, no, no. Forget it now. Now that I don't look it off. With the cliffhanger of I'm saying they could call themselves Indian and people are going to let you see, God, he did it again. That's why you, my man, yo. You see, don't he do that every time he cut what you say, cut your wisdom every time, don't he? Yeah, it was in the middle of asking yeah, my the person say Cherokee came from Africa. Right. Yeah, I ain't no challenge to nobody. Who said that? Not at all. But, but, no, nobody said, I'm saying, but I think Rob Bourne should go ahead and beat him up, though. But on what? It's just a thing. It's called practice. On what? Whether well, Nikes are better than Adidas or Cali better than New York? It's called warm up. It's called practice. Yeah, practice. You know, you all missed when you all practice on though. Y'all missed when y'all made him tap out what? the other night. Made who tap out? Um, um, Jeremiah, you all you all made him tapped out, and you all missed it. You all made yep. him ad, ad, admit that he's a conversionist. Yeah, he, he said converted. Right, he admitted. That's game over. He admitted. That's game okay, over. So All I'm confused. Okay, so here's the thing. He wants to debate Rob on if the five percent errors is an Abrahamic knockoff. This is why we did this. You see, because oh, I'm like Garfield. This is where the Brooklyn Magic come in, Garfield. Oh, I predicted this day would come. The first hey. person, yeah, the first person to be on the pressure cooker was who? Was Rob Bourne. So yeah. please check the New Black Knowledge channel, and I put all of those hard ass questions of whether the five percenters were Abrahamic knockoff, is it kind of a bootleg Islam, was Yakub real, all the other questions that you want to ask. He already has been grilled on it, courtesy of yours truly. Ask him and go watch the video. To see. You running though, truth. You supposed to have me on there. You running. You running. Oh, running. that's what I wanted. Next up, folks, <laughs> uh, probably this week will be 
Brother Ankar Keg on the pressure cooker. You heard it here first. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, mean, I, 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 Say what? I think that's what Jeremiah Julian did. I think he heard the question and said, Yeah, he did that. Of course they do. Popularity, bro. He's trying to get some shine, but let him let him shine. Oh, let me write that down on my schedule. You think I'm playing pressure cooker? Um, this whole put me down. Put me, there, down. Uh, put me down. Ooh, woo. Let me do it next week, Wednesday. Yes, next Wednesday, Garfield. Y'all hear this for next Wednesday. Garfield. All right, now. All right, now. Y'all better get all of them sources, especially you, Garfield. We're going to light your ass up. But y'all know that we all brothers. This is how we do it. It's fun. The 2nd of October. You know what I mean? And we begin. We have to begin to sharpen ourselves and be able to and not run from tough questions. If they're idiotic questions, that, you know, we just but there's tough questions that everybody wants to ask because it makes us think, don't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the smart ones. For sure. Shit. Excuse my excuse my French, but but yes, as you can see, there's no more running for um evolution unk and What's his name over here? Uh, Laminite Garfield will now be on the pressure cooker, folks. Call me Gary Links for short. My fault, Gary Link. Tacitus Links is now on the pressure cooker. It is on. Thank you, gentlemen. Wednesday for Unk and Wednesday for Garfield. Oh, yeah, folks. And y'all know we ain't playing. This is going to be fun. Thank you, guys. This is fun. Anyway, what time? What time? I forgot the time. time. Whenever, whenever y'all ready. I mean, I'm probably in the evening because I really do be hustling more and you know running around. Yeah. So like, eight, even if it works for y'all, uh, yeah. eight or nine somewhere in there. Yeah. Can be yeah. Late, yeah. Late. Wait, hold on. What? Is yeah, yeah. somebody calling the eight hundred number right now? How's it not working? Oh. Call up. Go ahead, Asiatic Black Man. What's up? Hey, please, You just call the 800 number, by the way. You. Oh, yeah, they must have to call me and get me on this line. All right. Everybody good? Yeah, well, um, damn, man. You really messed up. I was going, so I was about to have a kumbaya moment with the Indians. God, uh, boom, boom, shaitan. What's up, brother? Speak your mind. Oh, I already spoke, man. I'm just still there lamping in the damn background, not listening. 
you know, my my mind was the questioning about them being pure and you know they're you know fighting it as if they're pure um um Indian when you know we all acknowledge that we're all mixed black people. We're all you oh, know oh, we all oh, have yeah. a little Indian white et cetera in us, you know. How can you claim to be Abu? I mean Abo, Hebrew, Israelite, et cetera, unless you you know that your ancestors only mixed, only bred with other Abos or other Hebrew Israelites and not one African snuck in there, not one slave master snuck in there, you know. So what if it was what if what if all of us? So what if the Cherokee freedmen are saying, yeah, yeah, there was one, but our claim as these freedmen is that we obviously then freed because we were enslaved Africans. So there's one in there, but I have been three, four, maybe five generations of Cherokee. And I'm a Cherokee. <laughs> what do we well, say? Well, technically, you aren't pure. You aren't just a pure Cherokee. But, you know, as, as we speak, I guess, you know, whatever someone wants to claim. You know what I'm saying? But I know uh -huh. if I go if I go and buy a damn German Shepherd and there's one damn Cocker Spaniel in the damn line, that's not a German Shepherd to me. You know, okay, but you so. but you look back and to, to what we're saying was some but see this is what I'm saying. Now, I, I don't even think they understand this Abo version because the Cherokee Freedmen and other ones have been doing this for years, as well as the Shinnecock over in the East Coast or whatever. So they say that okay, yeah, we African, but I'm choosing to identify with this history that has been for to, to our points three, four, or whatever generations. I don't personally think uh, they're, they're not running from the African. They just saying that they Indians. That's the difference okay. than what people are saying. I'm hearing other people saying they. Oh yeah, they that's even, fine. You know, no. My thing is they're not even saying the African part at all, as even the afterthought. Hold on one second, Sarnetta. Want to go live real quick, family? Don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, Sarnetta. What's up? Yeah, yeah. I say um, I agree, but Uncle Garfield that that um, Rob Horn definitely need to beat him up. He gave me, he sent it to me, but I don't have it now because I'm driving. I can't read it on the phone. But I say Rob Horton need to go and beat him up. He need to show the world, pull his fucking pants down, and let the world see that he got nothing. So he can back the fuck up because he really think he got scholarship. But the world need to see how this dude is garbage and the people laugh at the clown. That way I think that'll slow his ass up a little bit. I'm jumping in this goddamn scholarly ring. Rob Vaughn don't need no notes. He don't need nothing. He can just beat him up off the head. Pause. Beat him up off the head. All right. You know? I agree. Yeah, I agree. Rob told me he already did it before. But I said, man, do it on a bigger platform. Show the world so the world can be right in the text. So he can see this shit for himself. You know? All right, I hear you, brother. So Rob Bourne says, to, Rob Bourne says in the chat to get him polite. That is his words. Rob Bourne said, get me polite. Rob Bourne messed that up, man. He messed that up. Yeah. But debate to Jeremiah Judah about what? About the five percenters? I'm telling you, go to the channel, look at the questions. I asked them all the questions. There ain't no more to ask. 
we wasn't playing around because that's my man. Do you think what? So Rob Warren's gonna then sit up there and talk about was Yaku real again and talk about was they a bootleg version of the Nation of Islam and was Kyron 13? Do he believe in the big head scientists? Come on, man. Nobody got no new questions about it. Jeremiah Jude ain't smart enough to give no new questions about it that ain't already been asked. And the brother said he, he don't agree with certain things in it. So I put him on the spot. Who else want to do it? I did it to my man. He's going to ask the same Yaku playing with magnets. What's Kyron 13 X a gambler? Did they put him in Matawan? Why is he called in Mecca if they not Muslim? Arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Did they steal the seven from the more assigned? Like, they ain't even got creative questions no more. To be honest with you, because at the end of the day, sign that I'm gonna keep 100% real. We could say about what they want. They the only ones that got a century lease that's still there out of all of them groups. A century. So whatever they was teaching and did, they sitting around there in the midst of all that gentrification and stuff occurring with that. So forget about all that other stuff and let's realize and look at that and see how you pull that off. <laughs> to keep it all the way real. That's what we need to debate about. How did they get a century lease on that? Call it alive. Who's speaking? All right, hold on, hold on a second, brother. You got to add it to you. You're not even giving me a name. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I'll go ahead. No, no, I see what I had to say. All right, cool. I, I eat your back. All right, cool. Can I admit that I'm a former Abo? Say that again, brother. Can I admit that I am a former Abo? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You want to join About me? three years ago, man. About three years ago, I was an Abo strong, hard body, man. <laughs> I was an Abo hard body. Hey, Claude, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hold on, Claude. Hold on, my brother. Yeah, what's your name? Okay, brother. So why don't you come on the panel? Come on the panel then. Here, let me get it. I'm going to put the link right now. Yeah, because I'm rather you on the panel than in the chat, bro. I'm, I'm going to take a break anyway. So I'm going to, um, what do you call it? Hey, Inkwoody, I got you, man. I saw you. Don't worry about it. I'll get you back. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, It's in the chat, brother. Yes, sir. All right, sure. All right, I'm going to mute my mic, but boom, Satan, go ahead and finish telling your story, brother. My bad for cutting you off. Yeah, it's all, all good, brother. But um, like I was saying, I, I was able about two, two, three years ago. I was on the hard body, you know what I'm saying? I was on the on the shit about we don't all come from Africa and there were black people already here. And what what happened was something that someone you don't really have a taste for said something to me that made sense. Um, Tariq said that black people love to waste time on things that doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? And 
when I really sat back and thought about it, I was down wasting time trying to be a Abel or their Hebrew Israelite. What it when it comes down to with the damn Abel, we're trying to do something similar to what the Moors did. We're we're trying to paper where well, they are trying to paperwork their way to their freedom. They don't want to put in the actual hard work that it's going to take from us. We trying to, they're trying to paperwork their way to their freedom. They're they're thinking that if they get a damn large enough group, they can they can go to the damn white man and say, look, we have proof. We we were here first, et cetera, et cetera. You all go ahead and give us everything west of the damn Mississippi. And it's not going to damn work like that, you know. But so, the problem is that there are groups that are already doing it. They, they are not like the Moors. They have a valid point in case. That's what I'm saying. True. They're convoluting a movement that's already been going on for almost a century. There are freedmen groups under the Cherokee, Creek, and mm -hmm. other ones who are actually telling the white man that, in fact, the I am and well, those are my lands. Yeah. And what's happening is these people are coming with some other stuff, twisting the movement that's been going on. Cherokee freedmen is a real thing. These freedmen are real things and real peoples and with real rights and, and, and are owed the lands like those Muskegee and otherwise. And they've been fighting this for a long time and now these people coming in with some perverted version of it, messing it up, to be honest with you. All right. Um, let me um, introduce the guy, Cab. What's your name, my brother? Is that you that was on the phone? Yes, this is me. I'm from the Cab Grand Rising Show. I uh, represent Autonomous Assembly. We are a nonprofit American Indian organization. And mainly I called in because I listened to some of the things that you say, and not all of it is correct. A lot of it is, is misinformation. Everyone that's claiming American Indian isn't trying to take something from someone. That we do have to let this truth be told. Some of us, through our genealogy, tie back to this land. Some of us do our records that allow us to identify back to our original tribes do come from this land. We're not saying everybody is Indian. We're not saying everybody is African. Talking Goldfield. I can't hear. We're not saying everyone is Indian. We're not saying that everyone is African. And the best way to find out who you the best way to find out who you are. Hold on. Uh-huh. Yeah. He talked. Yeah. Can you, yeah. Can you hear him? No. Yeah, I can hear him. Right, the, yeah, I'm gonna go out like I was saying, right, the on. best way to find out Cap, who Cap. is who. Hold yes. On, Cap. Hold okay. Boom and Remris. Remris, are you done? Because I got somebody else that want to come in. So if you guys, if you guys don't want to, um, okay. Boom Shaitan, you done? All right. Cool. Who is this again? Okay. No, I'm not going to add it. No, I'm not going to Anybody else want to come on, man? Let's come on and have some fun. Let's be respectful and let's treat people the way you want to be treated. All right, Cab, it's all yours. And you guys could cut in because I'm going to cook something. All right. What I was saying is the best way to find out who who is through genealogy. And genealogy is the study of your family history through documented legal records. Yes, it's okay to do ancestry DNA, but there's no court of law where you can use ancestry DNA to tie you back into anything. Your ancestral DNA can say African all day, but you can't take that in court to get a visa to Africa. You're still going to have to pay that money. It awards you nothing, but your genealogy, 
If it says Africa, guess what? Off that paperwork, you can return back home because it proves that's your home. So let's not make the mistake and lump everyone in the same category. Let's realize that you have black Dutch. Let's realize you have black Irish, Europeans that were melanated, that also got sent over here between the years of 1820 and 1870. These are congressional records, over 15 million of them. The wait, land you wait, call wait, wait, Spain. Hold on, bro. hold on, brother. Because I, I, the, the, the first part, I was I was in agreement with you. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm cl I'm unclear about the... What do you mean between 1820 and 1870? The years, the years of 1820, you can look this up. 1820 uh -huh. to the year of 1870, over uh -huh. 15 million Irish and Germans were sent to the Americas. 7.5 Germans, okay. 7.5 Irish. They, Ireland, Ireland sent over half of their population that allowed them when they came into the south known as georgia in these areas a lot of your in some of these indians were able to identify as black dutch and black irish because we look alike but the only way you're going to know wait, the difference wait hold on so the the there were irish sent to these places you're saying that some of these people were black irish basically yes check the records you don't have to take nothing i say for the words, these okay, are congressional wait, 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 records. Hold on, brother. Okay, so there's congressional and congressional records would be American records. What are what American record records? Who? Okay, so you're talking about the English sending the Irish here? These black Irish? Yes, 1820 okay, to so, 1870. Irish okay, so and German. Hold on. So we got the years right. So German is mm -hmm. going to be different. So between that, so these black Irish, what records are saying that those people were black Irish? What records? The congressional records, the boat okay, records, the shipping records. Okay, which ones? The denoting black Irish in particular? 820, eight, the year 1820, I'm telling you, 1820 to the year 1870. You can do a basic Google search, and this will okay, pop up so and tell you this a, Garth, Wait, hold on. Let's, let's show the screen. Can Garfield, mm -hmm. can you show the screen? Hold on a second. I'm coming right now. By the way, Cap, how we do it here, you got to provide a source for your claim. No, I'm giving you the information right now. I'm telling you no, what you right can get. Right no, he doing, no, he right. He's telling me. I'm, I'm just going to look it up. I have no problem. Anything I quote, I can give you a source. We can take it right here online. Right that's, on. that's no problem. That's All I'm saying is that we don't need to be arguing and fighting. We need to agree that some all of us are not the same people. Some of us look alike, right, but a right, lot right. of us so come from different places. Okay, so the part, And don't put Abo of, on all American Indians, because American Indians ain't trying to claim Aboriginal. We, we claim our tribe. Hold on, bro. Not the French tribe, hey, not Cherokee, on. not Iroquois, our actual claim. Chautauqua Pony. Truth you're sharing. I can't hear your question. Truth. 
And like I said, again, this is not an argument. We just got to do better at stopping this misconfusion. Everyone is an African, just like everyone isn't a European. Everyone isn't a Berber. The Berbers come from North Africa. And if you know the history of the Berbers, they come from the lightest of light to the darkest of dark. You have Berbers that have blonde hair, light eyes. This is recorded history. You also know them as Iberians, the Ottoman Empire. Is everybody's mic working? Where God kill at? God kill at your mic working. Okay, he muted himself. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Can you, no, no, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I, I hear you. Thank I you. Hear make that dude break out a source on the, make that guy break out a source on the black Irish. I will not, I will not acquiesce to a faulty. Sam, we don't no, I don't want to listen. I just want to see it. Go get that. I do not. He's typing it in. What, what do you mean? We, we're online. Oh, let's not argue. What you mean? Not typing source, anything. Bro, not I, I just told source. you to listen. It's not argument. No, I just gave go you the source. The source. And you read and you read and prove your point, bro. I'm giving hold you the on, source. The man's looking for it. Why are we doing this? Come on now. Hey, let's not hey. act like this. We grown up here. Come on. Hey, respect this dude. Hello. Instead of can't hear anybody, you hold on a second. Let me double check this. Hold on a second. Like I said before, I have no narrative. Nonprofit uh, registered as a nonprofit American Indian organization. Look it up. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear all that. Bro. We can't hear. We can't hear on um YouTube. Hold on. Let me hear. Let me see something. Hold on a second. All right. Can you guys or allow hear? me or allow me to post a link in the chat and I give you the link in the chat? Yeah. Can you be quiet, my brother? Let me figure this out. Let me figure this out. Let me figure this out. All right. Um, go ahead and talk. Let me see if I can hear you. Um, say something. Um. You can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Truth story. Go ahead. Let me hear your voice. Yeah, he made up that black Indian shit. Truth <laughs> story. He made the black. Really? I'm no. still here on the panel. Can we got to do this. We can, can put the information in the chat. Can you hear me now? No, no. What you were saying was being said. So we saw. No. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah. All right. So basically, I was just getting back to what he was saying. Where on the records of dealing with the Black Irish are we looking now? Hmm? 
to what's this to the brother was saying that we could look at the congressional records about the Irish, the black Irish being sent from Ireland to America. You pull it up. All you got to do is type in 1820 to 1870 Irish immigration to America. It's going to pop up instantly. But I know about that. I got that part. We're talking about specifically the. Um, then once you open up in it, once you open up in it and you read their history. I got you. There we go. Hold on. There's actually a whole. You about to beat him up. No, no, you're not. beat him up. You cannot dodge the fact there's black Irish. Yeah, you're about to get beat up. Okay. No. Where, where do I wait? Explain I look, who right. black Irish. Hold on. Explain what? that. Hold on. Explain who they are. Black Irish are just like the Normans. Just like the Normans of Europe. They were melanated. Everybody of Europe is not pale skinned. Oh, they come from the light of the dark. Okay, okay, okay. Now I ain't got it. Consider swarthy. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what is it? Swarthy and tawny. What is Swarthy and Tawny? Swarthy and Tawny is how they identify. Right on, right on. Okay, now I get it. So, okay, melanated. Hold on. <laughs> okay, first of all, everybody <laughs> on the planet has melanin. Second of all, no, okay. Swarthy <laughs> and Tawny is how they're identified. Wait, Look hold it up on. You said melanated. Slow down. We're going to go slow with this, folks. Okay. You said melanated. Everybody on the planet has melanin. So now, right. So now we're going to deal with those black Irish, right? Well, who are the black Irish, as far as you, you know? Or as far as it's understood, I'll put it that way. The black Irish, they were Irish that were melanated, considered swarthy and tawny. Look right. up Why the though? Why swarthy though? and tawny. Why? Because of their skin complexion. Why? Because they were darker skin. And related to? They were still Germans. Okay, hold on. See, that's you don't know. The They're black not related Irish, to Africans. Figured, Africans did not exist when Africa hold did on, not my exist brother. at this time. Africa, Africa was not there. Wait, wait. So you're going somewhere else because Africa was already existing in, in the 1820s. Name so Africa. That. What's the original name? Not at my this brother, time. The, slow down. German, See, German, German colonies of Africa, no, 1500. We're dealing with this right here. Slow down. We can get to uh, when Africa was named. So we're talking about black Irish. Those yes, swarthy. Why were they called swarthy? And I ask you, and and this is their skin. No African descent. No African descent. Hold on. Where's your source for African descent? I gave you one that says otherwise. Okay, slow down. So now we want to forget about this and say African descent. You want a source for African descent for what? You're saying you're going to try to tie in that they were dark skinned because they were African, but they weren't. I didn't say anything about that. You're making an assumption. We're looking up the word that you just told me. Why would Swarthy. I say anything about African? Swarthy. Look it up. Right. Okay. So Swarthy's want me to look up? Okay. Swarthy. Okay. Fine. What is your point with Swarthy? Like, I'm trying to understand. What I you're would be jumping all over. No, because you asked listen, it. Listen, listen, hold on. We don't have to argue. What I'm, I'm saying not, is, I'm what what we're saying is you asked about Black Dutch. I'm telling you. No, we were talking about Black, Dutch, Irish. Black Irish. Black Irish as well. They're it's swarthy. That's identification. Dutch. Swarthy. What is swarthy? Okay. Slow down, brother. Black Irish is different from Black Dutch. That's one thing. Completely. No, they all francs at the end. They all go back to the House of Germanic francs. History. No, actually, the, the Germanic, the Dutch part does, but the, how they become the Black Dutch are totally different. And they, they come from the same Irish. house, my brother. No, it's not at all. The Black Irish is something totally different. Okay. This is what I'm saying. So if we want to talk about the black Dutch, you can, but the black Irish are different. I thought that's what we were talking about. We can talk about the black Irish. They all go back to houses. There's no okay. way around it. 
You can look them up. It's going to show their house name and when now they go I'm back. Now I'm looking at houses. Okay. Well, now no, house read Swarthy. We at Swarthy right now. Let's don't jump. I'm just saying. Oh, God, we, we, we time. Irish. Okay, so Swarthy. Let's get to Swarthy. Mm -hmm. You want me to look up Swarthy? So Swarthy. Hold on, Danny. So you're oh, Wait, I'm just trying to find out where we going. Danny, go back a second to Black Irish for a second. Well, hold on, because we have Swarthy Iris right on my screen, because this okay. is where he's going to go next. So let's deal with Swarthy, because he's going to take me to Swarthy. Should I just go to Swarthy Iris or go to Swarthy? Yeah, you can read Swarthy Iris. You can read okay. Swarthy. He's going to tell you the same thing. Okay. Okay. Okay, so we're going to go to Who Were the Black Irish, okay? All right. So we're going to go to Who Were the Black Irish. All right. The black, the term black Irish has been circulation among Irish immigrants. Those are people who left. So those are the people that you're talking about and their descendants for centuries. Yet of historical discussion it is almost never referred to in Ireland. There are a number of different claims as the origin of the term. The term is commonly used to describe people of Irish who will have dark features, black hair, a dark complexion and dark eyes. A quick review of Irish history reveals that Ireland was subject to, I'm sorry, the screen just went up. Um, subject to a number of influxes of foreign cultures. The Celts arrived on Ireland about the year 500 BC, right? Whether or not this was an actual invasion or rather more gradual migration and assimilation of the culture by the native Irish is open to conjecture, but there is sufficient evidence to suggest that there was later explanation, latter explanation is more likely. The next great influx came from Northern Ireland with Viking raiders occurring as early as 795 AD. Defeat of the Vikings at the Battle of Clontarf in the year 1014 by Brian Borrow marked the end of the struggle with the invaders and saw the subsequent integration of the Vikings into Irish society. The migrants became Gaelicized and formed seps or a kind of clan along Gaelic lines. The Norman invasion of 1170 and 1172 led by Strongbow saw yet another wave of immigrants many of whom fiercely resisted English, uh, blah, 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 blah. The plantation of Ulster in the 17th century saw the arrival of English and Scottish colonists in Ulster after the flights of the earls. Each of these immigrant groups had their own physical characteristics and all, with the exception of the Ulster planters, assimilated to some degree into Irish society. The Vikings were often referred to as the dark invaders or black foreigners, the Vikings. The Gaelic word for foreigner is Gaul and for black or dark is dub. Many of the invaders' families took Gaelic names that utilized their two descriptive words. The name Doyle in Irish, which literally means dark as in Viking yes. dark foreigner, mm -hmm. which revealed their like heritage it. as an invading force with dark intentions. Are you now saying that those people are the black? No, no, no. They will see. What are they? The physical descriptions. Swarthy. What is the definition of swarthy? No, 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 my brother. You what is their physical? Wait, no, what is their physical description? Please. What is their physical yeah. description? Come on, let's my don't do brother. that. What's their physical description? What's the definition at, of swarthy? Please slow down, please. We're looking at black Irish, which you told me to look up before the swarthy. Uh huh. And we're looking uh -huh. at who are slow down. We're looking at who are the black Irish, yep. right? And we're looking at why they are called the black Irish is because they were the dark invaders, being the Vikings that came in. Thus, the black Irish that they attribute to the black hair and the black eyes, the Vikings. So, are you saying that those were black Vikings, and that's why they're black Irish? 
Yes, they were swarthy people. What is the definition okay, so of the, swarthy? So now, so now, wait, hold on. So now we're saying the reason that we have black Irish is because the Vikings were now black. Can you prove that the Vikings were black? Can I prove in a description? Swarthy, what's the definition oh, of swarthy? Okay, so now we're going to leave the black Irish thing. So we see it comes from black Vikings. Now we're going to look up swarthy, right? Swarthy, fine, fine. Keep hollering swarthy. Here we go, swarthy. What's the definition of swarthy? Let's get to the definition of swarthy. Please give me the definition of swarthy. All right, sorry my computer is taking a little slow thing. Okay, swarthy. You want the definition? It says dark-skinned. Ooh. That's all I've been trying to say. Dark-skinned people are all over the planet. What they did in colonization was lumped us all under one name to keep us confused. Some of us come from different lands. So well, all I'm asking well, is to well, hold on, careful. Drop it, please stop. Please, we, drop it. please. I'm just, a dope. You what I'm saying? I'm not arguing and fighting. I'm not trying to tell nobody who they are. That is not my agenda. Uh -huh. I'm trying to say is some of us come from different places. And the uh -huh. problem is when we try to lump everybody as an African, it kills uh -huh. people's stories who actually have no, I have no problem with Africa. But my family no, no, is so records. You don't worry about Africa yet. We're going to bring that yeah. into No, what I'm saying is, is that my family records tie back to America through genealogy to the they point we... We're not talking about your family records. We can get to that. You're gonna, we're gonna get no, listen to what I'm... Let, let me finish okay, so sorry. you can hear the point I'm saying. The only point that I'm making is there are many of us of melanated skin that come from different no. regions. And to lump us into one category... Okay. is the mistake that's all i'm trying to say okay so cool, cool, cool. listen listen this is great watch how we tied it on so two words that kept coming up melanated right and, and i say melanated because hold it's on, easier to know melanation over watch, how that's this. Watch, watch watch you're gonna see it watch so we got melanated and swarthy right those were the two ones right because we keep going around those words and this but everybody keeps playing it with melanated and swarthy and swarthy does indeed mean i'm writing this down watch dark skin Watch, um, you're gonna see, um, you gotta make this clearer because this is how you you show me. Gail is dark skin, Fingale is like hold on, hold on, hold on. We got finishes in, in German. Cool. That's it. Cool, watch, watch, look, watch. This is how we do it because when I saw this years ago, this would make me like um, so much. And I keep saying this, this is how this all works. I keep forgetting bring your source now. I gave your source, bring your source. I am, I'm gonna give you how science is going to show it to you right in front of your face. No, 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 give no, me your no, source. I'm giving you a source. Name. God damn, let me go. I'll let you go. We went through swarthy. We are swarthy and melanated, right? Let's stay there because you mentioned those more than any other words. Watch, mm -hmm. oh, skin map, right? Well, come on, y'all, give me the right name. Uh, where is it? Give me the right exact name and just let me do this because I think we got to stop with melanated and swarthy. Remember, dark skin. Come on, y'all. What's the date of your source? <laughs> hold on, hold on for a minute. Wait a minute. Please, Slow down. Hey, hey, Truth, where you at? Hey, Truth, can hey. you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Truth, can, can you hear me? Listen, so we already recognize that he's going off of the skin, the eyeball test thing. No, I'm not you going off the eyeball five, test. Bro. That's why I said genealogy. Don't listen, do that. Hold on, bro. I did not I, say the eyeball test. Talk? Brother, brother. But don't misquote me. That's all I'm saying. We're, we're grown men. Did don't you? misquote me. If you misquote me, then I have the right to correct it. Check this out, bro. You're going to stop cutting me off, man. You're going to come on here like you're some type of damn intellectual cutting people off. We've been quiet. No, I'm not even acting that way, but just no, no, don't misquote me. I won't misquote nobody no, here. That way on the soft side going for it. Shut up and let somebody else talk, bro. Do that. Listen, you can say whatever you want. We both grown men.
Yeah, so Let's that's keep why it respectful. I'm not cursing out nobody. I didn't disrespect nobody. And I wouldn't allow you to misinform people. Now that I'm talking, you feel the need You're to You're misinforming talk. what I said I out my mouth, so I have the right bro, to correct you. That's all I did. You do not have a right to cut me off. I didn't cut you off. If you misquote me, I have the right to let you know you misquoting what I'm saying. I did not. I did not misquote you. You still talking. Shut the fuck up. What is genealogy, my brother? What is genealogy? No, not genealogy. No. Nigga, here, man. Hey, Garfield, get a nut, dude. He want to be the one to talk a nigga to death. You talking me to death, bro. Bueller, Bueller, this thing on. We're not gonna run from this no more. This got to be dealt with. Please. I'm telling you. Why are you doing that? Nah, I, I, I said two words, dude. And this dude started talking when I'm talking, man. He come on here like he was some type of intellectual with misinformation, talking reckless and crazy with no real sources. Because he see a source to say dark skin. That's gotta mean what? It don't mean nothing, bro. That's the point I was making. I never misquoted you. I'm talking about the source you brung, talking about dark skin is invalid of your damn claim. Most of the people on the planet got brown or dark skin, bro. What are you talking about? Bunch of misinformation crap. Oh, you see my, see my screen? That's what I'm trying to say. This is the link where science comes in because we're playing with the words swarthy and melanated and dark skin, right? And this proves it. This is why you see those words. It is based on science. When you look around the planet, all of those people that we're talking about, even these darker parts of Europe that you see, that's where swarthy and dark skin and melanated and all that we're talking about is coming from. This is what I keep saying. This is the alley you you don't realize because all the stuff we talk, it's the same word. Swarthy, melanated, dark, black, swarthy. We keep dancing. I'm saying the same thing. I'm, I'm saying the same thing you're saying. I'm saying the same thing you kept talking while I was talking, bro. I never misquoted him. You don't even know what he's talking about. I simply said his his source of, of, of swarthy or black Irish is totally not even a conversation of what complexion people are. We talk about genealogy based off DNA, the real genes, not because you wrote it down. And gave you a genealogy. I know what I'm talking about. Hey, well, quick, quick comment. Um, Danny, when you read the thing about the Vikings, right? Yeah, uh huh. And it said that they were um, dark skinned or black. Yeah, yes. Remember, whenever somebody is evil, they would use the term black to describe them also, their action. It was an adjective. Mm -hmm. so remember, we got to be careful when we're reading that. So that means. Mm -hmm. Let's look look at me and Jack Yellow for a second. We're talking about um, some guy named Black something, Black Douglas or Red Douglas, right? Mm -hmm. His hometown where he grew up in would not call him Black Douglas. But the enemy called him Black Douglas because of how easy he was when he defeated them and killed them. That's like the people, the enemies of him call him Black Hitler. But not his hometown. Irish are always talking about because if perverted the matter, there was an Iberian influence in there, and that's why those people also get some of those um, attributes to their hair and to their, um, their eyes 
which makes them different from the redhead and typical ones. And they even have blonde ones mixed in. So those black iris, they say somewhere down the line, have some Iberian link to a degree. You know what I'm saying? So he even perverted the history on that. That's why I didn't even know in Black Duchess for a totally different reason. Yeah, perverted the history. Uh, true. Mm-mm-mm. Crazy man. Yeah, didn't he, didn't he come on here like he like he's some damn intellectual, making up some shit, sounding crazy as hell. About fifteen million. 15 million black, get out of here with that, man. He said between 1820 and 1870, uh, 15 million black, melanated black iris. Let me bring him back on. Let me bring him back on. Hey, Cap, what is your source for the 15 million people in here? What is your source? Tab, stop muting the unmuting yourself. Tab, I got a question for you. What is your source for the 15 million? You need to get to that right now. That's what I'm trying to do. 15 million. Come on, we got 300 people watching live. Let's go. Come on, Tab. <laughs> they said somebody brushing their teeth. <laughs> the sources that you can check on this info like i said i'm not here to argue with no one to tell nobody who they are the sources you can check is congressional records you can check colonial records all i'm saying is if you study colonization if you study world you see all these people go back to these royal houses you will start to learn that they pulled the trick on the whole world they created this race thing to keep us confused like I said, I'm not. Nope, nope, not doing it. Not doing it. One question. What is your source? Don't tell me to check congressional records. You ain't going to pull out Dane Calloway on my ass. You're going to tell me where you got it from and show me, bring it up on the screen and share it with the people because you made it up. You made it up. Ain't no 15 million came no way. That's a lie. Okay. So what we do once hold again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, brother. Hold on one second, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to show something on the screen real quick, right? Nobody, nobody say a word. I want y'all to look at this for a second. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go in one of my sources right here. Let's go to the census of Native Americans. Let me see if I could pull this up real quickly here. Or after, let me just put census in here. Hold on one second, family. Bear with me one second. We got 300 people watching. They deserve. A respectful conversation. And I'm going to share my screen right now and show y'all something right right now. Look at this right here. Cab, you could come back. I just muted you because I'm not listening to that. You could come back in. I want y'all to look at it. This is from Wikipedia, right? This is the historical racial and ethnic demographics of the United States. I want y'all to look, right, at the population in 1820. I want y'all to look at the population in 1830. And I want y'all to tell me, Garfield, right now, how is it that there's more, less people than 15 million at 1830 for white population? 
So you're telling me, and there's 2 million blacks. So there's less than 15 million people in the entire country. But this idiot, I call him an idiot, is going to come on here and tell 300 people who's watching live that 15 million people came here. So ladies and gentlemen, so white people are lying. They don't want to tell us that there's 12 million whites here and 2 million blacks, but there's more blacks here. There's 15 million extra blacks who were Irish. It ain't going to work, buddy. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to work. You, I don't care what, I don't care what true story and, and what name want to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm, <laughs> Damn, man, what we do? I'm telling you, bullshit. You ain't going to pull that small talk over on me. Damn. You ain't going to do that. So if you don't have a score, shut up. Now, I'm going to ask you again. Hello. What is your story? Are you ready to you ready to act like what a grown man? Score? Unmute me so I can speak. Unmute me so I can speak. Or unmute. I Hello? ask you, where is your source? Where is your source? All right, now you're listen. You're yelling at us like, oh, like I told I you before. before. It's rackets. You're on Google. You can type that site in. Type in seven point ten Germans eighteen twenty to eighteen seventy. Why we gotta argue? I thought we were grown ups. We can't have a discussion. We got to cut, but we're supposed to be showing the best of our people this way. This, this is what we do. Oh, man. This is what oh, we man. do when somebody oh, says something that we don't agree with. Look at the That's population. all I'm saying. Type in. You keep acting. Listen, Look listen. Why are we yelling and screaming? We can't have a dialogue here. You're lying to our I am in. I called in on the phone. How can I give you the information? on the phone. I can give you the link and you can put it up on your screen. But her phone. Garfield. Come on, on now. On. Let's be Hold honest. On, Let's don't play you. that game. I got your side, Now, if you want to type in 15 million in Ireland and Germany between 1820 and 1870, it's going to pop up. How can I give you the source Garfield, on the phone, man? Come on now. Let's be on, honest. Brother. You want you want spirit here. I'm on your side. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. There was confusion. Say the source again, brother. What's the source? It's not about the source. Garfield, you're looking at 1820. He's going to make you look crazy if you don't let me finish. You're looking at eight. Go back to the screen. You're looking at 1820. Back for that number. He's saying between 1820 and 1870. Right? So that's the number you got to look at. You're not going to find 1820. You got to take that 50-year period. That's what you said, right, brother? Hello? Truth. How would that mean? make him Native American, bro, coming from Ireland, though, yo? No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, he's saying that between that period, Irish and German people came over this 15 million number between 1820 and 1870. What? And he's also saying that. Is he using it, though? Yeah. Because American. he's trying. He's that, though, bro. No, because listen, the reason why I'm showing you, I'm showing you how people go ahead, brother. My bad. No, I was saying you can speak for yourself. I'm not gonna speak for you. You can speak. That's all. Oh, you pause. All I was trying to do is show you in history. It mixed a lot of us up and renamed us to under a new category. Show. I'm not here trying to knock nothing nobody's doing. I'm just showing that there's a that a lot of us have different stories. That's all I'm saying, my brothers. That's all I'm trying to say. So 
I just gave you the source. I'm on the phone. I can't type it in on the phone, but I can give it to anybody, any one of y'all that's on the computer. Your, your man just told you the years, 1820 to 1870. If you yell and scream, you're going to look bad. because I said I found the source. Now here, let's take a look at Library of Congress. Nah, bring my homie back, yo. Don't, don't kick him off. Oh, man. Uh, let me bring you back on. Yeah, we just having a dialogue. Right, Cap, let him let, let him go, Cap, because he right. got the source from Library of Congress. Of course, it's right here. All right. The Irish Catholic immigrants came to America during the colonial times, too, and not all Irish Catholic immigrants were poor. All right? Okay, let's move down to when they came here. Um, okay. In Ireland's 1845, the fungus which decimated potato crops created a devastating mm -hmm. crop. Starvation plagued Ireland, and within five years, a million Irish were dead, while half mm -hmm. had arrived in America to start a new life. All right? Now, in fact, Ireland's population decreased dramatically throughout the 19th century. Census figures show an Irish population of 18.8.2 million in 1841. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if it's only 8.2 million Irish people, how could 15 million come out of 8.2? Point number one. Point number two, 6.6 .6 million a decade later and only 4.7 million in 1891. They're showing how the population is decreasing dramatically. All right? Between 1820 and 1860, the Irish constitute over one-third of all immigrants to the United States. In the 1840s, they comprised nearly half of all immigrants to this nation. Interestingly, pre-famine immigrants from Ireland were predominantly male, while in the famine years and aftermath, entire families left the country in later years. The majority of Irish immigrants were women. What can these statistics tell us about life in Ireland during this period? Now, it says here from the Library of Congress.gov, this is for teachers to use in their classroom. So this is a legitimate source. So now I'm asking you, my brother, if the population was only 8.2 million, how did 15 million come here when they were being ravished by starvation? I'm asking you right now, how did you get the 15 million figure? And this is from a source from the United States government. So can you clear that up for me, my brother? I'm kind of confused. Where's he at? Okay. Or man at. Come back here, Cab. I know what you're going to say. Hit him, Cab. Yeah, Go. I can clear that up. Unmute me and I'll clear it up. Hello? Yeah. It's clear as day. Simple. I told you in the beginning, 7.5 million Irish and 7.5 million Germans. I knew Makes he was going to say that. Million, my brother. <laughs> you're trusting the points that I'm trying to give you. I'm giving you evidence. Okay. I got you. Look at this. I got you. I got you. Right on, Me, Irish, 7.5 million people, my brother. Okay. Hey, hey, bro. Can you read what's on the screen? I'm not finna come here to bring no lies. I love my people too much to lie to any one of my people. That's what I said. Rewind the tape. I said 7.5 million Germans, 7.5 million Irish. Here we go. It is My brother. Quiet. It is estimated that as many as 4.5 million Irish arrived in America between 1820 and 1930. Where are you getting your numbers from? 1820 to 1870, my brother. 1820 to 1830. Listen. No, 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 no,
4.5 is the first. The rest came in the second, my brother. Don't be so antsy. Bro, it is estimated that as many as 4.5 million Irish arrived in America. Irish. This yeah, he got you with that one. Yeah, we got you. No, you're not hearing what I'm saying. 4.5 on the second trip. How many was on the first trip? The first trip, you said between 1820 and 1870. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When he started reading, he told you a bunch of them left during the potato famine. So both of them left between the potato famine. Then the rest, then the next 4.5 million left later. Hold on, no way. Hold on, brother. Hey, bro, are you suggesting? Hold on, are they? Hold on, yo. Is they Is he suggesting that these people are actually coming from Africa and ended up in Ireland? Is that what you're saying, brother? No, what I'm trying to, trying to say is, saying. what I'm trying to say is, you had dark-skinned people all over. You had got dark-skinned people in Asia. You got dark-skinned people in Europe. That's what I'm trying map to say. On the skin map again. That was you trying to say. Where's your source to your skin map? Where's your source? Who? Where did they get the information? In what year to create the skin? Listen, listen to my question. If the skin map data was collected in, no, I found the source where he got. Come on, okay. Here it goes. Right here. See, the wave of immigration affected almost every city and almost every person in America. Look at this. From 1820 to 1870, over 7.5 million immigrants came to the United States. But look at this, family. It's talking about Irish and German, but it's talking about immigrants on a whole. You see where the 7.5 million got in this argument now? You see, you got to track a pseudo. You got to know how to track what they're saying. <laughs> It's not saying seven and a half million Irish and German. It's saying seven and a half million completely immigrants. You see, look at the statement. From 1820 to 1870, over seven and a half million immigrants came to the United States. It didn't say Irish and German. But look at what it says after. More than the entire population of the country in 1820. Nearly all of them came from Northern and Western Europe. About a third from Ireland and almost a third from Germany. Dagger. So a third of the 7.5 and a third of Ireland. So I mean, that means, ladies and gentlemen, seven and a half, a third of that, which would be two something million and another two million come from Ireland, which agrees with the previous source that I showed right here. So, so ladies and gentlemen, should I continue with this chap guy? You see, yes. I'm not um, and I'm not, I'm not true historian. I'm not letting them slide. I learned from them. Stay on the point. That's it. We gonna hey, go Phil. Go Phil. But now, brother, Listen, keep reading, Garfield. You're stopping short. If you keep reading, you're gonna find out more, more than an indigenous service and so-called slaves in America at that time came from Europe. Keep reading the article. Don't pick and choose, my brother. Let's put but the no, truth out here. But hold on, but hold on, but nobody's arguing whether it was. <laughs> I'm trying to tell him if you keep reading, you will see the numbers. There's seven, there's 15 million that came between them too. Keep reading. Oh, brother, you just told us how many came between them. So you're telling me this torch is wrong. What I'm trying to tell you, if you keep reading, they will break it down the years and times and how many came in total, my brother. You are just denying because you are just being a damn. Oh my! How am I denying? How am I denying if I'm telling you keep reading the article? There's more information in the article. It says it right here. That's all I'm saying. Listen, nearly all of them came from Northern and Western Europe. About a third 
from Ireland and almost a third from Germany. Out of keep reading. Nine. Keep no, no, no. Keep reading, my brother. Please, please keep reading. Keep reading, please. Because I know the article that you read from him. I'm telling you, keep reading. Like your man told you, you're gonna look foolish. Keep reading, please. Cab, you try to get me on your side. That's the sucker food. Don't do that. <laughs> no, because you even know if you if you read this article, it's gonna say something down Cab, towards you Cab, get to the bottom Cab, of it. That's all I'm saying. Hold on, brother. I not only read from it, I teach from it, but you're trying to give us Irish history, which you don't know then, but you try I'm to I'm not trying to give you Irish on, history. On, I'm just showing you numbers. Let me get this off. What you're then trying to do is behind that is mixing that some of these people were back to melanated and swarthy who were sent over there. Yes. That's the whole point of mentioning Irish immigration. Yes. 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 Right. Right. They're showing that they mix people, that they lump people in that came uh, from different areas and uh, put them under one name. Uh, oh, That's all slow I'm down. Slow down, Cap. So now we are back at the black Irish and this whole melanated swarthy thing. And we went through that. So now we're technically back at like black Vikings is what you're trying to now tell us there were, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. You have, you know, had darker skin Vikings and lighter skin. Dub Gale Fingale. That's their name. No, Dub Gale right. and Fingale. You right. read that. So the whole we're now at these black Vikings. And then the argument is going to be. Are you going to say we want all over the world and we're the founders of all these things, including... Oh, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. That is not okay, what so I'm saying. I don't believe Vikings. in that. How we get to No, the Vikings. only reason... Listen, the only reason I'm mentioning that these different people, to let mm -hmm. it be known, there was different... There was people of melanation yeah, all over the planet. I heard you. Go ahead. I'm Go saying ahead. melanated because that's uh -huh, the only uh -huh. term that the audience can... You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to say black. I don't like black. Yeah, everybody has melanin. People yes. just have just have more than others. Everybody has melanin. Go, based on what? Right, wait, wait, hold on. Slow down, Cat. Why would they have different amounts of melanin? Hold on a second. Depending yeah. on yeah. depending on your depending on your ability to absorb sunlight. Okay, quick. In the area that you live in. Stop, 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 stop. Please, this is a breaking moment. They have different amounts in the melanin <laughs> based on their ability to absorb uh -huh. sunlight. And that crazy dude who just yeah. been laughing has been saying to people for years that it's based on science. And you yourself, right now, just a minute, that is based on science for the different levels of melanin. Yes? I didn't say science. I said location oh, for sunlight. <laughs> no, because I, I have a question. True story. If you yes, shave sir. a polar bear that lives in the north, if you shave animals man. that live in the northern hemisphere, what color is their skin? It's Cap, black because they on, live in a lesser area. Cap, they have to absorb more heat. Right you this is an all-living thing. Levels of sunlight is why the melanin levels are different. Did you not say that? Come yes, on, man. I just I just said that, and I'm showing you how it works. What are you talking about? If you shave a polar bear or any northern animal, their skin is black. Including the human. And Q, no, if you shave our skin off, no, we peek yourself under it. What are you talking about? Okay, so my point is stop conflating it. We're talking about the people who have different melanin levels based on the sun thing that you mentioned yourself just now, Cap. That's yeah, science. Yeah, that's what sunlight. That's science. You see, that's okay. a breaking moment for all of us. That's science. When you're talking about these different levels of melanin. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at the planet and you see these different levels of melanin, you say, hey, what is that based on? Because it seems like all these people around these different 
latitude and longitude points have these not only these same similar colors but similar facial features based on how they're getting this sun which is affecting these melanin levels as well as their physical attributes so they don't have to all be on the same quote-unquote continent but they could be around the world just in between those same things and look and have similar features does because that of the regions correct based on that <laughs> No, that doesn't that doesn't make sure the same people. And that's all I've been trying to say, True. That's all I've been trying to say. I got a question, Cap. Can I, I get in for a minute? Can I get in for a minute? My brother, I have a question for you. If there were 15 million Irish and German immigrants, which we proved is incorrect, what's here? Wouldn't that and if they were black, wouldn't that make not black, all of them? Wouldn't that make the black population more higher than they were? No, because not all of these immigrants were of dark skin. Okay. A lot of the ones that was a lot of the ones that were dark skin, if you study history, they went into this, they moved down to the south and became landowners, some of them. Then you had American Indians of darker skin that were identified as black Dutch or black Irish to remain landowners during the 1861 and 1862 American Confiscation Act. Like I said, I'm just pointing out that there's all different things in different people's stories that everybody don't come from the same place. Yes, a lot of us look alike, but a lot of us do have different stories. That's all I'm here trying to say. I would never tell everybody here that you're Indian because I don't know Bro. your story. You know what I'm saying? Nobody Man, knows your story. You but you eat personality. Yeah, can, I can hear you. Can you hear me, bro? Can you hear me? What I'm saying is, have you taken a DNA test? No, tribal, hey, our tribal rules, we don't take. Oh, Listen, oh, I'm a tribal hey, member. Hey, hey, you asking a question, let me answer. Can I answer? Do -do vision. Can I answer? Do -do yeah, you said no, you said no. Hey, 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 I said no, because let me finish. Can can I next point? I heard the no. Hold on a second. Can I tell you why the no? Because in tribal conditions, we do not take DNA tests for tribal members. We have to do genealogy. Brother, yes. I heard the no. Let me make my point now. What I'm telling you is, you shouldn't use science or none of that because now you're trying to tell me everybody don't know where the hell they came from, bro. Everybody always gets that wrong. And the best way to do it in 2019 is called DNA No, not for tribal. See, in my case, that wouldn't work. Tribal members can't use DNA. We got to use genealogy. We have to use family record. You cannot be admitted into a tribe through DNA. DNA, bro, you made it up. No, no, I'm not. I'm trying to look at tribal registration. You cannot use DNA. I would not lie to you, my brother. You have to use genealogy. Hello, everybody still there? You? Yo. You? Everybody? Yo. I'm here. I don't know what happened. Everything went blank for a second. All right. All right. Um, 
Doodoo Vision, are you going to call in, brother? Call like, in. I was trying, like I was trying to tell the brother, on Kataba Saponi, you cannot take a DNA test. You don't have to take my word for it. Look them up on the website. Their registry is there. They're going to tell you. You have to do genealogy. You have to bring family records, birth certificates, death certificates, court records, land ownership. That's how you get into a, an American Indian tribe. And that's all we're saying. Some of us have this that prove who we are. And to make us somebody else, that, that's what some of the things. I'm not, I'm not claiming Aboriginal and all this other stuff. I'm an American Indian. You claim Wakamaw, right? That's what you claim, right? Wakamaw on Catawba Saponi. Wakamaw okay. is a branch of the Saponi. Can you prove that to us right now? Can I prove it to you? Yes, I can. Uh, I can come back and give you my genealogy. That's no problem, my brother. Yeah, yeah. I want. I want. I don't believe you. I, I got to see that. Like I said, I'll bring it back to you. Let me back on, and we can display it to the world, my brother. I have no problem. Oh man, where's this thing at? I wanted to respond to what you just said. Where's Where's Danny? Danny, unmute your mic, bro. Oh, you have an email I can send it to? Hold on a second, my brother. Yeah, you can send it to daggersquad1 at gmail.com. Yeah, I don't believe none of you guys, man. Until y'all show me a source. I had no problem with that, but my question is this. When we come back live on the air and we reveal these records and you see that I am a registered tribal member to the Kaptaba Saponi, what would you say then, my brother? Well, I'll accept that you are who you say you are, but I need to see the evidence myself. I don't believe you. I don't know you from nowhere. I need proof. That's all I'm oh, saying. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's no problem. Like I said, you have no argument here. Everybody I should be able to prove for I was born in Jamaica. I was born in Kingston Public Hospital. I got to show you a birth paper, right? I got to show my yes, birth you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah, I have no problem showing all my records. Like I said, I'm going to email Irish, it to you. So you're Irish? From, you're Irish? So are you Irish? Am I Irish? No, I have some Irish incest, ancestry in my genealogy. Yes. But oh. me personally, directly, I'm not Irish. Okay. All right. So, okay. So what are you, what are you basically claiming? I, I am Catawba Saponi. I descend from Jeremiah Bunch. The Catawba Saponi oh, from the Bunch family. Come Study on. the genealogy. Listen, Come on. you're trying to tell me who my ancestors are. I'm going to send you my records. Then what you're going to say. Making it up, bro. So now once you see on my records that I descend from Jeremiah Bunch, what would you say? Will you give me a public apology? Will you give me a public apology on air? Email. You say you're going to send it to email. Send it right now. Go ahead. Send it to email. Well, I'm doing it. Listen, I'm on my way to the computer to send it to you. I'm not going nowhere. I want the world to see this. I don't believe a word you're saying. And I'm glad that you're doubting because you're going to look foolish when you uh, show it to the world. I don't believe a word that you're saying out of your mouth. Doodoo Vision. Call in, man. 1-800-518-2817. Call in. Dudu probably ain't gonna call in. He got too much information to drop on you, Garfield. Right? Yeah, I told you this is a Tontinous Assembly, a nonprofit 
American Indian registered organization. We are registered to the United States government. We are American Indians. You're making a mistake. United States government. We are 501C. That's what nonprofit American. Slow down, slow down. Then many people can be a 501C3. Why is that special? Because you know what I'm trying to No, listen to what I'm saying. We are a nonprofit American Indian organization. You can look up a talk to this assembly. So, how can we get the name American Indian if we're not? Because we are a non-profit. No, 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 no. Fall under a different category. Does it fall under? We're tribal. We have tribal membership that allows us to do that. You, you can't identify as this if you don't have it. So you're using the name from the Spotwood Treaty. That's what you're using. No, I'm using my genealogy that shows my family records. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. This is Garfield. Assembly. A U C H T T O C T O N E S space A S S E M B L Y I N C registered in Georgia. Okay. Nonprofit organization, American Indians. Anybody can be a, a um No, you anybody can't claim legally American Indian without paperwork, my brother. I got my native saying that he fake. I got my native family saying he fake. So I'm gonna rock with my native family until he proves himself right. And they know him very well. Listen, so, your man is looking up right now. You finna get embarrassed, buddy. No, I'm trying right. to just understand. What's the what's what, you got a website? Yeah, there's a website. We uh we run a talk show five days no, a week. Your, what's your website? How to be the a website at tauntinessassembly.com. Same name. Spell you can find everything under Tauntinessassembly. Wait, hold on. A U C H T O C T O C T O N E S. Space with a website, put it all together. A S S E M B L Y dot com. A taunting okay. system. Hey, Hira Charm, why are you in the, why are you in my chat? Don't you disrespect me on other people's chats all the time, brother? Why are you in my chat? Why are you here? What is so fascinating about Garfield that you want to be in his chat? I'd, I'd really love to know. Come on. Let me let me know. I really want to know why are you here? Kataba Saponi, Leon Stat. I can't spell shit. I can't even spell the final Kataba of South Carolina, Cap. Kataba Saponi. Yes, we have a set that's in South Carolina in the South, and we have a set that's in Ohio. Where's your tribe? Where you have a set. I just said a set in South Carolina, and the other set is in Ohio, Northern and Southern. We gonna find out right now. No, I can't I'm find, find you, Northern and Southern. Well, hold on. A U T O C H T O A U C H. I'm waiting for the email, by the way. Wait, hold A- on. What? A- I'm sorry, bro. U- oh, just let me know when you're ready. A U C H C H T O C T O C T O N E S T O N E S. A S S E M B L Y dot com. Right, so I'm gonna take that, put that there, put that up there, and go control read.com. And then I'm gonna go to, yeah, there you go. There you go. Now I got it. I'm my fault. I was spelling all retarded. Like I said, I would not come up here. No, about no, 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 so, people. so where I go ah. to the about part, yeah, you can go to about our mission statement, and everything is there. Where is the thing with the recognition from the American government? 
Is that the all? American government, that's the registration. If you go into Georgia.biz, you'll see how we're registered. Oh. Wait a minute. So you don't look up a business registration. What do you mean, Garfield? If you're a businessman, how do you look up a business registration? That's what government. To that government. Like if I was in Florida, it would be Sunbiz. If I'm in New York, it would be NYBiz. That's how you look up a, a company's registration. You do know this, right? Native American. That's what we need. We need something like that. No, I'm American Indian, and I'm sending you my genealogy and my history. You will have to read. What, what are you yelling and screaming about? You ain't going to fool me, bro. You ain't going to fool me. Who am I fooling? You're, you're the one. I'm giving you everything you asked for. So what's the argument about? What, what's the anger for? I don't have any anger. I just don't believe you. Then that's your right not to believe me. But I'm telling you, if you want to look up a business, Garfield, how do you look up a business? You well, look it up through that state's you look it through that state's business registry. Hey, what are you talking about? Hey, what's up, Garfield? Hey, y'all pull up that website that he talked about and go to the south. Because when you show uh membership in there, they do they do genetic analysts. That's on his website. Oh, oh, snap. Hold on, hold on. True story. Go on the website. Well, I'm on the website right now. Share it. Share your screen, bro. Share your screen. Somebody just caught him, caught him out there. That's I'm on the website right now. Here we go. Look, 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 look. I don't think it's even his website. Well, yes, it is. Cat Grand Rising Show. Here you go. Is this it right? Am I got the right one? Right? That's, that's the website. Part of God. I'm just trying to learn what it is. So Yeah, yeah. That's the website. Attention okay. Assembly. Is that it, bro? Autonomous Assembly. You're correct. Right. So Yo. what am I looking at? Huh? I'm, I was going about just to try to understand why wouldn't you have this recognition of by American Indians as part of this stuff? Because for each tribe, hold on, each hold tribe on. you have to stop, 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 stop. answering this question. Then he just ask me a question. Look at what he said. Read it. A Tatalist Assembly is a non-profit organization dedicated to raising up indigenous Americans' voices by using genealogy, also known as family history, is the study of families and the tracing of their lineages and history. Genealogists use oral interviews, historical records, genetic analysis. What is genetic analysis? Genetic analysis is a person that's called a hold on Garfield, a G hold on, a forensic genealogist. Look it up. Look up what a forensic genealogist oh, is. Forensic genealogist. Look it up. Forensic genealogist. They use DNA, brother. No, they do not. Look up a forensic genealogist. <laughs> why, why are we arguing and yelling? You got a computer. Look it up. Don't embarrass yourself, my brother. Don't embarrass yourself. Genetic genealogist. Genetic. What it says? Genetic. Forensic. What? Forensic genealogist. I'm not looking for forensic genealogy. That's not what it is. Go back. Go back. Go back. That oh. is forensic genealogist. What are you talking about, my brother? Reunite the remains of servicemen with their families using DNA analysis. Okay, so they use DNA. Okay. Okay. They use DNA. And what do they use DNA for? Your family. Okay, your okay. So, family. So your mother, your brother, your sister, your grandmother. What does DNA do for us? What does DNA do for you? If you don't have family members, that DNA can't tie you back into a family member. Okay. You need you need a family member. Chromosome cladogram to identify the main He's using DNA tests, analyzing DNA test results. What we, are you talking about? Listen, Garfield, you are jumping through. They're using it on your family members. Like if they're testing me and my brother, my mother, my sister. So you cannot. DNA. You guys said DNA is not real. 
No, who? See, you're putting words in my mouth. Hold on, hold I never on, came on, in here and said on, that. Two Go back, go back to the page. The Garfield, when did I come and say that? Please stop, quote stop, me. Stop, when did I say that? Yeah, stop for a second, please. Stop for a second. Just go back. Go back to the previous page. Hey, thank you, Carla. Thank you, bro. Go back to the, go back to the previous page. Um, true story. Mm -hmm. so now, right. we know what a genetic analysis is. A genetic analysis is genetics, DNA. Of your family, Garfield. Of so, your personal family. So, so, so okay. what's hard with the? You don't understand the definition. What that means? It's meaning. It's, it's using DNA from me, my brother, my mother, my sister, my direct family. Oh, you said that we don't do no DNA. You said that we don't use DNA. You can't use DNA. You cannot use a DNA test to get tribal acceptance. You said that earlier. We don't Listen use to what I'm saying, Garfield. You cannot yeah. use DNA to get tribal acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Now, once you're a tribal member, they'll use my DNA, my brother's DNA, my grandmother's DNA to put that on file because we all have the paperwork to match. You just can't go out, take DNA tests and tie people in that way. They're going to want paperwork. Next point. Next. Yeah, but genetic analysis has to do all with genetics and microbiology. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not arguing that, but it's dealing with it's dealing with that person's family. You get what I'm saying? DNA, but it goes into DNA sequences. Even what's going on. Now, I'm not a DNA guy, so you know I don't really get into this. But yeah, it it's dealing like with the sequences of your family, your tribal oh, members. Come on, let me finish, man. We got genetic analysis is one of the big things. And it seems like for some reason, why run from DNA if DNA can help prove that? Because you're clearly doing it in some fashion because you're using genetic analysis. And it's only to look at this. This is all genetic analysis and it's tied mm -hmm. to DNA. So come on, we can't act like you're not using DNA, which would be a smart thing to do to try to. No, listen, but listen to what I'm saying. Once you have the paperwork to prove that you tie in, then you would get your genetic material and they match it to your family to keep it on file. You can read it for yourself. I'm not making anything up. Yeah, but matching to your family is going to, when you take this DNA test, you're going back not just to your immediate family. And you know that. You're trying to tie no, back. No, no, no. Tribal, there's no tribe that's going to let you enroll off a of straight DNA. You have I to do it. I didn't say straight DNA. You know that. You just said all these no, no, other I'm not, I, I, I never said you did. I never said that you did, my brother. Gotta, what, the point that I'm making is that you have to do the genealogy. You just can't take a DNA test to find out if you go back to a tribe. You have have to do so you're, the wait, so you're in so you're in georgia but you got a base in georgia yes have hey, y'all done have y'all done any work with either the cherokee or the creek freedman yeah what's up Carla? yes the creek freedman right now they're fighting their law case we actually aired it when they were fighting the law case are they going about these things in the same way hold on one second By the way, brother, we're still we're still waiting for his records. Yeah, we're still waiting for your records, Cab. Cab, are you guys federally recognized? Thank you, Carla. Appreciate it. Are you guys are you guys federally recognized? You have a branch that's federally, and you have a branch that's state. There's over a thousand state recognized tribes, five hundred and seventy-three federally recognized tribes. And what I was telling the brother is, you cannot take a genealogy test to get tribal enrollment. 
You don't I have to take that. my word for it. Y'all can call any tribe and they're going to say the same thing I'm telling you. I forget you calling the red hammer, whatever them people. Nobody's saying that. No, I'll talk about the caller that just called in. Oh, keep yelling about, yeah, not you. When he was like, oh, DNA. No, you can't take the DNA right. test right. to, to get enrolled. Have you the records yet, brother? Have you emailed the records? The records about to be compiled in row. I'm sending you the whole file, brother. But in the meantime, you said that you work with the Creek Freedmen. Now, these people were um, emancipated and they're trying to legally go about do these things along with the Creek Freedmen and other people. Why don't why don't you have a connection to this movement? Because they've been doing this for a century. But that's the thing. Some of us do. See, the problem that happens with the American Indian thing, I don't know where it happened. Somehow, but, but, all of us brother, got lumped. Listen, 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 but but part of most of it with all that claim is right here in the first sentence. They recognize that they're African Americans. That's the creek. I'm not a creek. Hold on. There's also the creek. There's also the um, Cherokee. There's also the Choctaw. Yeah, you're five oh, civilized tribes. I'm a Catawba Sapani. I'm right. not in, in the, one of them groups, so that wouldn't apply to my tribal members or my tribe. You see what I'm saying? Right, but I'm saying you said you have a relation to them. Like, why Why isn't something like dealing with them and seeing how they're doing it? Because they're going through all of this stuff, and they've been doing it for a century. The same as us, as the Catawba Sapani. We still have all our stuff. A lot of us still have our land. See, there's something... The problem is, if you'll let me finish real quick, the problem is people hear the five civilized tribes and they think that's all it is. I'm going to say it again. There's 573 national recognized tribes. There's over a thousand state recognized tribes. You get what I'm saying? There's more tribes than people even know about that people tie into. So before we lump everybody in one pot, that's all I'm saying. Before we lump everyone in one pot, it's best for everybody to do their own family history, find out who you are. That's all I'm right, saying. Who's, who's lumping people into one pot? What I mean is when some of us are saying American Indian, then y'all say we able. Everybody's not saying that. All of us don't represent that. All of us not standing right, so, behind. So now, so this is the same thing with the, with the Hebrews and other sects. I don't mean to lump you in with them. You expect the layman to just know that there's 27 different versions. Some people say I'm Aboriginal. You now calling yourself Indians, but other ones tell me they're not Indians. And this one say I'm Indigenous. Like, how is the person supposed to know all of these varied things? Because there's nothing seem to be cohesive about it. But you that's said Indian a number. Hold on. You said Indian a number of times and there's people who's yelling up and down that I ain't no Indian don't call me no Indian. But that's them. If that person don't identify as an Indian, I'm not finna call him an Indian. Some of but us you do. Identify, hold on, but you identify with Indian for legal reasons and identification like you stated, but they're saying they don't need to identify as Indian to get those same uh, things. Well, be well they're wrong. Which one is well, it? They're wrong. They're, uh, I'm saying oh, right now, they're wrong. Yeah, there's no, there's no way around that part. Right, but do yeah, you see on the outside, if those people are wrong, why isn't there discussion amongst that, which is the best way for y'all to proceed before it well, comes if you, if you follow us, if you follow us, that's what we do. If you're misquoting the American Indian, we do show up and let people know there's a difference. That's what I mean. We can't lump everybody. Indian that they Aboriginal. But what, listen, people claiming Aboriginal, that's a French word. What's Aboriginal? But they'll tell you that Indian, you ain't no Indian, India's in Asia. Well, they can say that, but the term used toward India, the real name of that is Hindustan. The term India didn't get applied to way later. 
If you break yeah, down, I need to take up amongst yourselves because then they're gonna argue about Aboriginal means one thing. You can say, yeah, yeah. yeah. but you, you got to remember that's people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because each to each they own. I can't speak for no one else. I can only speak. You know what I'm saying for me and let you know my truth. I'm not trying to force nothing on nobody. I'm just telling you my truth. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, on, on, on Go ahead, on talk. Yes, yeah, so I like y'all can't hear. First of all, they, they do throw people off the board based off the, yeah, the evidence. They absolutely, you know, you saying they don't do that, bro? No, you cannot get enrolled into the Catawba Saponi off of DNA. That. He said people getting kicked off, man. Listen to I what can't he hear him. I, listen, listen, listen. We don't have to hear. He's very low, so it's hard for me to make out what he's saying. So why did you respond then? Because I'm responding to what it sounds like he said. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Uncle. I said was they actually kicked people off based off of that. Remember Rick Kittle did a test? Yeah. The test uh the level of that. And so they was actually kicking people off the road based off the DNA evidence. Second point, what what does he mean by Indian, American Indian? What are you talking about, man? Give us please tell us what you're talking about, bro. Because you just ran us around a rabbit hole. We don't even know what the hell you're talking about. American Indians are a lot of us who can identify to the original tribes back on this land through genealogy, through records. No, you have you have tribal records that go back 1200, 1300s. You have you have shipping records to the 1500s, 1600s. Hey, you know what I'm doing? <laughs> See, uh, I've got one more spot uh, side that I want to get. Hey, Corimio, I'm going to give you one more opportunity to delete your comments about Rick Kittles. You have never done a damn genetic class, and you're half-ass, fake Jamaican ass in the chat trying to disrespect a man that went to school for eight years for damn biological biology and all this stuff you're going to talk about, you clowning Rick Kittles. Get the F out of here, man. I hate you niggas. Delete your comment or get out my damn chat. You guys are a disgrace. Never did a damn college course you want to disrespect Rick Kittles. Get the hell out of here, man. I hate you niggas. And like I was saying before, is yo, that... Yo, stop, 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 man. What are you snapping at me for? Somebody else that has nothing to do with me. Yeah, well, shut up then. Listen, that's disrespectful, my brother. That's not how... Yo, delete your comment or get the F out my channel, bro. Get out my channel, because you whack as hell. You whack as hell. I don't need you on my channel. You are whack. This is why you can't come on the chat because you still ain't show the show, show the source for Utah yet with your dumb ass. Still ain't show the source yet. This is why we coming for all of y'all next. Stupid asses. Now, now you cab, send the email, then you come back on my chat. Because you're not in no damn tribe. You can't be slick. I'm not playing this ticket-top game with you guys. I'm not doing it. Now, you Carimio with your fake Jamaican ass. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Head out of here, man. Don't disrespect Rick Kittles. You never been to a damn school in your life. This man went to school to study genetics and you gonna disrespect him in front of me? Head out of here, that bullshit, man. Don't talk about it's Judah. Judah is, is goddamn whatever. Get the hell out of here, that bullshit. And all y'all could come off too. Cause get get Karimio, come up in here 
and go challenge God for you right now. Come up in there and get this work. You don't tell us who we are. Get out of here, man. Oh, disrespect Rick Kittles. <laughs> Adrian Padilla, you funny as hell. All y'all dudes is damn crazy up in here, man. Y'all crazy. Never did a biology course in college and you're going to disrespect Rick Kittles. Oh, I clown him. It's ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Now, whenever, whenever, Cab, whenever you have your thing, you could come back in. Oh, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff got to going on with you too, bro. I could have been cussed you out, but I, I had you on the line. I had you here for a reason because I wanted to see who would come in the chat. And the person came in the chat and he ran off now when I said call in. Come on, doodle vision, call in, man. Call in. Why don't you call in, brother? Or get a link. Got the link for you. How the hell you mix with Irish and Native American, but but you over here? Come on, man. What, what, how you get that? And still when we show him the number is not 15 million, he ain't admit yet. He ain't admit that he was wrong about that 15 million yet. He ain't respond yet. <laughs> Fit to worry fitness. You funny as hell. These niggas is running scams. That's what they're doing. They're running a scam. Hey, go, 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 yeah. go ahead, bro. I told you to go ahead and put him on a daddy's squad so we can just beat him up daily. And really take our time with a concise conversation and finish their ass off. They know what it is, yo. So what was he saying? What, what, what did he say? Why he's an American Indian? Yeah, he, he's, he's an American Indian. The dumbest shit ever, yo. <laughs> so hold on, bro. The next point is, so he's saying they just took DNA tests for their mother and father. Like, that's the lie right there. That's exactly. The exactly. That's the tell. Doodoo -doo Vision, are you going to call in, my brother? Are you going to call in? Or are you going to keep running to? Which one is it? Come on, Kurimio. Come on, man. Come on in. And while you at it, subscribe to the Dagger Squad. <laughs> And why you, hey, Boom Shaitan, what's up, bro? You used to what's be up? crazies, man. Did you, did you used to take meds when he was claiming that shit, bro? No, man, no, man. Oh, man but check it. Dude just, just pulled the goddamn running back move on, on you. He damn stuck a damn leg, leg out. You all went for it. Then he damn shook you. The damn issue is, yes, his mother, grandfather, whoever, he may have records for those people. What about the ancestors prior to them? What did those people come from. Yeah, he might be part of a damn Indian tribe now because he has paperwork going back to the damn 1800s. What about the 16, 15, 14, 13, 12? Did those people come from Africa? You know, would D DNA would show that those people, some of his ancestors from that era came from damn Africa. They like to damn chop it off at the, at the 1700s like they just suddenly sprouted from the ground in the damn 1700s. What about 1,000 years ago, 500 years ago? You know, that, that's, the, that's the damn pump fake they, they like to try and, 
try and pull on you now, you know, like they just sprouted from the ground in, in 1720, you know, you had other ancestors prior to that. So are, are you trying to say that none of those people have African DNA also, you know, but that's just what I wanted to share with people trying to pull old head fake move on you and get you to dwell on the. Hey, Book, um, somebody said to ask you, what changed your mind? Firstly, I I noticed I came to re to realize that it doesn't matter. We have bigger issues. Secondly, we are I mean, even if there were ables here, we're all mixed now. We're all mixed. No one can say, hey, I'm a damn able, I'm a damn Indian, unless your an ancestor never bred with damn African, et cetera, et cetera. And we all know how them people get, get down. We're all mixed up. But the main thing is it doesn't matter. Um, it, it also comes into a, a question of evolution and creationists. Are those people trying to say they were created here on this North, of, on this North American continent that they do not su subscribe to evolution? So they grew out of the ground like mushrooms here. Their people never came from, from them Africa. They were created here by them being. Is that what they're try trying to say? You know, I, I had to answer that, you know, for myself. Do I believe in evolution? I'm sorry, Boom. Hey, Cap, yeah. you could come back in. I never meant to kick you out because you was talking greasy. But, um, Cap, if you do have the source, email it to me, and I'll, you could bring, I'll put the link back in the chat, and you could come back on and read the link. You say you're going to send it to the DNA. Send um, your stuff to my email. So go ahead. And we know when stuff is um Photoshop, by the way. We got a Photoshop machine here on my computer. Yeah, you know, sometimes you have to think about the mindset. Like, think about the Hebrew Israelite brothers. What, what their mindset comes down to is they don't think that we as black people can do anything to make our sales better in in this country on our own so they're waiting for a man to come back split the sky and he's going to fight our battle for us abos they're they're thinking that we can paperwork our our ways into getting half of the damn country and and and, and you know it's just a lack of 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 a acknowledging that we're going to have to put in tough work we're going to have to get educated we're going to have to get into uh stem Stuff like like that. Nothing's going to be given to us, even if there there was a, like a tribe. You know, there are tribes that are, are fighting. Those are small tribes. You know, thousand people, two two thousand people. They are going to give forty million people half of the damn country. <laughs> you know. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get Cab in here. Cab, did you email me the link, my brother? Yeah. He right. He right here right now. Go ahead, Cap. I'll mute your mic. Can you email me that stuff, brother? So where is the Indian? Hold on. He said he's a native Indian. American Indian. <laughs> uh oh, he jumped off. He jumped. I didn't touch him, family. I didn't touch him. He jumped off. Where is the email? 
Garfield. Yeah. Can you please make him part of Daggers Mall so we can beat him up daily? Please. All right, here he comes back again. All right, here we go, family. Here we go. Got my man, Super Cab. Hold on, let me invite him to Dagger Squad first. This is the first thing. Hey, Cab, I want to officially invite you to be a part of the Dagger Squad because I need I need a real Indian on my team, okay? Um, <laughs> yo, um kills me with that laugh, yo. <laughs> yo, um kills me with that laugh, man. Um kills me with that laugh. He kills me, yo. Oh, yo, let me tell y'all, all y'all aboriginals is. Yo, come see me. All right? In my in my Shakamo's voice. Come see me. All right? I don't need I don't need true historian. I don't need nobody. Come see me. And I got y'all. I got y'all, man. I figured it out. I learned from the best. The stories always kill him. Didn't he come on and say the- I'm here. You don't have to kick me off and talk trash about me. I'm back. That 15 million people came here, bro. And when we showed him the source, he still came and didn't admit to the fact that he was wrong. Didn't no. Did that to him? You, no, right, you, did not, you did not finish reading the article. You stopped. You shorted the article. Read the article all the way out, Garfield. Don't do that. You're a grown man up here lying to our people. You're a grown man lying to our people. Why? You're my brother. Why are you lying to our people, my brother? Read the whole article in front of your audience. You didn't where, want to be embarrassed? Where is the email? Read it in front of them. Where is the email? Read it. Where's your source, coward? Where is the email? Where's the source? We can both do this. Where is the email? Where's your source? Do you have a tribal card? Do I have a tribal card? Yes, I do. Why would and I give you my tribal card for you to copy? I don't heard about you, my brother. Oh, you heard about me saying what? What did Garfield do? What did you heard, heard about? Brother, we have the same, we tie back into the same people. Just like you know who Doodoo is, I'm very cool with Doodoo. Don't play dumb up here in front of the people. Oh, I don't know who Doodoo is. Yeah, okay. The same Doodoo you asking to call in, you know who he is. Cut it out. I'm going to call in so he could call in. Because you know who he is, Garfield. Why are we playing this game? Talking shit in the chat. Anybody who talks shit in the chat, I tell him to call in. It's what I No, because you're trying to make us something that we're not. We have registered cards and all we're saying, we're not knocking who you are. I'm not knocking it if you're African, but you're going to try to tell me that my family is a liar, but I, my family been tied into the Catawba Saponi before I was born. Oh, it's card because Garfield might do something with his card. Is it, is it a we're not supposed Why? Listen, we are not supposed to give our tribal cards out to people like that. I'm supposed to send you my tribal card. No, like, I don't want like me asking you to give me a copy of your driver's license. So in return, give me a copy of your driver's license in return. So if I know, so if I know if my information pop up someplace, I know who to go after. You're a fraud. Solid, solid. Solid for solid. We both men here. I would give you mine. Put yours up on the line. I'm putting mine up on the line. Put your identity on the line, my brother. You're fake. Where's the email? Put your, put your identity on the line. You want me to give you my family identity. What do I get in return? You want me to give you my my family's identity, brother? Listen to what you're asking me. Get the hell out of here, man. What are you at? Put yours up on the line. Mine's up on the line. You can't do the same. I'm Douglas Don't You can't do the same. You All you are is a mouth. You get up here, you rah, 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 yell, 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 try to bully. But when real men come here with real information, you get emotional, my brother. Real man? Who's a real man? A real man that can't identify himself? 
I can't identify. I see that website and this company is real. Bro, You're bro. still on YouTube goofing off, All trying right. to help credit repair. I know your who name, you are, brother. Thomas, is your name Thomas Harrelson? Nope, wrong person, brother. But if you look up Thomas Harrison, you'll find out who that is, brother. Katawa Saponi, brother. He's a Katawa Saponi, brother. Because a real Indian, brother. He's in the chat. They're helping me out. They said it in the chat. Thomas Harrison. Go ahead, run it. You finna get embarrassed. Look up the name. You're going to get embarrassed on air. Please do it on air. Please do it on air. Please, please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Do it on air right now. Look it up right now. Bro, Look it up right now. Look it up right now in front of the audience and get embarrassed and Where's find out how many real American Indians are still alive. Where's the email? Look it up. Where's the email? Look it up. Where is the email? Look it up. You have the name. Look it up. Why won't you Bro, look it up? You have the name. Hey, Look it up in front of the audience. Put it on the screen. Yo, Morpheus. What's up, Morpheus? Oh, your mic muted. So let me unmute you for a second. You got to unmute yourself, brother. Shout out to, to, to Morpheus. He's an honorary member of all the squads. He ain't, he ain't on one squad. He on everybody's squad. Hey, well, peace, I'm, peace, everybody, peace. I got a um 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 uh I got a question, man. And here's the cab. Let me ask you a question. Now, you say that you got the genealogy that can take you back to the tribes, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. That's how that's how we tied into our tribe through genealogy. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, how far back does that go? My genealogy through my tribe, we're back yeah. in the 1500s on my genealogical line. Okay. Depends on who your tribe is in the area. Everybody's not going to be the same. And that's all, right. all I'm saying. Everybody's story is different. We can't lump everybody in the same category. Yeah. Calm down, man. I didn't ask you all that extra stuff, man. Just hold on for a second. So I said you go back to what you said, the 1500s? Yep. Okay. So how about before the 1500s? What, what happens before the 1500s? Before the 1500s is tribal records. No, no. Tribe history. Follow the question. Follow, follow me. Before mm -hmm. 1500. Uh-huh. What about before 1500? I told you, tribal history. Tribal records predates 1500s. So then, where, so, so take me back. How far? How far? Well, in my tribe, they can take us back to the 1100s. Catawba okay. Sioux, Itza, uh, Itza. But for someone okay. else, try it to be different. Okay, so let's go back before 1100. Let's keep going. Uh -huh. Keep going. Uh-huh. So can you go what back you before know? What, what, What's your question? I'm asking you, follow me. Can you go before 1100? Can I personally know? Okay. So, then, can? so or, or is it your position that, that, that your tribe or tribes or whatever, Native Americans or Indians, as you call yourself, were they created? here yes you have tribes see this is the problem with tribes you have original tribes here but you listen, have to know your original listen, tribal name listen so you can show me a fossil or bring me a fossil that's older than two million years or a hundred thousand years let's say a hundred thousand years can you give me a fossil in americas in the americas that's over a hundred thousand years yeah you can look at watson's break okay give me the source please type in watson's break all the sources will pop up. It's an American okay. Indian archaeological site that predates everything in Louisiana. Okay, so how far back does that go? Watson's break is what around a hundred thousand around there. Okay. Watson's break? Yes. That's W A T S O N. Right. 
Watson's right. That's break. break. Yes. Okay, so that's a hundred thousand Louisiana. I got you. So Watson's break. So that fossil goes back a hundred thousand uh, years, right? According to what you say, yes. right? Yes, and they're still digging up new stuff as we speak now. Okay. There's archaeological digs going on in South America as we speak right now. Hold on, hold okay. on. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. My, my bad. My apologies. I had it on mute and I turned the mic down. What is 100,000? What are y'all talking about? Watson's break. The what? Watson's break. Watson's break. Yes. He asked me a, he asked me a what are what artifacts and stuff he can find here and I just gave him one of the names. Okay. So, so, so what, what about it? it's 5400 years ago. What about it? He's asking me what things that he can date back. So I'm telling him he can give, he can start there in that article and that article will start taking him back to 100,000, 120,000. He just, I'm just answering this question. That's, that's it. You back 100,000 though. It's 5,400 years ago. Listen, did you, did you just hear what I said? If you read it, it will lead you into the other research studies that's going on of evidence that's older. That's why he actually- Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you this. I'm going to make this- Uh-huh. What are- huh? What article you read it from? What article did I read it from? Yeah. Talk about Watson's break. There's plenty of articles you got. I never Smithsonian article. I'm telling you, actually, brother, you're gonna let me answer the question. You have Smithsonian, you have Smithsonian article I done read it on. You have archaeological digest I done read it in. Do this, bro. I'm sorry. I can't do this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, family. I can't do this. I can't do this. You know what, bro? Can you just give me just just give me the email? Are you gonna email me your information? Are you gonna are you going to give me yours in return to protect my family? Listen to what you asked me to give you. Oh, so my family's identified. You're a fucking fraud. Dude. I got time for the fraud. The whole time he said he's going to email me when he get to a computer. Now he want to protect his family. Fuck out of here. He ain't got no family, nigga. Get out of here. The bullshit. Get out of here with that. We ain't got time for this, man. We ain't got no time for this. No tribal records in the 1500s or 1600s. He can't trace his genealogy back 1,100 years. Ain't no human could do that. Show me the emancipation's court records, the Christian records. Where's all of that stuff at? That's what we want to see. Then now, yeah, yeah, you, you could have crossed out your last name and your address. We don't need to see all of that. These niggas is frauds, man. He's frauds. He's frauds. Frauds. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> a copper color soldier you are correct my brother but that's not homo sapiens sapiens they assume it you're talking about that thing in America with 100 and, what is it 120,000 got time for that so let me see I gotta get out of here I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be somewhere let me see what, what's, what's popping but listen family I'm gonna be live in a few minutes I might come right back on live because I got to discuss something about Dane Calloway, hot off the press. And um, so I'm going to come back live. So peace and love to everybody out there. And you guys who are indigenous or native, nobody's denying that you guys are indigenous or natives or whatever you claim. We're just asking for evidence. That's it. And, and, as, and as the brother just quoted Uncle said, Big Bow said, he died at the source about the 15 million. That's when he died. He died at the source. Now, ladies and gentlemen, listen, man. Let, let, let's, let's do this, family. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back in a few minutes. 
And as my brother Unc always say, the pseudos die at their source. And that's what they're always going to do. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Anyway, family. 120,000. Now, you went through that already, man. You're right, bro. There is something about 120,000, but you you mis- you didn't um you didn't correct it. Yeah, let me get Cab back in here. Cab, can you retract your name and your address on it, brother? Cab, you back on the ear, Cab. Oh, Cab jumped off, man. He jumped off. You don't want nothing to do with this. It came from West Africa, brother. No, somebody asking where Sickle Cell came from. Mm-hmm. The sickle cell trait. The sickle cell trait. Sickle cell trait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fitzroy Ashley Young said that laugh of Ank is a killer. Yep. You guys are pushing out misinformation, so we need to correct it. And by the way, by the way, Mr. Ank Crack Pipe, I know you're watching. Go make another video right now. Go. I dare you. I double dare you. Go make another video now. You're gonna make a whole new page and talk about Ank and talk about talk about me and talk about whoever else because you miserable with your life. Your wife left you, probably for a Jamaican. That's why you're picking on me the most. That's all it is. But you want to put pictures of people's babies on the air. These niggas is the worst, man. Oh, what are you doing? You're going home soon or are you gonna be on the road? You're gonna be on the road, damn man. I wanted to do a um. We need to do a um. What do you call it? Um. The hell they call that thing again? I keep forgetting, man. I gotta tell you. I remember. I, I remember. Anyway, family, subscribe to the show, and uh, we gonna enjoy this. And I hope you. About three o'clock. Yeah. All right, mate. I made you back. All right, made you back, bro. All right, All right peace. All right. All right, family, I'll hit you back. I'm out of here. Derek Douglas. Where's Derek Douglas at? Derek Douglas, where you at? And by the way, we got 320 people watching. If you got a question you want to ask Garfield as a man to a man, not no bullshit. And, and for those who watch that video on the channel, I've never intentionally taken any money from anybody in this community and say I'm going to scam them. Never in my life. All right, so don't believe the hype. You could, you could look, at, you could look at slander. There's a lot of things I could say about Dane Calloway on the ear, but I won't. I don't need to do all of that. I'm just dealing with the information, and that's it. Information. That's it. So if you want to include my child and do all those things, you go ahead and do that. We ain't about that. Hey, peace and love. Good afternoon, this brother Garfi. What's your name and where you're calling from? Cab. Um, Cab is off the ear, bro. Cab is off the ear, brother. Cab, Cab, I didn't kick you I off. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Cab, Cab, I'm gonna put the link again. You could come back in. Me and you could be one on one. Shoot story in his ear, but his mic's muted. Come on, family. It's Cab in the building. I know you hear me. Yeah, he in the chat. You lied to me. 
to me. He lied to you. What he said, brother? He said we was aboriginals. <laughs> where we at, man? <laughs> he, 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 he in the chat. He in the chat right now. He ain't in there. Hey, hey, Pat, pick up the phone. <laughs> All right, bro. No problem. Peace and love. Why y'all block King D, yo? Who block King D, man? Y'all must be blocking my homies, yo. And they be just texting me and telling me y'all blocking them. Yo, my, my moderators are savages. All I want is evidence, man. All I want is evidence. Yo, Ty W, I don't care. You showed your true colors today. Yes. I hate Negroes who ain't got no authority talking about how they clowning Rick Kittles. Get the hell out of here, man. Tribal records are in our languages. You can't even read no damn language, man. Get out of here, man. He ain't emailing records, family. I'm telling y'all. Now the tribal records are in our language. Bro, you are, yo, can somebody block him? I've had enough of this dude, man. He's a fraud, man. You and your partners who you run with are fraud. All of y'all are frauds. And go make a video with, with Ang Crackpipe or one of them. How about that? They, they, they need your research services. They probably got it already. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, let me, let me make a quick phone call. Yo, y'all is some funny-ass dudes, man. That's all I got to say. When I asked him if he was Thomas Harrison, that's why he ran off, family, because I called the name that he was going to use. So he ran off when he heard that name because that's the fake name that he goes around and claims. Yo, I tell you, I got all the secrets on that dude. So before he came on here, I had his whole file already. Oh, I heard about you and credit repair. What do you heard about Garfield? I ain't did nothing, bro. You heard some rumors. And what? Fraudulent dudes trying to, trying to, and then they'll collect money to pay for property, claiming that they're Indians and they're not Indians and they're running the biggest scams. But want to talk about Sonnet and people on Sonnet. Oh, man, these dudes is the worst, man. Get out of here, man. Get out of here with that bullshit. Mike Tech, Mike Tech. What up, y'all? It's all your Oh, man. What's going on? Well, where we at, people? What are we talking about here? I see something about Black Vikings. Be black on Black Vikings. Danny, you have to do a show on our black Irish relatives that started the first AME Church in Ireland. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of threw me out there. What are we talking about? I don't want to get off the subject. Black Irish, Black Vikings, what are we talking about? 100-year-old bones in Louisiana. Y'all know Uncle Truth don't deal with the Louisiana and 100,000-year-old bones. So we got the wrong brother for that one. Um, other mound builders, I'm, I'm cool with all that. Yasuke. Somebody here named Yasuke. That's the 
black samurai. That's what y'all was talking about. Black Vikings. Oh yeah, I wish I could show y'all. Maybe I can find and show y'all where that whole line comes from. It's also, I have to admit, to a certain degree, some of the writings of my hero, J.A. Rogers, but to a degree. But here's a, here's a, Garfield, I hope you listen. This is the solution or the answer I got for it. Yes, indeed, it may have been to a degree lookership that some of our elders were doing. But here's my defense for it. When you, when I'm gonna use Ankh as my defense for it, watch this. If you look at that in my phone, Dane sits on time. If you look at that skin map, once again, and we are saying that they have the same type of uh, skin tones and facial features, maybe we could see how our elders came to that assessment. So it was maybe it was pre-skin map era. That's the problem for you to see how the scientific thing, how they may look at certain people's features and identify them as Negroid or if they had darker skin, perhaps. That's my defensive. We talking about the Apache Viking Moors? Are you for real? Hey, one second, one second, one second, shoot. Can I add this guy back to the chat, sir? You can have whatever you want, brother. All right, Cav. Um do you have your the records for me, my brother? Cab, do you have the records for me, my brother? Wait, how are you gonna call me cheap Barry White? Yo, that's kind of funny. Yo. He called me cheap Barry White. I was hoping to say something too. I said, let me, let me. Yeah, let me. that's kind of funny. Yo, you got. It. I was hoping you was reading. <laughs> hey, um, Cap, do you have that email for me, my brother? Cap, do you have that email for me? Hmm. Cab, do you have that email for me, my brother? Cab? Free now? All right. Um, damn, man, because I wanted to do it on the live stream. Yo, they tell me I sound like I'm in the birdcage. Uh, yo, the chat is funny. Finally, the chat is funny. Yeah, it damn right. sure do sound like I'm in the birdcage. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me shut this off. I'm going to start another live yeah. right now, family. And, um, hold on. Let me set it up in the meantime. Let me set it up. Stream yard dashboard. Uh... Yeah, keep talking, bro. Let me just set this up in the meantime. I'm going to read Stripe's comment. Yep, the Apache Morris Vikings stopped in Ireland and brought potatoes and Judaism to the New World before they taught Columbus to sail. <laughs> All right. I'm going to um do a show live right now with my brother. So, um, Hey, I'm going to right, right back. Right, right back, family. I'm going to end the show. I got to set it up right now. All right? Peace and love, family. Brother Garfield, I'm out.
I'm coming right back. I'm coming yeah. right, right back live. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can set this up while I'm actually. <laughs> we the black Irish Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, finally the chat is funny again. God, it took y'all long enough. <laughs> Jay Rogers didn't have DNA. That's a fact. Thanks. That's true. Vikings. Black Vikings is the source of the black Irish who came to America to be servants. I'll be damned. Damn, it's real in the field, yo. So now we need to study our, our Viking history. Oh, and so maybe we came to the Americas first because the Vikings came to the Americas before Christopher Columbus. Maybe that'll be the next move. Hey, that'll we're going to, um, I'm sorry, Unc, I mean, truth. I'm going to cut it off right now. I'm about to jump on live, family. We'll go on dress Dane Calloway and these slanderous comments he made. All right? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. This is your brother, Garfield, and uh, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to talk, and we're going to get all of this stuff out. All right, let me get my brother on the line so that we can, um, hold on a second, let me get his phone number, 312-978-9194. All right, let me get him on the phone right here. Hey, tri hey Trav, how much time you got? All right, good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start the show live right now. All right, hey family. So I'm gonna cut off of this last stream. I'm gonna go live right right now. Peace. All right. Hold on, hold on, drive.